BTOsports.com Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Welcome, everybody. It is the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you! Monday, October 3rd, 5.59 p.m. We're on early. You bastards are getting a minute early for free. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Kenny Roxon has done zero interviews about his switch to uh, Honda, and he will be on tonight to talk about it for the first time, about what's going on, what, why he, go, he went to Honda, what's happening, how the bike is. I got a feeling he's going to like the bike and say good things about it. And uh, we're going to have him on the show. Appreciate it. Uh, appreciate him doing doing us a solid. Chris Reisenberg, Reisenberg from Race Tech Suspension. i got to ask him how to pronounce it. He'll be on later to talk about what's going on with Race Tech, their motor department, their seminars, their suspension, what riders they're working with, all sorts of things. We are going to give away, live on the air, uh, free suspension rebuild, uh, courtesy of the folks at Race Tech. So have your fingers ready. We'll do a little contest at 702-586-7857. Call at any time and, uh, and let us know what you want. Let us know what you talk about. All right? We've got Gear Alley Cold Call, the BTO Sports Tweet at Travis segment, X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. Uh, we have the NFAB JGR uh, check-in, NFAB question of the day. We have the race tech emails, like I said, and uh, we've got a lot of cool things going on tonight. So thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. BTOsports.com. Please, anything you need for your biker body, check it out. Fly Racing, 20, FlyRacing.com, 2017 stuff out now. NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, X Brand Goggles, the new brand X Brand Goggles, EKS S, out now. Use the code, save yourself money at XBrandGoggles.com. Hot Cams! Get yourself some cams, bro. Gear Alloy, Works Connection. Great to have the guys at Works Connection on board with us uh, all this year and hopefully next year. Uh, fantastic products uh, from the start devices to the clutch purchase to the protector guards, everything else. Michelin Starcross 5, brand new tire from those folks. Michelin Starcross 5, whatever you thought of Michelin tires before. Throw it out, because his new Michelin Starcross 5 is uh, fantastic. Atlas Neck Brace saved Jason Anderson last uh, two weeks ago at Motocross the Nations. AtlasNeckBrace.com. If you're going to use a neck brace, please check those guys out. FMF Racing, W Wheels. Uh, a lot of teams in the pits use W Wheels, including JGR, which we're going to talk about in depth tonight. JGR Yamaha, no longer. It is now JGR Suzuki. 
And uh, we'll talk more about that as it goes. Guts Racing, official seat foam, seat base of Monster Energy Pro Circuit, the RCH guys. KTMPartsExpress.com. Uh, been in business for th- over 35 years. Uh, they got number one uh, place to go to get uh, uh, aftermarket parts and accessories available for your KTM. Warehouse is stocked with a huge inventory of genuine KTM parts, ex- uh, KTM parts, as well as some Husky parts. KTMPartsExpress.com. If you go there, punch in a code PulpMX to save money. Uh, they'll process your order with speed and accuracy. That's right. Speed and accuracy. Exactly what Pookie says about me in the bedroom. Uh, thanks to uh, everybody for uh, helping out KTMPartsExpress.com. Roost Graphics on board with us and two under the number two UNDR all on board with us tonight. Sitting in the co-host chair, guiding the ship along with me. It's been a while since he's been here. We're excited to have him. Dirt Rider Magazine, DirtRider.com, Kiefer Inc. Chris Kiefer. It's been a while since I've been in the co-hosting chair. Welcome, buddy. Hey. How are you? Thanks for having me. Fun to be back. Yeah. And even Heather made it, too. Very I brought the, the lovely blonde Which wife Which she hasn't me. been for a little while. No. Right? You were worried, like, thought we were getting divorced or something. But uh, well, I just didn't, you know, you've never seen one without the other, so. Yeah. Um, but, I brought her. Uh, okay. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, it's awesome. Thanks for coming in. Lots to talk about with you. Uh, you're fresh off a 250F shootout. Yep. For the folks at Dirt Rider, uh, you've been uh, R&Ding some stuff as usual. You've been riding a ton, and uh, I want to get your thoughts on the JGR switch, uh, among other things. And uh, Kenny Roxon's on tonight. That's great. That's probably going to be a really good interview as usual. As usual, right? right. Yeah, he's awesome. So, and uh, and Chris from Race Tech as well. Reasonberg, Reisenberg, what is it's it? It's Reasonberg. Reasonberg. Yes, that's, I said that's it right. what it was like when he was racing Arena Cross. It was Chris oh, Reasonberg. Okay, all right. Yeah. And uh, also too, uh, uh, sitting over there. In the uh, producer's chair, producing the show, taking your calls at 702-586-7857, holding everything down. The Dune Goon himself, Travis Marks. What's up, Travis? Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Okay, a couple things right off the bat. Oh, boy. Let's do it. Okay, so I just got a text from Randy Richardson. Uh Uh-huh. He sent me a screenshot Uh of a Travis Pastrana and him text. Uh, he said, would you be free for this backflip? He explained everything to the guy. Travis says, as long as you can chaperone, <laughs> Randy, you can chaperone, give me a week and I'll get back to you on a schedule. Sweet. Are you ready to do a backflip? Yeah. From Travis Pastrana? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> Your wife's okay with this? Well. We're going to make this happen. She said I can go. Whether she's okay with it or not, that's different. You're going to do a backflip to foam first and yep. then yep. backflip to dirt. Yep. You got that. Like I said, I got the front. <laughs> I mean, you go full Seth Inslow, you can do a backflip. <laughs> you you think you got it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. You got, you got a good point, Kiefer. Yeah. I'm pretty confident. I mean, it if seems he like... sends it that hard in the dunes, that's no problem for a backflip. I mean, I know, I know it probably dude, seems a... easier than it actually is. Yes. But I'm pretty confident. But dude, is there a better guy to teach you? Oh, man. No, absolutely not. And Travis Pastrana? Oh, really? That's not even a question. Right. Yeah. Could you imagine like Travis could probably start his own business just by teaching people how to backflip? Hey, I'm teaching people well, how to backflip. You know, we had Randy on the show and he Randy said as long as you sign the waiver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's sign your life away. If Hand you sign pen. the waiver, uh, you are okay to do it. Give so, me a pen. Uh, hey, big news folks in the Pulp Mex world. Uh, Travis Marks over there. Mark Dog Yo, yo. Finally done with the app. It's out now on the App Store on for your iPhone. And you killed it, man. Great job. Uh, I think everybody's pumped. $1.99 um, uh, on the App Store again. Listen live. Uh, we, f- we think we fixed the streaming. We fixed the archives. Uh, it's got an app-exclusive podcast with Chris Kiefer. Yep, that was fun. Uh, Tra- Tyler Bowers as well. We're gonna try to, I'm going to try to do some more of those along the line. Um, so you're going to get something for your $1.99. If you're really pissed that you spent $2 on the old app, 
and now you spend two dollars on the uh, on the new app. If you're really really genuinely upset, email me at contest at com. I will PayPal you two dollars back. That's what I'm going to do. Wow. If you're really mad, you just set yourself up, dude. Uh, that's okay. That's what I'm going to do. If you're if you're so hard up that the two bucks is going to break you, we'll help you out. You're nicer than me. I bought mine. Yeah, exactly. Right. I even gave you a code. You still bought it. Uh, so, uh, an Android version is couple weeks. Couple weeks. Yeah. Okay. I would say two to three. Uh, All right. I was out of town last week, so I didn't touch anything. Yep. But uh, yeah, two or three weeks. Just some platform specific things. There's a couple bugs that have come up that I need to fix. But okay. Yeah. We'll, um. We'll we're gonna out. we're gonna change the search function, right? To search all pods. Yeah. Right yep. there on that first page, you'll be able to search everything. Yeah, that might be a better idea. Also, I got a couple of tweets and a voicemail today that the it's not starting where you left off on a show. Yeah. It it does sometimes and it doesn't other times. Okay. Uh, that's something else I got. I'm gonna look into of, it. Yeah. Okay. I, got, I got a few things. Um, I mean, it's pretty good, but there's definitely a few no, things that absolutely. need to work out, no. and uh, I'll get to it and it's, get updates pushed out It's soon. got uh, a sponsor codes on it. You can copy-paste sponsor codes right into uh, uh, directly onto the website yep. for all of our guys that, that give you discounts. Yep. Um, all at our archives, 1,500-plus podcast shows. Um, yeah. It's so all there. It's there, and you can listen to a lot of Moto Fly Race and Moto 60 show when we're back with that. Yep. You can listen to the Pulp Show live on it. Yep. Uh, download, favorite. Am I missing anything? I don't think so. I sold two on the way up here. Oh, you did? Yeah. How? Uh, I got some phone calls on the way up here, and they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, told them, like, oh, buy the app. They're like, okay. So I told, sold two for you. Oh, nice. Four bucks. Thanks, bro. Appreciate <laughs> it. He wants royalties. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, get that on the app store, everybody. Uh, we thank everybody. If you want to still help out the show, we, we'd always appreciate it. If you got something to buy from Amazon, go on Amazon. Uh, dot, go to Amazon banner on pulpamex.com. Click on that, takes you to Amazon, and then make a purchase. We get a small slice of that. And Patreon as well. The Patreon folks uh, have gotten all their free apps as well as uh, some T-shirts and uh, some early release podcasts. Nothing you guys haven't heard, but I just give the people on Patreon a, a couple weeks' notice if uh, if there's a cool podcast coming out. So, um, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, please get it as you can. We appreciate it. Jason Thomas will be on in a little bit. We're going to give away a free rebuild. And we're going to give away uh, tickets to the Canadian Arena Cross Tour. Any round you want. There's a new series up in Canada starting up. It's not new. It's a couple years old now. But it, this, the new series, season is starting off. That is contest at pulpmexshow.com. Just uh, email us there. And uh, any round you want of the Canadian Arena Cross uh, Series Tour, which is like Jacob Hayes, Matt Gerke, Is Cole that the Thompson. BC one? No, no. This is the. Uh, it go, it's going to BC okay. at one point, but it starts in Ontario. Got it. Uh, the Thompson family runs it. Well, one of the Thompsons. And then Cole races it. So, um yeah, uh, Dune Goon will be doing a backflip, and it's that's exciting. And and to go, I don't know if you guys might have talked about this last time. I didn't listen, but Randy doing a backflip—that's impressive. Like, yeah, he, we cold called him. Fifty-year-old just yeah. busting it out. Yeah, that's that's yeah. cool. No, he he rocked us through the process. Really cool. Yeah, wow. absolutely. So. um Travis is going to go there. I think we're going to get Swiss Court to film it. We'll do a little series on it. Travis Pastrana um, will help us out. And Michelin Starcross 5, all done up through those guys. And um, MichelinMotorcycles.com. Uh, Motorcycle.com. Did we fix that on the app? Yep. Okay, perfect. Uh, brand new tire, Kiefer. You had a lot to do with this thing. Well, maybe not a lot. Not a lot, but a little. 20? 20%? Uh, I'd say, yeah, about that. That's 20%, right. 20% new off-road uh, tire for Michelin, Michelin folks, pushing the boundaries of off-road performance for riders of all levels. I got a ton of feedback from this on uh, on Twitter, huh, Kiefer? Everybody get, seems to I like get a it. Lot. Yeah, everybody seems to like it. So I gave a set to Travis, and they tried it at Yamaha, and they seemed to like it. Oh, yeah? Cool. So, right on. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. 
kind of just a big improvement. I mean, look, the folks at Michelin can build a tire. There's, there's no doubting that. But their motocross line had been pretty long in the tooth now for you know 10 years, yeah, and 14 years, you know. So The thing is, too, is like you, when you think about, oh, I'm going to use a different tire besides Dunlop and Bridgestone, sometimes it's kind of sketchy. So when you have another brand that actually works, it's like, wow, that's impressive. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, no doubt. Yeah, you like that? We do. We like it a lot. Uh, NFAB question of the day coming up. Uh, NFAB JGR check-in. That's going to come in a little bit. Uh, and uh, like I said, Kenny Rocks and Chris Riesenberg all on the show tonight. And uh, we're going to cold call Wygant because talking about the JGR switch to Suzuki, he just had Johnny Oler's suspension guy at JGR, his uh-huh. wedding yeah. on the weekend. Oh, okay. So maybe if we cold call Weege, we can try to get something out of him. Right. You know, as far See as if this. he bought the app? Oh, he, no, we, we had a GoFundMe. <laughs> Shut up. I did a GoFundMe for Phil and, and we each to buy the app. And you got the money. Yeah, we got more than the money, so I sent two bucks to cheap-ass Chisholm as well. Oh, that's right. I saw he, that tweet. Yeah, okay. yeah, and then I sent it to Weege, and Phil doesn't yeah. have PayPal. So <laughs> um, thanks to people who, who did the GoFundMe. You guys are heroes. There's, uh, there's three people now that are going to have that app, whether they like it or not. And it's because of you people. Hey, speaking of people, there's some super cool people in the new Moto 8 movie. Uh, these things have been going on forever. I don't know if I've seen. I didn't know there was eight of these things. I didn't know there was that Moto many Moto the movie. Right. I feel like I've only seen four or five. Travis, have you seen all of them? I think I've seen like the last three. Three or four. Moto 7 was the one with Intignap, right? Uh, Intignap, Osborne. Yep. Right? Yep. Uh, the one before that was, I want to say, uh, Dino. Dino again? I don't remember. They're good. They're real good. Moto 8, the movie premieres are coming up. Uh, this thing's coming out pretty soon, and uh, you guys know this movie. Uh, you know it well. Uh, the world's favorite, dirt, the world's most favorite dirt bike film series returns in 2016. Once again, bringing the greatest riders in the game to the most epic locations. Moto 8 gives viewers the most badass visual moto experience ever seen. So they're on their tour. Um, Anthony Knapp hosted this thing last year, but now he can't because he's in Australia. Starts October 11th, Orange County, Santa Ana. On the 12th, they're in San Luis Obispo, Fresno, Phoenix, Dallas. They're going across the country. Uh, 20 stops, uh, prize giveaways, uh, rider appearances, sponsor discounts. Moto 8 on the big screen. Uh, so you can go and watch it before it comes out on DVD. We thank the guys at Moto 8. We're going to have some copies of the giveaway at some point, too. Uh, and we'll probably have Dino on as well to talk about it. MotoTheMovie.com to get information and purchase tickets. Go there. This thing's really cool. Entenap uh, called in last year when he was hosting it, and uh, he had a great time doing it. So these things are well done. There's no doubt about it. Um, raining yellow. I almost died. Why? Oh man, I had my uh, I got that recluse clutch. It was slipping last time at the track, so I took it for a spin in the parking lot without a helmet. Ooh. And I slid that sucker down. I'm telling you, my head was an inch away from the curb. Wow. How would you slide it down? Like, what were you doing? Well, because I was getting on the gas to make sure it wasn't slipping, and I just got carried away, and I got on the gas hard. And Did you loop out? Back end just, yeah, well, no, the back end just slid out on me. Uh, you were turning and got on it. Uh. Yeah, I'm stupid. Hey, we missed you at the 7 intro. Where were you? Oh, <laughs> I was dreaming that I was there. Speaking <laughs> of which, how was that? That was good. James didn't show up. <laughs> Well, I know that. No, it was good. People, I heard people were kind of bummed out that he didn't show up, but I guess from what I heard that he had some plane trouble or something. I don't know. The weather, right? But the gear's sick. I like the gear. So I got a story about that gear. So BTO was doing a contest, and today was the day they were going to pick the winner. Well, they've extended the contest, but 
Your boy here got a little upset. Uh, not at seven, not at BTO, just like, damn, you know, I've been waiting for this day for the past three weeks. And uh, needless to say, both BTO and seven are taking care of me. So I'm just, I, my life was saved. I'm getting hooked up. Life don't get better than this. So you're angry at BTO because they extended a contest, but then somehow BTO and seven are still hooking you up? Well, here's the thing. They extended the contest because today was the day they were supposed to pick the winner. They didn't, they didn't do okay, that. Okay, well, that's fine. All right, but, so you're still in the running, so why are you pissed? Well, here's the thing. It's like this. Say, say, you have a good, say you're leading the race and you're about one lap away, and then they say, you know what? Because the guy who was the 21st, 22nd gate pick wasn't ready, let's just restart the race. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying it's – I'm just being – maybe I'm being a little bee, a little crybaby. But uh, needless to say, they're taking care of your boy. So I'm, uh, both companies are great. All right. But I can so, both those companies are great. I don't want to sound like a – Great radio. Okay, yeah. We got to move on here. What, what, you want to well, talk hey, about Cooper Webb? Absolutely. So here's my thing. If Cooper Webb starts winning next year – does everyone just panic? Because clearly, if he starts winning, it's it's not going to be a fad. Um, no, there's no. I mean, he. I think he will win. I, I've said that. I think he will win. Um, you know, just like, but I, there's no way he comes out and dominates. Just, Kenny Roxon, Eli Tomac, Ryan Dungey. There's no chance. Jason Anderson. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. What if he does start winning though, and these guys don't? Do you know, does that just well, then, then, then they're going to step it up, and then, they're probably going to. Yeah. Then they'll probably step it up, and then you'll see other guys win. Yeah, I, I don't. What do you guys? What do you, do you want these guys to retire? What, what's your? What are you thinking? No, no, do? I'm just thinking. You know, like, you know, does Dungey? All these guys think like. I mean, that's. I'm thinking if Cooper starts winning, that's. I mean, he could be. Okay. The new all right. dominant guy. All right. Yeah, absolutely. I think there'll come a time when he is. Thanks, Raining Yellow. Appreciate it. Yeah, maybe I did hit my head and my call sucked. Yep. All right. See you, see you Raining Yellow. <laughs> uh, hey, Kiefer. Um, yeah. We talked a lot about Motocross Nation's show last week. Yep. Um, I don't want to get too much of your th- rehash the thing, but where do you stand on Jason Anderson incident? What, what's your thinking on that? I mean, as a racer, what? DV was very harsh on Anderson. I was somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. JT was somewhere in the middle. What, what are you thinking? Uh, 70-30 for me. So 70% Japanese rider, 30% JAs. Yeah. I mean, I got up early to watch it. The family was sleeping. And as soon as he rolled the jump, the, it crossed my mind. The first thing that crossed my mind is like, he's going awful slow on a blind finish line jump. That's the first thing I just thought about. You know, it's abnormally slow. And sure shit, he gets landed on. So yeah. for me, I understand you won... And I, I kind of told my buddy this. When you're that good and you win a moto, you think everyone else is out there to watch for you because you're the man. You won. Mm-hmm. I, I'm bigger than life. No one should get near me. But when you have other countries involved, that it's not that doesn't uh, jive, you know? So yeah, I mean, it's, it's that guy- Japan, Japanese writer sent it. And honestly, like, I don't think he saw him. No. No, there's no way. No yeah, way. No. So... Yeah, it's unfortunate. That was a horrible thing. It sucked. Um, yeah, but there's more. No more fault for the Japanese rider. But still, I said there's still a little bit of JA's fault. Oh, for sure, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, hey, so yourself, Kiefer, uh, two fifty shootout. Yep. For Dirt Rider. 
Yeah, Runner Magazine. So, wh- how was it? It was long. <laughs> <laughs> Two days? Yeah, we actually did three days. Uh-huh. Um, and we wrapped it up last week. And, uh, yeah, so it's going to be really tight this year, which last year Yamaha kind of ran away with it. Okay. So I can kind of tell you guys it, it's narrowed down to KTM and uh, Yamaha. Um, I don't even know who won. I didn't tally up the scores. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's just a long process, man, like planning it, getting everything together, well, doing what did, it. What did KTM do to step up? Um, well, their air fork, you know how much mm-hmm. I hate air forks, I right, know, yeah. is actually decent. It's way better than their piece of shit fork they had last year. Okay. So that made the bike handle a lot better. Okay. And their motor's close? And their motor's good anyway, yeah, right? Yeah. It yep. just doesn't have the torque like the Yamaha. Right. But you're getting a lot more top-end over-rev with mm-hmm. the KTM. Okay. So a lot of riders like that bike. Yep. And a lot of riders like the Yamaha. So it's, it was really close just from what I've seen on paper. Mm-hmm. But I don't have the final scores, but... Yeah, we're wrapped up in that, and then now we got uh, the guest editor issue we just finishing up, which Damon Bradshaw is our guest editor. That's cool. Dude, some of the stuff that I read on the new issue is really, really good. Fly Racing Zone, Damon Bradshaw. Yeah, so uh, he's gonna he pretty much took over the whole magazine, and uh, Pete flew out to Charlotte for the MXGP and mm-hmm. did a whole bunch of stuff at his ranch. And uh, how, how was he? How was his, uh, his effort level? For this project. Oh, um, 85%. Yeah. High. Good. Yeah. He's yeah. into it. Right. He's, uh, when you talk to him, he, he's engaging. Yeah, yeah. He pays attention. Right. Um, we give him a lot of stuff to read. Like we did a Cooper, a Cooper web and a Damon interview, like uh-huh. Beast from the East. Yep. yep. And he comments on Cooper and comments on a, a lot of things, mm-hmm. um, that the motor industry that we cover here, but it's good to, to listen and hear what he has to say. And just a lot of good stories from back, you know, from his day and what he did and the reasons why he made decisions that he did. And just a lot of good meaty information that I didn't know about Damon that I thought was really cool. So, and a lot of cool stuff that he does now, mm-hmm. you know, so it's going to be a fun issue. That's going to be our next issue. So we're just yep. wrapping up that. Okay. And uh, we're getting ready for the Honda intro, obviously, in a couple of weeks. What's the worst to the F? Suzuki. Yeah. That's yeah. probably pretty easy to get. Just straight yeah. up yeah. lack of motor. Right. Just... Very slow. Yeah, yeah. I think the Superstore guys struggle with that all year. Everyone who was on a bike struggled with that. Yeah, they have a lot of work to do to make it you know, as good as the other bikes. And I don't think they're as good as the Honda and the Yamahas, you know? Right. And they're sticking KTM, you know, throttle bodies on, all different kinds of yeah. stuff. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that'll be coming out when? When's the Bradshaw issue drop? Uh, it'll drop, what are we in October? So the first part of November. Okay. It'll drop. All so right. next month, you'll yep. see it. And uh, yeah, it's a good issue. So And Brett Smith, BJ Smith, he wrote a good article about Damon, got with Damon, and uh, went over a lot of... And if you guys know BJ, he writes really well. So I like his stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah Damon's, uh, Damon's pretty good. Um, in my interviews with him... I found he was completely honest, but at the same time, he wasn't, like, super... He's not Bob hanna No, no, and he's also not... Like, Lachine can tell you what temperature it was and what stickers he ran yeah. at what race. Bradshaw can't do that. No, you're right. It's funny you say that, yeah. because there's a lot of things that we pinpointed he doesn't really no, remember. No, you'll be like, hey, Dan, remember that? Yeah. You'll be like, ah, yeah. But he did have a lot of descriptive stuff that he did remember, yeah, which yeah. was really good. Right, right. And Ronnie, actually, it was funny when we had the meeting to see who was going to be the guest editor issue. Mm-hmm. Ron was in the running, because we thought he'd be really good for a oh, guest editor. Oh, dude, Dogger would be great. The problem was, like... Like, Dogger and RJ and O'Mara, like, that's a long time ago now, everybody. I hate to depress people. Right. 
with my birthday tomorrow, I'm gonna feel a little depressed. <laughs> like that's a long time ago. Yeah. So well, you want you want someone that's yeah relevant. You know. I mean, Damon was a long time ago, but he's still relevant a little. Yeah, People know who yeah. he is. And I just I feel bad for those dudes. We so. tried to get Wyndham. But Wyndham's in his own world right now. He doesn't want to be really bothered with moto stuff. So yeah. our next next up was Damon, and I thought, you know, that that's perfect. It's a great issue, and mm-hmm. he's still a huge personality. And, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be really fun. I'm really excited about the issue. Yeah, it should be good. I'm looking forward to it. So that'll be good. And then, yeah, like I said, so you've been doing the – you've been super busy lately. Yeah, just a lot of riding for me. I mean, this weekend was the first time I didn't ride in uh, over, like, I don't know, 14 days. So <laughs> – my old body needs to, to recover. Really? You rode that, that many days? Yeah. Just between shootouts and doing key for ink testing, I had yeah. key for ink stuff between yeah. shootout days, and it was just gnarly. Uh, did you see the news that Niche won Endurocross? Yeah, that's cool. Well, I was stoked vet, for those vet guys. Vet class, right? Vet class? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not a huge it's a support class, but it's still a yeah. good good yeah. showing for them. You they know? won, yeah. yeah, no matter what. And like I said, that, that bike's so fun did, to ride. How did King Kurt get hooked up with those guys? I think he reached out to them. Oh, yeah? Yeah. A lot of guys, when uh, it's kind of funny when we're on the show, a lot of guys hear about it. And then the videos that I shot with the Alta guys, because um, actually Josh Hill hit me up on a DM on my Instagram and said, hey, talk to me about the Alta. And, you know, I gave him the guy's information. And actually, Josh has been riding the crap out of the bike yeah. and got with them. And I think he might try some straight rhythm stuff on it, which will be interesting. Yeah, he's supposed to do that, straight rhythm, right? So um, that'll be crazy. All right. Uh, Let's get right into the uh, NFAB question of the day right now. Before we get into the JGR check-in, we'll do the NFAB question of the day. The NFAB question of the day. N-Fab.com, proudly built in Houston, Texas, USA. Huge warehouse there. Jeep, truck, and SUV parts from steps to bumpers to light mounting solutions. N-Fab, big, big, big part of the JGR team. And the NFAB Ampro uh, off-road Yamaha team of Randy Hawkins. Uh, support the sport. And if you've got a truck, Jeep, or SUV, these guys can help you out. So, Kiefer, here's the NFAB question of the day. I asked you to come up with this yesterday and uh, see where you're at with it. So, you ride. You just rode 14 days in a row. Mm-hmm. Normally, you ride your balls off all the time. Yep. Uh, Kiefer Inc., Dirt Rider, everything else. What are three, four, five, like, greatest inventions slash things that you that you don't ride without, like, in the moto world? Like, just, you know what I mean? Just yeah. things that, like, I know you mentioned one time that the Asterix knee brace socks yep. are the bomb. Right. Give us three, four, five things that you just have to have to ride, or their greatest inventions, or like you wish you would have come up with and invented. Well, when you asked me this, just like you said, the three things that I first came up with was obviously the zero G pant that Astros made a while. So that back. makes your list still. That, that makes, makes that, my top yeah, list. Yeah. Like for people that wear knee braces, yep. no matter how tight you get them, and if you wear knee socks, yep. they slip a little bit. Mm-hmm. And if you're riding all day, you got to f- pull the sun bitches things up. You yep. know, it's just like it's a pain in the ass. Yep. That thing eliminates all that. It, it flops over. Asterix sold new owners, right? So, so what I heard, just I heard this last week. Are you week, worried about them cutting this product? <laughs> well, you can't get it right now. It's right. Okay. So, so I'm, I'm hanging on by my last three pairs. Mm-hmm. So they're going to reopen and do another um, office in Corona. And they got some new ownership. Okay. So that's going to start here probably Will next they month. keep up with the breathe rights? <sighs> that I don't know. Okay. Maybe they spent too much money in that. That's one thing I don't need. Just <laughs> is that. So. It didn't change my life. Just like the stance socks that I bought online with my own money mm-hmm. didn't change my didn't life. Didn't change your life, right? No. Okay. So the so Astro Pant is one of them. Yep. Yeah. Do not ride without it. You're, you're, I do not ride without right. it. Even in the summer. Right. 
Uh, people are like, it's a hot. It's not hot. Feels fine. Yeah. Um, things that I, you know, since me being a part of Dirt Rider and doing testing, riding a lot of bikes, I appreciate. Maybe I'm getting older. Mm-hmm. I appreciate a trunk. Electric starts. Oh. Everyone should have electric start. KTM does it. The bike's still light. There's no reason to kick a damn bike. When you ride an electric start for a day and you mm-hmm. get back on a bike you have to kick, it sucks. So what about this electric start that, that Chad's got going on? That's a Yamaha part, correct? I don't think so. Oh, I thought it was. Like I a don't... Yamaha Europe part. Maybe a Yamaha Europe, like, but or, it's not or, something... Or did Rinaldi come up with it on his own? Yeah, it's not something like you can go into an accessories and the guy can buy. No, no, I, I, I thought... Okay, yeah. Yeah, I think it's something that Europe made and Rinaldi or something that came up with. So Okay. And the next thing... I think that'll be stock. On Yamaha. 18? Yes. They better lose weight somewhere else then. <laughs> because that bike's already heavy enough. Yeah. You know? So, um, another thing I so thought about... Electric start. Electric okay. start. So, the new Honda's going to have it as an uh, as an option? That's going to be an accessory. Uh, so, you buy from your dealer? Yes. And I guess it's not too heavily involved where you got to, like, really... I was going to say, how does that even work yeah. for your cases and everything? Like... I don't know how much it costs right. either. Okay. Um, but what I do hear is... Some dealerships are going to get some electric start accessories and put them on for the showroom so okay. guys can have the option just to buy them like right, that. Right, right. So, which I think is cool. Yep. Um, getting it's not too expensive. God, yeah. it's almost worth it. Right. For 500 bucks, I'd pay it. <laughs> just do it. Let's ask Roxanne about it if he's got it. Oh, he's going to love it. I think Sealy's got it. Everyone's got it. Okay. Like, all those guys got it. Yeah. They don't have a Kickstarter at all on their cases. There's not even one on there. On Hondas? Yes. Oh. It's just pure electric start. Okay. Um, getting a new bike. One thing, first thing I do. See, that's the thing. You can take the idler gear or the, the idle, the, the start gear and the spring and the Kickstarter, and that weighs a lot. Yeah. Throw it away. Right. But then you're adding this. You're adding no, I know, but you're not adding a ton. Like, you can. I don't, I don't, I think what, when we waited a long time ago and you took that stuff off and added the battery with the lithium battery and all that, it added almost three pounds. Oh, still that much? Yeah. Oh. Okay. So you're getting three pounds. Yeah. Um, last thing I thought of, you said five, I only come up with three. Um, when I get a new bike, one of the first things I put on it, and I know they're sponsored the show, but this is the, one of the things I always do is a works connection, clutch, perch and lever. Yeah. It's like the best thing ever as far as making <laughs> your bike feel the clutch is smooth and buttery. Yeah. Um, yeah they, I like the lever shape they have. They've refined their the, the thing over the years, and they've got it just about perfect right now. The, yeah. yeah they, they've made the leather, uh, the lever, a uh, lever. Lever. Canadian. Canadian. Yeah. They've made the lever a little round more rounded off than yes. it used to be. It was squarer back in the day. It was sharp back in the day. Now it has a little is, bit of yes. a, a wider feel to it, right. and it's rounded, so it feels better on your finger, and, mm-hmm. and it makes your clutch just like feel buttery. So those are the three things that I... Wait, there's four, though. There is? Oh, Heather, Heather came Heather, up with one. Heather came up with the fourth. Oh, uh, what was the fourth one that uh, I can't do with that? Um, Loading the bike. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tie-downs. Yeah, I have my special tie-downs that I always use. Okay. You know how your buddy says, can I buy your tie-downs? Yeah. And you never fucking see them ever again. Yeah. yeah. No one touches these tie-downs. What? what? <laughs> They're Ankra tie-downs. Yep. They have soft strap built into them, and mm-hmm. they hook... On the bottom, like when you go to hook at the bottom of the truck, yep. there's a hook, yep. so it can never come off. There's spring, and they got an opening, and yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it just clamps on, boom, you're done. Don't let your buddies borrow your tie-downs. You'll never see them. Okay. So that's it. Yeah. Tie-downs, worst connection, uh, cl- easy clutch perch. Electric start. Electric start. Zero, Zero G, G pants. Pant. That's it. Chris Kiefer. 
That's what my the four go-to. things that he cannot live without uh, on the NFAB question. They end dash fab. That's just straight com. dirt bike stuff, though. We could go other no, places. No, that's all we wanted to go. We, I, that's <laughs> why I, in my text to you, I specified like. Things, dirt, dirt things I couldn't live without motorcycle related. Moto related. <laughs> we already know some of the things that other things that, that you can't. Uh, so that's the n-fab.com question of the day. Four things that uh, Chris Kiefer cannot live without. Electric start, huh? God, it's good. But your boys at Yamaha, they don't have one. I know. It sucks. <laughs> they need to put one on. They do. Uh, Thomas, what's going on? What's your tech question for Kiefer? Hey, Kiefer, I hit you up on Twitter, but you've been driving, so you probably didn't have a chance to answer. But uh, I, have you been a, been able to try out all the new 17 goggles? Uh, not all of them. I just got, uh, obviously, the X-Brand thing I did on Pulp MX and the Scott Prospect. Um, of course, I wear air brakes a lot, and I got the 100%. Uh, and those are the ones I've tried so far. Now, you, uh, like, you like the new X-Brands. I do, and I've been riding with, obviously, the Oakleys, which are a wider goggle, and I like the peripheral that I get with the wider goggle. Um, but if you've never ridden with one, um, you would never know the difference if you're just sticking to the normal frame size. But, yeah, I do like the X-Brand. It, it fits well. Um, it seals to my face good, and the, and the foam's really good. Um, I don't have to put, you know, I have to have Heather go buy the feminine hygiene products to put on the right. the foam. So yep. The... Then the Scott Pros- the Scott Prospect is uh, that in the was, running. Yeah, I think yeah. that was good too. I just think it didn't seal as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it fits it, it fits good. Just the way the the width of the goggle is, it kind of rides low on my nose. And I got a big nose, and I got it like a Rudolph reindeer ball on the end of my nose, so it's kind of big. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just rode a little lower than I like. But that was my only really complaint about it. So what helmets have you worn them in? Oh God, a lot. <laughs> what do you wear? The SE4. Yeah, the X brand fits in the SE4. I've worn EKSBrand.com. I've worn the X brand. The Prospect was a little tight. Goggle of choice, champions. Are um, but it did fit. And actually, the air brake, it didn't seal as well. So Brock Tickle, Freddie Norn. Because because I run the hundred percent now, and I had to take the nose piece out uh, yeah. for the SE4, and I was thinking of switching to either X or. Scott's for next year, but it sounds like the X fits in that helmet the best. Well, it's funny about the X brand, too. I'm the same as you. Every time a goggle comes with a nose guard, I rip it off because it never fits right. And Mm -hmm. I didn't touch the X brand. I never even noticed it, so that's good news for me. Sweet. Use the code, bro. Save it. XBrand.com um, on the, the new goggle. The new app's dropping a lot, by the way. Yeah, that's Travis what that's what, we got corner. a few notes, uh, Trav. What the, what's going on with that? Some people said it's fine. It's very, uh, very hit or miss. I don't know. It's a yeah. server issue because I just tried on the old me. app, too, and it's the same thing. Yeah. So. All right, we're working on it. I'm looking into it. For sure. Thanks, buddy. All right, have a good show, uh, guys. Thanks. See ya. Gear Alloy, Gear Alloy Cold Car, designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on the trend with design and source worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. GearAlloy.com. Uh, go there. Get your truck in gear. Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep. There's a Gear Alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from. So uh, this is the gear I like. Cold call. I figure we'll call Wygant, talk JGR a little bit. He's sad. Kenny Roxon still coming up, uh, and uh, Chris Riesenberg from uh, Race Tech Suspension as well. Uh, so let's call Wygant because he had Johnny Oler's suspension or, or wedding. Johnny Oler's the suspension's uh, wedding suspension guy, <laughs> and we'll call Wygant right now. Gear I like cold call. So maybe they, oh, maybe everyone God. was wasted at the wedding. Recovering. 
I feel like there's 50-50 that he picks up. Get your truck in gear, gearally.com. Hi, yes, it's Jagger home, please. Zero chance that... Wygant. Let's see if he answers the gearally cold call. Hello? Jason Wygant. What's up? Steve Mathis. How are you? Pulp Mech Show. You're live on the air. Whoa. Right now? Yeah, bro. Uh, have you I, talked to DMXS's lawyers about this? No, I haven't. Do I need to clear your appearance on the show with them? Yeah, I, I got a, I got an exclusive deal here. You can't just hone in on that. Yeah, that's why we cold call you, uh, Chris Kiefer in studio from Dirt Dirt Rider Dirt Rider Magazine. Hey, Jason. Oh, Kiefer, what's up, man? Hey, do you know do you know that Dirt Rider's issue coming up? The guest editor is none other than Damon fucking Bradshaw. Did you know that? I'm aware. I even talked to Bradshaw about it at Charlotte GP. It was amazing. Dude. Yeah, it's going to be good, Jason. Wait till you see some of the stuff that he was talking about. It's awesome. Bradshaw. Have you been able to, like, like really communicate and speak to Bradshaw yourself, Kiefer? Oh, yeah. I was kind of, like, oh, nervous wow. at first, too, because, you know, obviously, like, I loved him growing up, so I was kind of, like, starstruck. Is Bradshaw aware of the power that he had over people? Like, he's or is he not. Just some guy that rode dirt bike. Does he know this? He's not. I don't no. think he knows. And he I don't was, think he knows. Was he, I mean... He was like a sex symbol too, right? He was a good-looking kid back in the day. Like, well, I don't know. About We're already into the after wow. dark. <laughs> All right. We're already after dark. There's so much mystery at that whole era. Like, uh, I remember Chad Reed tweeting like two years ago. He's like, "I've been watching some old Supercross races. You can tell Brad chose Mike Soft. He was on a Honda. He probably would have won." And I'm like, "No one knows this. Like, this is this has never been discussed." Mm-hmm. You know, now yep. we would have talked about, we would have had this very show right now had it existed. We would have talked about that a hundred times. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. Well, Bradshaw said, uh, you know, he left, left Yamaha at the end of 96. He got a 96 CR250. He went to Japan. He smoked everybody in Japan at Osaka. But the Manchester Honda thing? Yeah, but, but then he went it was 96. Steel frame. It was a steel frame steel bike. Oh, okay. Then he said, I'll go, all right, I'm going to ride a Honda. And then they came up with the aluminum frame, and that bike wasn't very good the right. first gen. But um, I remember th- he threw a boot at, at Eichel in the in the pits at uh, St. Louis, and it was awesome. It was so awesome. The fire was still there. He was so pissed after practice. Why was Eichel trying to start a riders union? No, yeah, no, that was yeah. Eichel probably was, but he was just bad. Eichel was in the way, and then and then Fernet was teammates with him, and and Fernet was asking him about how to do this one jump, you know, and what what he should do. And Bradshaw was like, "Yeah, you just need to go faster. You just need to go faster." <laughs> There's a part where he talks about uh, Guy Cooper and how he. Every time he got near Guy, he got so nervous because he was always whiskey throttle. <laughs> so he's like, I just wanted to get past this guy as fast as I could and get away from him as fast as I could. It's like I never knew what the guy was going to do. I think that's standard for Coops, right, <laughs> for Guy Cooper. Um, hey, Weege, did you get the uh, the PayPal money from the GoFundMe that we did for the new app? Oh, yeah, it's great. Two bucks. So have you bought in the app or Phil said you were going to use it for, for beer money? Yeah, I haven't bought the app yet. <laughs> so you basically just made two dollars. I do have the money, but uh, yeah, I haven't bought it yet. I don't know. Mm, okay, I mean, he's busy. I don't understand why? Sell me on the app here, Steve. Listen, you've done a great job uh, because of Kiefer's endorsement. I understand the benefits of comfort casing technology. It's not a it's not a marketing gimmick. Uh, it's actually the carcass of the tire itself. Uh-huh. It doesn't roll too much when you're in corners. There's almost like having suspension in your tires. I uh-huh. get it. So there you go. On this app. There you go. Well, because you love podcasts, you do listen to all the podcasts. There's exclusive podcasts that you cannot get anywhere but on the app. 
Tyler, you cannot be doing more than three podcasts a week. Tyler Bowers talks about his early pro years and having sort of being having to go to arena cross, having sort of forced to go into arena cross. And uh, you're just holding out on this. I don't get this on iTunes. Yeah, just short, no, short little podcasts are like thirty minutes long. You're you're greedy, man. Like I want my stuff free. I yeah, no, I, I know. No, I know. How dare you do that? I know. And then there's one about Kiefer and testing. Yeah, in case yeah. you ever want to like learn how to test Weege, you know, it's there. Yeah. Oh. It's an incentive, right? And also very easy to find all the podcasts and search them, download them. You can just punch in somebody's last name if you want to come up with like, hey, I wonder if Mathis ever did a podcast with, um, uh, you know, uh, Ray Somo. You can check Ray Somo and, and come up. Even though I've been given the two dollars for free. Still gonna hurt me that to spend the two dollars that I didn't even earn. Still, still a tough decision. Off the off the way this one over. Hey, so I like the Tyler uh, Bowers podcast idea. Um, hey, so um, uh, thanks for coming on the Gear Ally Cold Call. Thanks for just picking up the phone, by the way. Um, Wait, this is a sponsored thing. Yeah, Gear Ally Cold Call. Yeah. Um, just so someone has to pick up. Like you have to call. You have no choice but to do this every week. Yeah, uh, and yeah. most and most everybody picks up. Uh, Travis, we've had what maybe three or four non no. non answers. I don't even know if that. Well, yeah. I mean, that depends. Do you count callbacks? Uh, no, those guys kind of pick up because they text. I think we've had like one or two, maybe, yeah, where maybe. we just failed right. miserably. Um, hey, did you know, did you hear the news? Uh, Weege, our producer Travis here, he is gonna. Uh, we're working it out. He is gonna go fly to Maryland, and be. He wants to do learn how to do a backflip like Randy Richardson. So, Randy and, and yep, and Travis Pastrana are gonna teach our 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 producer Travis here how to do a backflip. Oh, this is great. Now, can it, can it be mic'd up? Well, yeah, no, no. As, as audio? Yes, we're filming. We're going to do everything. We're, we're doing everything. Yep. Swiss core? Yeah, Swiss core. Yeah. He's going to go. I'm going to make him. Yeah, I got a camera that I bought for okay. big dollars a few years ago. So. The guy that lives 20 minutes from Red Bud and won't even go. Ah, yeah, he's going to get on that plane now. It, a, dude, we could be witnessing. Okay. We could witness Travis dying. I mean, that's money. That's great oh, footage. God. You know? That's not funny to talk about. Travis, the producer. Yeah. Have you yeah. seen his Dune June Dune jump that he did? This Travis, the Travis Pastrana, or the or the producer? Producer Mark, Travis. Producer Travis. You're, you're confusing with the Travis. I know. No, I haven't. No, is it? Is, is he a Dooney? He's on MX Fails, and it is oh, a no. it, it is an epic crash. No. Think, He's made MX Fails. Just think. Just think. You're gonna die. You're gonna ragdoll. Ragdoll. <laughs> that. That's what happens. Oh man! Okay, so there's really life to this. Like he really could. There's really life to the fact that he could die. Yeah, no, there is, and and hopefully he gets the streaming fix before he dies on this backflip. But um, <laughs> it's gonna be great. I can't wait. Pastrana is graciously uh, trying to fit it into his schedule, and uh, it's gonna be epic. So, um, thanks to Randy for hooking it up. Randy Richardson, of course, is, is hooking it all up. So. Um, well, speaking of hookups, I mean, I run the comfort casing technology. Randy hooked me up a set of tires. We were about six months ago. Did you? And I have to say, <laughs> Keeper knows this. The four uh, CS forks and a KTM, which is what I have, Ugh. a little tough. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what was your response there? Yeah, that's so bad. <laughs> I have to say, <laughs> the tires actually did help a little bit. <laughs> like, I'll take anything I can get on those things. <laughs> How often do you ride, Weege? 
This year I was actually doing well. I actually rode once a week for the first probably six months of the year, which I had never done in my life. And uh, then since then I have only ridden once. Because um, I had uh, Mathis's old buddy, Shane Watts, just pounding me seven days a week just on my ass. <laughs> We're going riding. We're going riding. And you don't want to get on his bad side because he's kind of crazy. Oh, yeah. So it just forced me to do it. But then he moved to Australia. So uh, Oh, he moved? He yeah. left? Really? He, he literally is back and living in Australia right now. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, wow. get that podcast going, huh? Yeah, that'd be a good podcast, oh, actually. Watsy's. Watsy's gnarly. Watsy's gnarly, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, gnarly. I, I tell the story all the time. I yeah. personally witnessed him taking a bike out of the crate, being stoked he didn't have to change the pipe because the, the chrome pipes on, came standard on a KTM, so now <laughs> they look like just like his FMF one, and win a GNCC. He, wasn't he the man for several years, too? Like, well, he, was well, he only best. won one title, I think, but he was cause he broke his wrist one year, and then he... I thought he just won a shit ton of races. I, he did win a lot of races, Weege, right? He, but, he was uh, very Pastrana-like. When yeah. he was going, he was very good, but he wasn't going all the time. <laughs> right. he, he made Daytona 125 main event, I think. I think he made Steel City National. He got a national number. He, made, he had a national number once. Yep. Here in, like, 96 or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, so. Anyway, Kiefer... Uh, I, I raced actually two GNCCs this year, and I was trying to figure out, wow, are these tracks just rough as shit, or is the suspension bad? <laughs> I still can't figure it out, and I don't really want to ask in a public forum because it would show that I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Um, so I'll just do it on this call, which I'm sure no one's listening to. No one listens. Everyone uh, listens to DMXS. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It has so something to do with your uh, fork that you're running, probably. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> yeah. I was like, this this is bad, but maybe the track's just rough, and I don't have any other frame of reference. So, oh uh, no, that, I don't know the difference. You said uh, you said the three magic that. letters, and that's all it took for me to understand what you're going through. Well, what's up? My bike is a previous generation. It's a, it's a 14. So, do they improve on these newer ones? No. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> I would say I would say the 14 is actually one of the better years that they had that fork. But, wow. But uh, yeah. So, but you're still screwed. So, what um, about the? Have you ridden the uh, factory edition Air Fork? Is it actually good? Yes, it's better. It, so but it is better. That Air Fork, and I hate Air Forks. Uh, that Air Fork is better than what you're running. <laughs> So it's the only force that you can have that an air fork people feel is over. Right, uh, right. Yes. yes, it's that bad. Um, listen, okay, enough of this. Listen, why again? Oh. The reason oh, we, we got Keith Ron. No, no, no. The reason we the reason we called you is because look, I found out. I think I'm 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 ninety nine percent sure the JGR is switching to Suzuki next year, which is a bit of a shock for me. We knew they were in yeah. talks. Uh, I, didn't I, I didn't think it was going to happen. I didn't think it was going to happen, but I knew there was talks, but. You were at Johnny Oler's, the suspension guy for JGR's wedding, when everyone yep. was hammered. Did anybody drop the news that this is, is going to happen? No, don't forget there was a bachelor party on Thursday night as well. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, so sure. it, yeah, that was until 5.30 in the morning and then, and then wedding. Um, I'm going to uh, – I'm going to say it's very likely. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, I believe it's very likely. Um, the combination of two nights of a lot of heavy drinking, uh, I think – I think I got some insight. Yeah. So, um, so the, when I showed up, actually, Barsha said, oh, thanks. Now that you came to the wedding, I can't do a burnout on a Suzuki in the middle of the aisle or go take pictures. <laughs> now, he says he's joking, 
that was a joke. Right. It wasn't he didn't mean anything to do with it whatsoever. Right. But uh, yeah, I think it's going to turn out um, like you said. I think that's where they're going to go. Which is weird because all year they were shopping for sure. But at no point did they ever indicate it was ever less than a 50% chance of no. going back to Yamaha. And, and as a matter of fact, J-Bone told me it looks like we're going back to Yamaha. They told me that near the yeah. end of the year. Looks like we're yeah. going back to Yamaha. And, and yep. I reported that and I talked about it. And then at some point, Suzuki said, I heard, can you take James with your deal? And apparently Coy was like, no. Coy was like, ha, 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 <laughs> no. Um, did you hear that, Wygant? Did anybody kind of talk to you about that? Well, I think even, um, you know, they like Malcolm has shopped over there, and he wouldn't even be a bad fit, really. No. You know, I assume that in the end, Pike, I think, is coming back. But if you had that second spot to fill, Malcolm's a, a, certainly an option, a good option to look into. Uh, I think it ended so badly with James that uh, it even ended up staining the chance of signing Malcolm, let alone James himself. Right, right. Uh, which maybe isn't fair to Malcolm, but... You know, it wasn't just a James thing from what I've heard. It wasn't just James saying he didn't like the bike and then, you know, they were like, hey, we don't want to pay you this much if you don't want to ride. I think they had a chance to have an amicable breakup, but it didn't end pretty anyway. And I think that's yeah. the man. It's not just yeah. that James came there and didn't do well. Right. It just ended very, very badly getting out of the deal and all that. So, yep. yeah, forget James. They don't even want Malcolm, I think. I mean, I've heard people say they could probably convince Coy of Malcolm. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't think that's even something they were really considering that much. I, I talked to a couple teams that are like, Malcolm's awesome. He seems a lot different than James. He seems outgoing, but I don't want to deal with his dad. Mm. I've, had, I've had people tell me that. I've had people tell me that I just don't want to deal with his dad. Which, Big James, I barely, yeah. I barely talked to him. He seems all right. But, I mean, dude, in this day and age in 2016, with rides, not there's not a ton of rides. Guys are just being like, you know what? I'll go get this guy because I don't got to deal with the drama, you know? So yeah. yeah, you know, and I never, um, I, I try to almost make a point. I don't get too involved with any of the parents. I feel like no. we're a professional sport, and I should deal with the the professionals. And some parents have signed on to be in the public spotlight, but some haven't. So I just, but I, so I just assume none of them are. You know what I mean? Like I don't try to quote them in interviews or, or use them as a source. I don't feel like that's what parents are at the track to do. Mm-hmm. Well, you, um, it's hard so to use them. Last year, clear. Yeah. But I hung out with Big James for the first time this year at Loretta's. I'm like, this guy's awesome. And he was totally yeah. reasonable. I was waiting yeah. to hear nothing but how great Malcolm is or how great James is. No, he was, yeah. was a lot better than I had realized because yeah. most dads, they just drive me nuts because they're so biased against their own kid. But he was actually pretty down the road or middle of the road. Yeah, my dealings have always been cool. He's been funny, been making jokes and stuff. But, yeah. uh, I mean, yeah. honestly, like, I could see it because I could see all these dads. They're all nuts. I'm sorry, yeah. except for Terry Way and Cole Seeley's dad. Yeah. You're all fucking crazy. Right. Tony's back. Tony's cool now. Tony, Tony says he's 50% less crazy. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, yeah. Uh, so that'll be interesting. I think that's a – like, can Barsha get better? Uh, you know, yeah, the Pikes looks like Pikes going back. So he rode uh, for RCH, and he knows the bike well, rode well for them. So more than anything, this is I'm really interested in Barsha. I'm really – Interested to see how this ter- turns out for him. This is the ultimate uh, grass is greener um, situation because usually a rider and, and doesn't get to change brands without changing teams. Mm-hmm. Right. So we, the bike is never the only change, and every rider always thinks, unless he's dominating, right? right? And sometimes even when they are dominating, I got to get off this bike if I can get on. Uh, always, X, yeah, I'll be better. Always, yeah. yeah. You know, Dungey was winning on a Suzuki and looking to leave, 
Um, so it's gone in every direction all the time. So we're, we're going to see. I mean, I've got to assume, since they had a Yamaha offer on the table, and they went with the Suzuki thing, and I don't think Suzuki's flush with cash right now, considering they just canceled one of their teams, that this is why they're making the change. They want to work for Suzuki, and they want to ride Suzuki. So we're going to see. From people, this is a grass is greener situation for sure. From yes. people I talk to, and I'm, I'm, I know some people pretty involved on both sides of this deal. You know but, some people? Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to put this lightly, but the Yamaha deal was better, and JGR wanted out from Yamaha, whether it was the web thing, whether it was the years of not, you know, sort of friction going on. From what I hear, JGR took a lesser deal to go yellow. I, I don't know if that's what you heard, yeah. Wygant, but that's, that's, I believe that. Uh, yeah, I didn't hear that in either direction, but I, like I said, I do think that they... Yep. But it's that grass is a greener thing, so I could see that being the case. Yeah. I haven't heard that either way, but yeah. I could definitely see them saying, we're going to take a flyer on this, and we think we'll be better over here. Although, this is the strange thing, and I'll go back to my technical questions here for Kiefer. Suzuki somehow is the maligned, oh, their bike is old, their bike is old, their bike is old. Well, the freaking bike just won right. the 450 National Championship. I love how Suzuki is much maligned, but here, here are the following riders that are involved with Suzuki, well, up until two weeks ago. They had... Ken Roxon, Travis Pastrana, Ricky Carmichael, James Stewart were all Suzuki people. Right. Like, wow. And then everybody bags on them. <laughs> they have the four most popular names yep. all under their umbrella. And, and the thing but, is, it's, and, and the bike's winning, and everybody thinks they're crap. Yeah. The thing like, is, the, the 450 is actually not a bad machine. Like, the machine itself is good. The chassis is a little bit better. It's still rigid feeling, but some of these guys that, are, that ride professional fa- really fast, they like that feeling of a frame. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know back maybe last year or two years ago they used uh, an older frame, but they some can't. Guy, some guys did, yeah. But they can't really do that now. That's kind of dated out. So, I mean, and just just to go off what you said, Weege, I think Roxon winning on one really influences other riders to say yes, I'm on board because I know it can win because he won on it. No one has won on a Yamaha consistently enough to be like. I'm on board with this bike. This bike is the best bike. We should go here. That's how I feel it is. I, I think you're right. I think you're right. But it's weird. In one breath, you're hearing people say, geez, when is Suzuki ever going to change your bike? It's like the same bike from 07, which is not true. But that's what people say. Right. But at the same time, it's also winning. And I'm like, well, it can't be that bad, old or not. And it isn't. Okay, yes, the plastic is the same. But can you explain that the bike hasn't not changed at all in nine years? No, oh, yeah, they've changed the frame, they've changed some cam timing, they think they changed the ignition. And here's but the, none of that stuff matters for race teams. But. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Everyone thinks the production bike is the same as what those guys are racing. It's so, so far different from the production bike. So it's nothing like what you're going to get, like a guy can go to a dealership and it hasn't changed in six, eight years or whatever. So you can't really Don't compare that. Don't me. That's... Not apples to apples. Um, all right. Hey, so Wygant, uh, what about the second team? Any news from that? I haven't heard anything for a while, but. No, I don't think it's happening. I know that there is a potential right. sponsor out there, but dude, the amount of potential sponsors, new teams coming in, be it a brand or a rich guy, mm-hmm. or somebody going to start a team, dude, these rumors are out there all the time. They never come to fruition. I would. I'll believe it when I see it. That's that's what level I'm going to put that on. They right. definitely had some emails back and forth with a big sponsor that could do it. Mm-hmm. But, dude, we actually, as I was joking about this, I think somebody brought up 
MDK. Like when you get Mark Kwame, who's like, what is he, like the 50th richest guy in the country? Right. And he did it and it didn't even work and he left. Yeah. That's all you need Dude. to know. These things usually don't work. And yeah. that's what I've been saying on this show over and over. Like Mike Genova, you say what you want about him, but we need that type of guy in the sport. And they, these guys come yeah. in, they look around at the promoters and what they get back for their money and they go, I'm out. I'm out. Like, yeah, you know, good. and and it's a whole other topic, and, and we could talk about it for another hours, and we do on this show. But we really want to get the ex Brown Gongo tariff segment going with you, Wygant. That's that's one of the big reasons. So let's get that rolling. Wait, I'm double segment. Yeah, you're double segments. You're double uh, dipping. The yeah. X-Brand tear-off segment. Double dip weed. Uh, x the goggle of choice of champions everywhere. EKSBrand.com. Use the code Pulp16. PulpMX16? Pulp16? What is it, Trav? Do you remember? I don't. Okay. Uh, I'll look at it. Look at the new app. The code's under the, there. You can save money. Brand new goggle. EKS-S goggle. Outriggers. Nose piece. Kiefer even likes it. Rock Tickle wore it near the end of the national. So, um, Pulp Show 16. Pulp Show 16 is the code to save. So uh, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Weege, are you familiar with him? No, I've never heard of a Corey Moser. No, I'm no. not familiar. Yeah, I haven't either. But uh, he submitted these questions in. They're, they're rapid fire questions and need to be answered real quickly. And uh, so let's let's do this, Weege. All right, let's go, Travis. Steve, what media outlet is guilty of reposting your breaking news and ne- neglecting to give you credit? There you go. They all are. All of them. I got that question on Twitter. Dirt Rider. Maybe not Dirt Rider. <laughs> <laughs> I don't follow Dirt Rider to be honest. I probably should. What a I dick. don't think I do. No. Really? Weez, did you, did you see my tweet about this? Like, no. I feel like like I feel like I break a lot of news. The canard thing. Mm-hmm. I think I was first on uh, this. Just JGR Suzuki thing. I feel like I was. The, yep. I, I break a lot of news. Uh, not always right. I did write Bogle was going to Chia, Chad Reed's team last year, but a lot of times I'm right. I have some good scoops. Toot toot. Yeah. And I feel like n- the other media guys should jump on this and be like, as per Pulp MX. But no one does. No one does. No that. one does. No. No, never. Although you got mad, but one time we said, as per Trans World, and you got pissed that we said that instead of crediting you. I can't remember what that was. Because was I think this year where you got mad that we credited. Because we tried to do that if we posted on the Racerex site and we're not the first, we yeah. actually credit. And if you were mad, we didn't credit you. Right. Right. Anyway. So, um, anyways, I just feel like. Yeah, anyway, there's no professionalism, and there's barely journalism, and there certainly isn't professional journalism in this sport. No one even knows to do that, A. Yeah, and I know. Second of all, I was listening to, uh, I know he's a reactive failure and all, but I was listening. They were all mad. There was this big controversy in certain NASCAR of like uh, one of the big teams is switching brands next year, and they're like, what are they going to do, the drivers? Or, do they want to stay, or are they, they don't want to stay? Well, how's this all going to work? And then someone was ranting and saying, listen. One reporter hearing another reporter say something and repeating it doesn't mean you have, like, multiple sources. You're just all regurgitating the same rumor, which might be wrong all along. Like, just because you heard someone else say it doesn't mean it's true. You know, you should check yourself sometimes. I agree, but that doesn't have to do with this in this topic, I don't believe. Well, I'm just saying, okay, for example, okay, let's say you ended up being wrong on the JGR Suzuki deal, and you probably won't be, but I'm just, for instance, well, there's a good chance you're going to say it. And then two other people say it also on their Twitter. And now it seems unbelievably real because you're like, I just read three different Twitter accounts. Right, right, yes. But they're really just copying you. It's not three people, it's one. So that's the that's the dangerous game you play when you just start assuming one dude is just all right well I guess that's just true. I mean does it it fits our bill. I mean look, when when something happens does does a writer really give credit 
to where it's due uh, or if something's is, wrong? Or? I, I just feel like – Good point. I just feel like yeah. just give me some credit. for. I, I do it. I say, hey, I heard this from Anton. Yeah. I, heard, I heard this from – uh, Chase at Stallo said this, or whatever. I do that. I do that quite a bit. I feel like uh, you know, JT said this, um, you know, or, or whatever. Yeah, it needs so. to happen. It needs to happen. Yeah, if you look, just look at the crawl on the bottom of any um, sports station, ESPN or, or whatnot. If they're not the first, they are almost compelled. They have to do it per yeah. Fox so, Sports One, and you know it kills them to type that into their own news feed, but they have to. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I guess, yeah. I don't know. It's something I thought about. Yeah. Who cares? I don't need the credit or whatever. I get it. I, you know, people pay me well to to report on the sport, but be nice once in a while. That's a lot longer than thirty seconds. So, all right, Sorry. Travis, go ahead. Kiefer, what is the best off-season rumor or gossip that you've heard? Mm, that Roxon's going to wear shift, and Chad's going to wear Fox, and they're going to swap. Um, per each year, they're going to swap. That's the rumor right here. Really? Yep. You really heard that? I really heard that, and actually from someone that I thought would actually well, not Chad's, BS. Chad's only got probably one more year, the most, too. So. And I heard this was a restructure. Like, that's what they want to do. They want to put their two top riders, or one of their two top yeah. riders, in different well, sets of gear remember, each, each year. Guys are switched. Yep. Guys are went shift to Fox. So. All so. right. Never heard that one. As reported by Chris Kiefer. So if, you, if so, it happens, I, yeah. Yeah. If it doesn't, right. shit. Weege, who would have the best chance of landing a backflip to dirt? Steve, Kiefer, Travis, or yourself? David Iser, DMXS Radio, already did it. So suck it, Pulp MX. Ooh. He did? Iser did a backflip? Yeah, he did years ago. Long time. We sent our, our guy Langer, our magazine designer, and him, and uh, he figured it out. I can't remember if it was to dirt, though. It might have just been in the foam pit days. Doesn't count. Yeah, we're uh, doing it to dirt. My bad. Yeah. My bad. I've done to foam. I've never done to dirt. But I guarantee you, Dune Goons would be the best. He already, we can see he already sends it. So. <laughs> All right, next question. Steve, coming off his Canadian championship, where do you see Davey finishing in Supercross this season? Well... I mean, fifth or sixth, I think. Yeah, fifth or sixth. If he stays healthy, that's always the question with Davey. But he was good this year, man. People forget. He got hurt at Daytona. So that's like, what, round eight, round nine? Um, he was good. So, Kiefer, where does beating Travis Preston in a hoverboard race rank in your racing accomplishments? <laughs> uh, it's top five. Anytime I beat Travis, is, it's a good time. <laughs> Did you hear that podcast I did with him? Yes, I listened to it. He just leaks Yamaha out. It was hard to do it. Oh, I know. It was just talking so much Yamaha. Yeah. <laughs> he actually, uh, to his credit, the other night I asked him, like, we were talking about doing an 85 test, and I go, oh, should I get a Yamaha or a Husky? And he actually praised the Husky because it has power valves. Oh, okay. So Wow, okay. Yeah. Look, look at that. All right. Weege, which Martin brother will have the biggest positive impact on their race results with their new team next season? Uh, that means the rider getting better or helping their team get better? Uh, I'm guessing the rider. It's Corey Moser. Yeah. Uh, question. Yeah, it's Moser. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll still put my money on, on Jeremy. I mean, Alex has been great this year, and I think you could argue that he did better than Jeremy this year outdoors, but uh, I think it was a down year for Jeremy, so I think he'll have the most to – to improve like if i was alex i would just be pumped if you could stay where you are right now um but if you're jeremy this season is not i'm sure the way you want next season to go 
So oh, I'll put uh, it on Jeremy. All right. Uh, by the way, when you were good, yeah. inter- good interview with yeah. Jeremy Martin today on the site on Racer X, but while you were doing it, did you hear like a little in the background as he as he was tap dancing around your answers, around your questions? It was a brilliant move on his part to to not to praise the new team. With basically saying what the other team didn't do, yeah, without actually yeah. saying the other team didn't do it, he was like, good. Yeah, really glad to have a family atmosphere here <laughs> and get along with people well here. Here, <laughs> um, yeah. And the, the best was when he said, like, it seemed like when other riders won, they were much happier than when I won. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a. It was you a, get the gist of it when it you. It was read a it. bad deal over there. There's no doubt, but. Um, yeah, I, that tent in the back that everybody talked about, I thought they had an easy out to just say, hey, there's five riders on the team, that's a lot, there's not much room. Yeah. But, um, no, he pretty much said that was for him. That wasn't just a team thing, that was a him thing. Yeah, he he did a nice job in those answers. He danced around it, very politically correct, yet still sort of giving us something. Yes. You know? Yeah, so. Yeah. No, it was good. I, I really was afraid he was going to give the, I just needed a change and leave it at that. But he didn't, I think mm-hmm. he had enough on his chest that he had to get off. He told me a couple times this summer, like, I can't tell you what I really think before I hit record. And I'm like, okay, that's yeah. fine. Like, that's fine. Well, I'd actually talked to him, like, a, like a, maybe a month ago. Mm-hmm. Not, not really for an interview, just seeing what was going on. And then when we did the interview, he wasn't nearly as fired up anymore. And he honestly said that going to Glen Helen and kind of getting a fresh start with the new team and he's happy mm-hmm. has kind of, he's not as angry now. So that might have right. made the interview a little bit less aggressive. Right. All right, next question. Steve, who do you think will be the fastest rider to not have a ride next season? Uh, Jake Weimer. I don't know where Jake fits in. He's going to SMX Cup this weekend, so maybe if he dominates that. Um, I see Bogle, Tickle, they're good. Pike's good. Dino, I, Dean? I, think Dean gets, Dean? I think Dean gets something. I don't know what, but I think... Dean gets something, right? Genova something? No? Genova is pretty much on Mike and, and Vince again. There's nobody else, really? I mean, I don't know how much more he uh, wants. And Brayden? What about Brayden? I just see Brayden. I keep hearing a okay. lot of confidence out of the Brayden camp that they've got something good going. <laughs> a lot of confidence. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Brayden looks good on a Honda. He looks way better on a Honda, dude. Um. I feel like Brayton's ahead of Weimer, and I feel like Dino's ahead of Weimer, so Jake will be the one when the music stops without a chair. I disagree. I feel like Brayton's the better one of all of them. What do you mean the better one? I think a Supercross ride. I didn't say anything. That I he said, said best rider who's not with the ride. I think Brayton gets something. That's what I mean. Okay. I think Brayton gets something. I think Dino gets something. Then- Vogel Tickle gets something. The best rider without a ride will be Weimer. That's what I think. That would suck for Jake, but honestly, that would be awesome overall because that means that these four or five other guys did get a ride. I'm not even sure of that. Yeah, no, I know, right? I know. Like, I'm really worried for, say, like Dean, just to pick one. I, I don't know. What's going to happen? It's brutal, man. Um, yeah. I don't think Weimer goes back to Tedder either. I don't, in talking to him, I don't think he goes back there. So. Hey, you know what's a sneaky, underrated move? What? Blake Baggett getting on with BTO. That was a br- brilliant move on his part. Like, in the end, the team he was on collapsed, 
and he isn't in this free agent parade like everybody else. Like he, I don't know if he went cheap or just was aggressive to get his deal done early. That's but he hedged his bets just right. No, that's what it was from what I heard. He he was aggressive to get it done for a good price. Yeah, and, sweet. And they, good move on his part. And Forrest Butler had talked to, to, to Bogle's agent and talked to different people, and 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 Bre- Baggett came in and was like, I'll do this for this, and they, good, you're good, and that's it. Yeah, So good for him. All right. All right, next question. Kiefer, what was the last time you watched a moto movie and the last time you watched a porn movie? Moser, bro. He sets it up so easy for me. It's like, yeah, you like that? So bad. Uh, moto movies. Like, what's a moto movie nowadays? Is it on, you know, Racer X? Is it on, what's a movie consist of? Like, is it a one that you DVD, Moto 8? I mean, I watch videos all the time, every day online moto videos. I watch a porno maybe once every other day. <laughs> Once every other day? Yeah. Oh, wow. When you, That's some serious... Uh, uh, when you take care of your problem that you have, uh-huh. what do you do? Do you go fan favorites or you go straight to, to P-Hub? P-Hub? Oh, Pornhub? Yes. <laughs> Is that free? Yes. I may have to go start going to P-Hub more. <laughs> right. I, I don't know. I think I'm interested now, too. T- yeah. Today's hottest videos, you click on that and you're good. He knows the site by heart. Yeah. If there's anything Great. over one million Every views. Every other day? If there's anything over one million views, it's a good video. Okay. All right, everybody. Chris Key for Dirt Rider Magazine. Learning more as we go along. All right, next question. Uh, Weege, who would make a good replacement for Irv? Rest in peace. <sighs> He's a rapid fire. This is tough. Um, well, again, keeping my theme here, uh, my buddy Kevin Kelly will be announcing Monster Energy Cup. So, uh, good luck, Kevin. We'll see where you end up in the future. Oh, you think he might have it? You think he might get it? Yeah, I think he's in the running for it. I don't think that it can't be a coincidence that they're having new people try things at Monster Cup. I can't imagine it is. I thought they already found a guy, to be honest. I heard they did. I guess yeah, not. This is the classic one person hears it, and this just goes back to that tweet thing I was talking about. I did hear that, too, back like Loretta's time. I heard some RC car announcer. So that could be true, but mm-hmm. I only heard it from one person. That doesn't mean it's... How could you not? How could you not say Bidus? No offense to Kevin Kelly, but I mean, it just stops and stops, stops and stops yeah, with Bidus. I, I love Bidus. I mean, absolutely. Bidus. Actually, the first guy I really announced with, like Kevin and I have been friends even longer, but I didn't announce with Kevin. I announced with Bidus in the Nationals when I first started. Bidus is awesome. But uh, he's got the pipes. For whatever reason, he's got the they knowledge. Got new dudes at Monster yeah. Cup. I don't know why. Right. Can I go off of this a little bit? Yeah. David Bailey's on Enduro Cross again, okay? With, with Wygant. Okay, yes. I love David. Well, just one week. I love Last it. was at the Vet Donations. Okay. And I, I, yeah. nothing with Jeff and Ralph. Oh, I like Jeff oh. and Ralph, but how come we don't have David back? Why is David you, not there? You started saying this. Yes. I listen to David talk, and as a writer, he makes so much sense. Like, okay. he, he, it's great. Like, to me, he's way better of a writer's perspective than Jeff. Anybody? What do you got? I like Jeff. You'd rather have Jeff than David? No, that's just the standard. I'm not going to say anything. Answer that we give. Okay. That's when, I, when I was asked to criticize Irv, that's the answer as well. Just ask JT. So you're Jay Martin me. Yeah, let me just tap dance. No, Bailey's awesome. I will say, from my own personal experience, um, for a couple of years, David was doing some of the nationals with me. And unfortunately, I think for him, the travel is just so 
Right. It just sucks so bad. Yeah. But I don't think he's he's up for um, you know whatever it'd be twelve weeks in a row or seventeen weeks in a row, and that really sucks. That that something that that not his actual performance is a factor. But I think he hates traveling that much, which I don't know how these guys do it. To be honest, that's terrible. I did you like David, Steve? I like David. I like Fro, but I think GL might be my favorite. Okay, uh, yeah, GL's good too. GL is. I feel like GL puts it out there. He lays his balls out a little bit, and I like that. I agree with that too. You know? Hey, I like Bailey so much. In like '94, when he first started announcing, like I was 16 then, and that's when I was really starting to start getting into other things besides motocross. And then they put him on the shows. And all of a sudden, I got much more into it again because all of a sudden he was telling me things that I didn't even know were happening that were really intriguing. Right. I, I give him full credit. Like I don't even know if I would be doing what I am doing now if it wasn't for hearing stuff from his perspective. David's good, absolutely. Yeah. I just I think yep. I think I like GL the best. I do, and no slight to those two guys. No, I like GL too, um, and and I like Jeff too. I just I listen to Dave and I'm like, God, there's so much insight there, and I really like yeah. hearing that. You right, know, right. so. Yep. All right. Uh, is that it? That's it, Travis? That's it. X-Brand goggle tear-offs. Best goggle around. EKSBrand.com. All right, Weech, we're going to let you go. Thank you for your time. Appreciate it. Um, Can you give me the app for free now that I did two sponsor segments of the show and let me keep the $2? Yes. I mean, I really hooked yes, it up I can. Yes, I can. And, and X-Brand. I really hooked it up. Yes, oh I can God. give you the app for free. I'll send you a code. <laughs> Oh, this is awesome. So look look you what you did. Look what you've done. You just wear people down. It's, just, it's great. It's just, you're just gritty. You're just, yeah, you just wear people down. Hey, one more story. So at the wedding last night, there was like an hors d'oeuvre table, and me and Phil were just, like, we never let, got with, with beyond three feet of that hors d'oeuvre table. Just with, <laughs> with two ticks, just stabbing meatballs. <laughs> Uh, Just killing that free hors d'oeuvre table. God, you guys. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Phil, Phil did not have his girlfriend at the wedding. Nah, I sent her home. Uh, really? Oh, man, Jeez, Phil. Phil. Flights are expensive, bro. <laughs> they are. They are. Uh, all right, well, again, thanks for picking up. As always, thanks for talking some moto. Appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, I'm sure. See you, Weege. All right. See you guys. Yeah, see you, Keeper. See you. Jason Wygant from RacerX Online, uh, Gear Alloy Cold Call, GearAlloy.com. Get your truck in gear. You know what? Weege huh? wasn't great either when he first started announcing. No? I didn't think so. Okay. And then he's, he's grown on me. All right. Um, he, he's pretty good. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Zach, what's happening? You've been on hold for a bit. What's going on? Yo, can you hear me? Yeah. All right. So, first off, Bought the app. Mm-hmm. Support you guys. Support to sport. First live show I listened to, and this some bitch ain't working. But I'm gonna hang tough. Uh, but anyways, so you're talking last show about all the crazy shit Rockson said. Yeah, and so, how that's gonna blow back. Well, okay, we're, so. not, we're not sure if it's gonna blow back, but we think yeah, we think he's gonna get a talking to. Well, you guys have probably heard these kind of stories, but I know other people haven't. So, a friend of mine. Uh, I'm not going to say his name because it's not all finished yet. Uh, factory, amateur, Yamaha rider, A rider, uh, race supercross from like 04 to 09. Does a little graphics coming on the side. He was a pretty fast dude, but does graphics coming on the side. Well, just as shits and giggles, he sends me a rendering of a Yamaha or a 
17 Honda with Red Bull graphics and a number 94. And he's like, dude, what if this is what Rockin's Bach looks like? And I'm like, oh, that looks cool. So he shares it, you know, being like ex-Supercross bro, he's got like a pretty good following on social media. So this thing just spreads like wildfire. And all these like European places are posting it. All like these vital fags are posting it. <laughs> so two days later, a 35-page affidavit from American Honda to cease and assist all issuing of this picture. It wasn't trying to sell graphics. He wasn't trying to do anything like that. But a 35-page affidavit from so American Honda. So it was really the it was. Well, I'm just confused about where he got the photo from, or was it a mock-up? No, no, yeah, it was just that's what he does. He does graphics and graphic design stuff. So oh, he okay, so he, he you know, just like a render. Ah, okay, so it wasn't he really posted, the. Yeah, it wasn't really the way the bike was going to look. It was just right. what he thought it was going to look like. Right, right. right. And, he, and he even knew. He like When we were talking, he was like, well, it's not going to look like that. He was like, because Honda's not going to put Red Bull on the bike. Yeah. He was like, but I think it'd be cool. So he posts it on wow. his graphics like Instagram. Oh, Honda. They tell him that he's facing, that he'll face fines up to two and a half million, which was like, <laughs> it was like, it was like $15,000 for every time the image was posted. And they had copied all these like, all these posts from Instagram where people had just shared wow. it and he never tried to sell it or anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Graphic wow. Yeah. I mean, no, Honda's got rights to their image. They can, that seems a little extreme, but, uh, yeah. I think most of that was just scaring. Oh, scaring for sure. Yeah. 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 You guys know him. You guys know, I mean, I'm not going to say his name cause it's not all done, but I mean, he's pull, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of videos of him pulling whole shots on Timmy and, RC and Stu. Well, he's, there's he's, um, he was a bad th- dude. There's no chance that uh, that Honda would actually go through with that. You know what I mean? No. Like right. that, they just they've got that. Yeah. little fish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Good luck getting 35 million from a graphic. But, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no kidding. That's what I told him. I was like, I was just like, and then they their last thing was to uh, reserve or, or turn over all rights of the artwork to them, and then they would end everything. That was the that was the last I'd heard of it. Huh, uh, that's so. funny. I. Uh, yeah, yeah, that'd be funny to get. But uh, yeah, that's I don't know. Well, I'm going to talk to Roxon about like I almost got fired from Rox sharing a Roxon photo. So we'll talk about that a little bit when we get Kenny oh, I on. I did hear that too. Yeah, but yeah, um, but yeah. So um, good story though. Yeah, it's funny. But yeah, yep, yep. Thanks, buddy. All right, guys. All right, see you. Yeah. Uh, be checkers. What does that mean? What, what did you say? Oh, huh? Travis. S- sorry, I meant Reisenberg. Oh, he goes by checkers online. I, and I thought I had said it earlier, and then I realized I hadn't actually said it. I know. Sorry. <laughs> Dude, you're rattled because the app doesn't work. It's just the stream in general. What's it's, going it's on? It's not app-specific. It's. But, it's okay, I got the stream here. It hasn't dropped once. No, I know. Yeah. I know. Trust me. We've been through this. Okay. It's it's not app-specific. It's the right, server Someone said they're going to kick you in your uterus. I know. That's pretty funny. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get Chris on from Race Tech. <laughs> We're working on that, people. I know. Fuck you. That's what you want to tell Travis, and I get it. We thought we fixed it. We're working on it, though. I don't get why it worked great for a long time, and now it doesn't, and our server company doesn't know why either, but that's neither here nor where. We'll, we'll fix it. Moto8, motothemovie.com. Go there. Check it out. Please, uh, we're coming up to you with um, Chris Riesenberg from Racetech. Uh, Chris Kiefer, uh, brought to you tonight on the show by uh, Hot Cams. Hotcamsinc.com. At checkout, type in a discount code, Hotcams2016. Hot cams unleash the power within. 
Easy deal Kiefer to change a cam, alter your power on your four stroke. Uh, the leader in design and development of high performance dirt bike camshafts. Hot Cams is a proud sponsor of our show and a lot of privateers and teams use them in the pits. Hell, if you got an RMZ250, you might want to get a little more aggressive cam. <laughs> want to get some of that. <laughs> want to get a little more aggressive cam. Get hot. Yeah, and uh, also to uh, the folks at uh, Downey, Honda, uh, the great guys. They've been helping me out with uh, a brand new Ridgeline, and I love it. I love this thing. If you are a Pulp MX listener and, you've, and you drive a Honda, uh, make an appointment with the service department. Uh, mention Pulp MX and get a free oil change. Wow. Free oil change. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, the 5 Freeway and the 605 Freeway meet. Over 1,000 new Hondas in stock, over 1,000 used cars. They will give you the best deal on a new Honda, whether it's an Accord, uh, a Pilot, um, uh, a Ridgeline, a uh, CRX. Um, CRX. They don't make those anymore. Not CRX. A CRV. Sorry. Okay. CR CRXs were cool, CRXs though, were dude. cool back They were the cool. I wanted one bad. Uh, no. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, just contact uh, those guys at Downey Honda and uh, ask for Steve down there. He's a sales manager, and they will give you a great price. Uh, so the, we help we help, thank them for coming on. And a free oil change if you drive a Honda. Mention Pulp MX. So anywhere, uh, 5 Freeway, 605. So they service a lot of different uh, counties, and uh, we thank those guys. Uh, and a guy named Robert, listener from Robert, drove down from Redlines to buy a Ridgeline uh, a couple weeks ago. Me so. and Heather laughed at you when we pulled up today. Why? Because your license plate's already on. What's, this, what's from the old one? What am I supposed to do? Just leave the paper plates on for a while, dude. Oh, because of the ticket? It's, it's a new deal. It's oh. a new truck. Let it be new for a bit. You put the plates on, it's not new anymore. I Come on. I, Everyone knows this. I, I don't. What's the deal? I, well, first of all, my license plate. The last three numbers of my license plate is TFV, Tim Ferry Victory. Okay. Oh my god. So that's why I put them on there immediately. Oh. It's something I okay. Now about. it all makes sense. That's, that's Tim Ferry Victory TFV. That's yeah. the first thing we noticed when we pulled up. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, hey guys, race tech suspension's been a big part of our show for a number of years now. These guys have been on board with us, whether it's the Racer X podcasts, uh, the Steve Mathis show, or or this Pulp Mech show. The guys at Race Tech have been on. Uh, Kiefer has been using Race Tech here and there, and uh, along with a lot of the top uh, privateers out in the sport. And uh, so we're happy to have Chris from uh, from Race Tech. Chris Riesenberg, what's up, Chris? How are you? Uh, I'm doing wonderful. How are you guys? We're good. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, I must be on pulp talking Tim Ferry and Ridgelines. I, I feel like uh, <laughs> you're home. <laughs> welcome, <laughs> welcome to the show, bro. Uh, hey, first of all, thanks for all the support Race Tech gives us. Gives us. We are going to give away a free uh, oil change, fork and shock oil change, um, uh, Chris, and that's awesome by you guys for doing that. So, what we want to do? Just. Two callers right now. Get them, uh, Travis. Put them on hold. We'll, we'll get to them in a little bit. But two callers, 702-586-7857. are going to battle out for this free, what is this thing, probably four, dollars $500, Chris, value? Um, it's, I guess, 100 bucks an end and then plus fluids and then if wear parts need fixed or, or changed. So something yeah. like 300 bucks. Okay, something yeah, like so exactly. So, uh, and again, I say this all the time, like, get your oil changed, everybody. Like, yeah. seriously. Right. You don't need to get a revalve or, you know, and all this kind of stuff. I get that if you don't want that. But just service your suspension. If nothing else, that's all. Yeah, it's so. amazing how much difference just fresh fluids and quality fluids, too. That's the thing that a lot of people don't realize is every fluid isn't created equally. And uh, when it comes to, like, fiction and stuff, which is going to control traction and then a quality fluid will make a huge, huge difference. As right, well as, right. you know, withstanding heat. You know, if you're doing any law, you know, like that, you know. You need something. Oh, no, you're breaking up. Bad connection. You, you there? Cell phones are rad, huh? Yeah. Um, Is that yeah. Right now? Um, hey, so, um, look, Kiefer. Um, yep. 
The only air fork, like you talked about with Wygant, that you decently like is the WP fork. Yep. So the Racetech uh, air fork, the spring conversion on the Showas. Yes. It's a way to go. <laughs> yeah, we did some stuff that with Dirt Rider, and it was uh, the guy who was riding the bike did a long haul for us, and he says, man, it just felt like I was back at home. Had some front end traction again. And I wonder what the, uh, I wonder what the OEMs think of that. Oh, uh, they're going to go back. You think? I think so. Yeah, Honda's already done it on the 450. Yep. Anyway, yeah. Yep. Uh, Chris, how's that going? How's that service going? Uh, oh, it's going really well, really well. It's really popular. And, I mean, the thing is, is how often do you hear guys say, I miss my spring forks? A lot. Quite often, <laughs> quite a bit. And how often do you ever hear someone say, man, I really wish I had air forks? It's really not that often. Yeah. And whether it's the feel, you know, and it really is just a different feel. There are guys out there that get along great with the air fork. We do a lot of revals on air forks, and guys are happy. But there's definitely guys like uh, Kiefer and, and the water riders that they just they miss the spring. And then, mm-hmm. you know, and then just the guys that don't want to deal with the air, air. You know, if you have a an SFF fork and you have a seal go out, your day's done. And yep. that's, that turns a lot of guys off as well. So, um, what, uh, so how's, how, well, I guess probably the biggest thing for race tech is just probably oil changes, right? Revalves, oil changes. That's the number one thing. Like, how's the motor department doing? And how's this conversion kit doing? What sort of stuff are you killing it at? Well, really, Racetech is a, it's an R&D company more than anything. So sell, sales of springs, gold valves, tools, parts, that side of things is yeah, I guess so, right? the yeah. main yeah. part of the business and what really keeps it going. I mean, we look at our service department as, as kind of an R&D and marketing department. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, we have some customer work that goes through it, but that's not really the, the bread and butter for us. So um, we want to develop stuff in-house and then be able to sell it to our, our dealers and centers, which our centers are doing amazing right now. And you know, that's why we're pushing our seminar really hard right now, because those are our potential customers, you know, moving forward into the future is we want to develop parts and products for them. And they can be the guy that deals with with their customers. And that way that, you know, if I deal with the dealer, I'm dealing with one dealer mm-hmm. and that's going to give me 100 riders. You know, they're going to deal with 100 riders. Whereas if I deal with everyone in house, I have to deal with, you know, thousands of people. Right. So um, yeah, the, the, I guess the suspension, uh, uh, the the service centers. It's a really good idea by Paul back in the day to set that up. I mean, it's basically like, hey, we're here for you. If you, you do suspension in Illinois, you do suspension in Georgia, whatever it is, uh, become a race tech service center, and basically you guys will help them along with the process, right? Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, it sounds crazy, right? Because most people, they want to hide their set. Exactly. And Paul's giving yes. them all away. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, but it works out well, and we're doing the same thing now on the engine side, and that's what the engine department's all about is, Again, we'll go in, we'll do the R&D stuff, and if you have an engine that works really well, we'll actually put it on our flow bench, and all that stuff's confidential to you, and then we can tell you how to match that by, by flow map, or port mapping it, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, my lack of technical uh, knowledge is coming out being, I'm the high-five and handshake guy, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you're, a, you're a rider, dude, it's cool, we get it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, but the engine stuff's definitely going and growing, and uh uh-huh. You know, we're pretty pretty excited about the stuff that we're doing. And, you know, we're not necessarily focused on building an $8,000 engine, which are definitely out there in common right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're working more on something that will last a little bit longer. And, you know, it works great for some of our privateer guys, for instance, that we work with a lot. And for most of your local racers, I mean, they're not rebuilding their bike every weekend, and they want something competitive still. Right. You know, for for instance, like during the outdoors, uh, Brandon Cher had a had a full built engine that was really really good. He loved, and he had the thing blow up on him with I think it was at Millville that it went out on him, mm-hmm. and didn't have the money to necessarily 
fix it back to the way it was. So we did his practice bike engine up and just did porting and a valve job on it. And he said it was really, really close to his full race engine. And keep in mind, that's, you know, an under a thousand dollar engine yeah. that we put in his bike versus, you know, what, six, eight thousand dollar engine that was probably in there prior. So, yeah. Huh. You know, that's, you know, that's in a 250F at a national. That's, that's pretty big. You know, I mean, he was scoring points on the thing. And I'm not saying it's the fastest engine yeah, ever yeah. out there. Yeah. But, but it's competitive. For and, 90% of the people listening to this thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kiefer, what, what kind of, what bikes do you think benefit from suspension revalve, springing, spring, proper spring rates, revalve? Is there? Um, honestly, Suzuki yeah. would be one my first choice to get something done really quick. <laughs> something done real quick. Um, and also, obviously, a Kawasaki. Yeah. Those two bikes seem to be the most finicky to set up and hard to set up. So, like I said, we had a Kawasaki with Racetech spring conversion kit in it, and it was really good. Um, but yeah, those two bikes seem to be the most um, difficult to set up. Right, right. Uh, is that something that you find, Chris, too, uh, in your dealings? Um, well, it was the KTM 4CS forks. Yeah, yeah. The Huskies. <laughs> you know, those things definitely needed some work. And I mean, unfortunately, they needed so much work. It was a really expensive revalve, but it was it was better than the replacement, which we do offer, like the WP kit, cone valve stuff through the shop, where a WP center and stuff, which yep. is cool. But a lot of guys, that's not in their budget. Um other than that, it's not just so much the model of the bike, but it's the rider. You know, if you find someone that's extremely light or extremely heavy, yeah, um, or fast, or you know, yeah. just yeah, you know, depending on how the bike's set up stock, sometimes the faster guys need it more, sometimes the slower guys need it. And when we go in and revalve, it's all about personalizing the setup more than more than anything. Because on you know the OEMs, they're trying to set a bike up for everything from a hundred hundred pound rider to you know, a 300 pound rider and a C rider to a, you know, at least a local expert. And mm-hmm. they don't know what they're going to do with the bike. So we at least can personalize it for them. And it, it makes our job a little easier than theirs. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, it's, um, it's been good. And the four CS stuff, I mean, obviously it's not on the new current model stuff anymore, but it's going to still be around. A lot of people are going to own those bikes. And yeah. Kiefer, does the KTM guys, when you talk to Sleater or Mo or any of these dudes, Moen, Moen, probably not. Cause he doesn't talk and wouldn't admit it. Do they know this fork sucks balls? Uh, they know it's because not. you're not the only dude. Yeah, who no. says this. they're aware of that's not the best fork, and that's one of the reasons why they were so excited about going air fork. And okay. when they told me that, I was like, "Oh shit, great!" Right. But right. once I wrote it, yeah. I was like, "Oh wow, yeah. it's really good." Because literally everybody I've talked to, every privateer, every uh, guy in the pits, they're like, "This fork blows." Yeah, and we even talk about with some of the KTM. KTM guys is their even older fork, their open bath fork, yep. was better than the 4CS yeah, yeah. fork. Which is so. basically a copy of a KYB from right. back in the day. Yeah. So they're, they're aware of it, and they said there's ways to make it good, but there really wasn't unless you had some <laughs> different internals in <laughs> right, there. Right. So, uh, yeah, that, that, I guess that's kind of like what KTM's answer was for a cheaper version fork, kind of like what the Japanese are doing with air forks, because that's a cheaper fork. So maybe that was their their cheaper version. Hey, we still have springs and it still works, you know, because mm-hmm. a lot of times that's what the Japanese are pitching. Hey, you're getting a lighter fork, you're getting more adjustability, you know, get the same amount. The MSRP is yeah. the same. Yeah, so yeah. Right. it's a lot of pitch. It's a lot of pitch. Uh, and uh, so racetech.com, use code PulpMX16. The code been working for you, Chris? You've been getting you've been getting some of our listeners uh, call, yeah. calling in? I definitely, and I hear about PulpMX a lot. You oh, know, good. From, yeah. from riders when I'm actually going to an event this weekend um, down in Iowa to the Verb Classic event, which I love going to the amateur events track side, and I consistently hear at those events 
um, from our riders and their families and such that that they hear about Race Tech on the Pulp Show. And that's, cool. that's yeah. what we're here for. You know, we're trying to support the grassroots guys. And, I mean, tonight I'd like to share a little bit of information with some people and, you know, a Good. little bit of behind-the-scenes look for sure and, and uh, what goes on for us and, and that side of things. And, you know, we're ramping into 2017. Um, just we've been doing 2017 bikes already. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to get our hands on the new Honda. That'll be cool. And doing the Air Force. Kiefer can't wait to ride it. Yeah, Kiefer can't wait to ride the new one. Can't wait. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah. It's going to be great. Um, Uh, Hey, uh, uh, do you have your riders, anybody you can tell us about locked in for next year? I mean, obviously, Alessi and Freeze were using the stuff. Uh, Ben LeMay's used it. Cody Gilmer used it. Uh, A lot of top privateers, guys. But anybody you can talk about right now? I mean, I know it's early, it's October, but. Yeah, I mean, obviously, a lot of the privateer guys are the last guys to figure out what they're That's doing what or if they're doing yeah. it on their own. Right. But um, we're definitely moving forward with uh, – we'll be moving forward with the Moto Concepts team. Um, that was actually really, really awesome. Um, you know, those guys were great to work with. And if anyone knows Tony Alessi, he'll do anything he can to gain an advantage. Mm-hmm. So, for me, it's it really says, wow, he really believes in the product. He came to us and – asked us to do some stuff for them. They tested it and put the stopwatch to it, and, you know, it proved itself. And they've been awesome to work with. So it'll be Mike and Vince there. And then I know that they're if the right guy comes along, it sounds like they'll have a third rider. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, you know, what what the involvement will be on that level. Um, I think they're waiting to see. You know, there's a lot of guys available. Dude, they're going to get some guys cheap if, they, if, if Genova wants to, yeah. And then uh, they have Cameron McAdoo, who's a he was an amateur A class kid at Loretta's this year, and I think that we'll probably see him in Supercross. I don't know. This isn't from Tony or anything. This yeah, yeah. Is just um, I've actually known Cameron since he was a little mini kid. Um, another Iowa kid. Yeah, why can't why can't was impressed with him at Loretta's? Yeah, he uh, he actually broke his humerus, his upper bone in his arm the week of the week, Loretta, yeah, and uh, then about showed four up four days before the race. Right, he still was leading motos and I know and running up front and, wow. and gritting it out and. You know, in the sp- the races this spring, he was really one of the only guys that could at least give Forkner a run, and mm-hmm. Forkner was definitely the guy. Yeah. You know? So for him to even be on that level or close to that level, and then kind of to be an unknown, and then he'd spend training at Club MX, and uh, that's how the relationship started, was those guys seeing him over at, at Club, and he's mm-hmm. been doing really well and kind of made a name for himself, and to get the support, it's going to really help him out, because I know... You know, he was just a, another kid from Iowa trying to live a dream. You know, he didn't right. have a ton of support or anything prior. So that's a huge boost in confidence and, and whatnot as well. So I hope that if he can, if he can get some starts because he's not small, yeah, he's, uh, he's I think he'll be a really, really good Supercross rider. Um, I already saw some videos of him practicing for Monster Cup. He'll be there doing the All Star AB class there, and mm-hmm. he is shredding the whoops, which obviously whoops is a huge, huge deal for guys coming into Supercross. So. Dude, uh, Gavin Faith, Justin Brayton, Teddy Mayer, Chad Pedersen, Iowa, Cody bro. Gilmore. Cody Gilmore. <laughs> Don't let Denny fool you. He's not a Nebraska guy. He's born and bred. I know, Iowa. huh? <laughs> I'm trying to get Denny to come well, out here, you know, for the show, but. Good luck. It's Chris. Are you from Even Iowa too? Racing. I know. I yeah, saw I'm an that. Iowa guy. Too. Yeah, he's Iowa. And Chris was a good arena cross racer. There you go. <sighs> trying to get these guys. Okay. Trying to. <laughs> try, I, I don't know what's going on. I just wish these people were all born in Manitoba, so I could brag about that. But nobody is. So, um, all right. Hey, so we got a couple guys on the line here. Uh, let's go. Jeff, you there? Jeff. Yeah, I'm here. TJ, you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, so sorry, everybody sounds so pumped. 
<laughs> Chris at Racetech is, is, is on the line. He's going to give away some suspension uh, rebuild kit to you guys. But first of all, Jeff, what kind of bike do you have? Uh, 2000 YZ250. Oh, it's a good bike. It's a good bike. Jeff. And, uh, and TJ. I'm building the Mazda Chaparral replica. Oh, are you really? Oh, uh, that, that's the Tim Ferry year. Uh, TJ, what kind of bike you got? I'm old school. Uh, 79YZ125 and hopefully an IT200 that I'm buying on Craigslist right now. My brother, my brother at eighty one YZs, and he sent his stuff to Race Tech for the emulator kit and everything, and Race Tech killed it. Well, so it's been well. Well, they did my seventy nine, and it's awesome. Okay, all right. So, well, well, TJ, so you don't really need this rebuild, really, because you've already well, got it for the new one for the next. Oh, one. for the IT. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um, Chris, no problem with the uh, two thousand YZ or the seventy nine YZ <laughs> rebuild, <laughs> right? From no, Race we Tech. do it all. We do it all. So, that, that stuff was current when Paul started, you know. Uh, yeah, exactly right. Uh, um, so there's three of us, Chris, myself, Kiefer, we're all here. We're going to judge uh, Jeff and TJ's answers, and obviously there's three of us so that the majority wins. Uh, I got some questions for you guys, uh, for each of you guys, and then we'll get your answers, and then the winner will get this rebuild kit. So, uh, all right, first question for you. Uh, Jeff, can you name two race tech riders? Uh, Cody Gilmore. Okay. And... I mean, we were just talking about them. I I don't know. Yeah, I wasn't paying a lot of attention to mess around my dog. <laughs> uh, TJ, can you name two race deck riders? Michael S.C. Vince Freeze. Okay. Uh, all right, uh, TJ, I'll start with you for this next one. What's your favorite Kiefer story, TJ? Your favorite Kiefer story? Losing his virginity. <laughs> all right. And Jeff, what's your favorite uh, Kiefer story? And the losing the virginity is a pretty good one too. The whole keeper after keeper after dark segment is pretty pretty quality. So I take it neither one of you guys are the ones that wrote all of our sponsors saying that that to, to, to not sponsor the show because of that. I'm taking it. Nope. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Um, uh, uh, Jeff, you first. Your phone. Your favorite Tony Alessi sound drop on the show. Uh, we're all going down. You're all going down. Okay. Yep. Um, and TJ, your favorite Tony Leslie sound drop? Davy Coombs is beating up your kid. <laughs> that was pretty good, actually. That that one was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that, that's not bad either. <laughs> uh, remember when we had Coombs on and we were playing those drops? And oh my god! Davy wanted nothing to do with it. He didn't want anything. It just got kind of quiet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Next question. Um, uh, Jeff, favorite pulp show co-host. Uh, Favorite co-host. I like Kiefer, but DV is quite entertaining as well. DV is good. Yes, he, he is pretty good. Uh, last week he told us he had a cat, and he, every morning he woke up and wished it was dead. <laughs> I heard that so, actually. Um, that's pretty good. Uh, TJ, your favorite Pulp and Mech show co-host. I I got to go with exactly what he said. DV was on fire last week, and I love Kiefer when he's in. Um, all right, and then uh, I guess the the final question, fifth fifth and final question uh, for Jeff and TJ. I'll start with you, TJ. Um, why do you why do you get deserve a free race tech rebuild? What um, why do you think you need it? Uh, representing the vintage crew out there. Okay, uh, not yet which you are with your IT or potentially IT and I and uh, and uh, oh, I see. Uh, Jeff, why do you deserve a free race tech rebuild? 
Well, I'm trying to rebuild my YZ250 and uh, taking pointers from, from Weege and Filthy Phil there, doing it on the cheap. And uh, I have to make a, a temporary replica, too. It's a pretty good reason. Temporary replica. That's not a good reason. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Chris and Kiefer and myself, yep. you've heard these guys' answers. Yeah. Uh, I've written them all down if you want to if you want to re-clarify which guy said what to what answer. Mm. Um, and please, Jeff or TJ, if you're not the one chosen, please don't uh, send a pipe bomb to Pulp Mech Studios. Don't MF um, <laughs> And don't be mad. Uh, Kiefer, what do you got? What do you like? I like TJ. You like TJ? Yeah. I'm the all about the IT, yeah. You're all about the IT. He, I seem, it seems like he would be a dirt rider reader. <laughs> Probably. You know? <laughs> yes. I feel yes. like he's a type of a dirt rider reader. All right. Uh, Chris. Who do you got, Jeff or which TJ? One the, which one had the Davy Coombs quote? Uh, that was TJ. Awesome. That was TJ. I'm going to have to go with TJ because he actually put the accent into it and everything. All right. Well, TJ's the winner. My vote doesn't matter. Two, two well, what were you TJ. voting for? I already know. I'll go with Jeff because Tim Ferry Replica. <laughs> exactly. That's why. <laughs> Tim Ferry Replica, bro. Right. That's all you had to say. Hey, meanwhile, McGrath wrote for the team, but uh, Jeff knew better than to drop McGrath's name. He dropped Timmy's <laughs> name. Um, all right, uh, TJ, um, you are on line two. Uh, and so, Jeff, thanks, buddy. Uh, thanks for the call. Yep, Appreciate it. No problem. It. All right. Thanks, Jeff. All right. Uh, TJ, stay on the line, um, and uh, Travis will get your information. We'll forward it to Chris at Racetech. He'll be in touch, man. Thanks for playing along. Yeah, take a picture of that thing oh, no when you're problem. done. I want to see it. Put it up on your uh, social media. I want to check it out. TJ don't have social media. Do. TJ, TJ, you don't have social uh, media. Yeah, I do. Oh. you got to see the 79. I'll show you the before and after. There, right. Do that. Attach do Kiefer and, and I and Chris on it. All right. Just hold, stay on the line. All right, TJ. Yeah. All right. TJ wins. Thanks, Chris, for the, for the rebuild for TJ for a 79 or maybe his IT. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I made it way more work for the guys at the shop doing doing some vintage stuff. What is this? They're so pissed at you. <laughs> hey, uh, Derek, you got a question for Chris or Kiefer about air pressure? Yeah, I do. Um, I got a new KTM with the WP air fork on it. And I noticed I haven't really rode it much yet. I'm just kind of getting it broke in. But I noticed when I set the pressure and then take the gauge off, the next time I put it on, it's about 3 PSI lower. I didn't know if that's just leaking out from connecting it and if I need to get one of those adapters that helps uh, make sure you don't lose the, air. The worst connection, zero air loss adapter, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so that's it's not from taking it off because you'll hear air taking it off. That's just air from the line. So it's always putting it on is where you lose the air. Um, so if you, if you if say like you, you can get the no loss pressure, but also too, if you just get the pressure right, let's say, I'm going to just give you a number, 173 PSI, and you take it off, you're going to be pretty close to that. You're not losing a whole lot of it when you're taking it off. You're, you're basically losing it when you're cranking it back in. So Okay, so when I connect it again, that's where it's dropping. Yes. Okay, and how many PSI is a spring rate on those where they're running a higher pressure? I didn't know if they're super sensitive. Uh, it's the same. It's about two psi as a spring rate. Okay. So and just I don't know. Are you on three fifty, four fifty? I bought a two fifty two stroke. Yeah. A lobster claws. Yeah. Uh, you, bought, you bought lobster claws bike? Yeah. No, not his bike, but a two stroke. Oh yeah, so, you're yeah, trying I, to be I, a lobster, lobster claw. claw. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. be. Hey everybody, look at me! I can pass people on a four fifty. I got a two stroke. That's lobster claws. Oh, right. Got God. it. Got it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good but, fork, and it's a good bike. That that that's a seventeen's a good uh good two stroke. Okay, right. and Steve, I know you'll love it, but uh, 
Kiefer also needs a raise because I asked him some bike questions about it, and he got back to me and gave me a lot of insight on new bikes and uh, reached out to just a local peon guy. Well, he is a, he is actually, I'll be honest. He's much nicer to you guys than I would be uh, just for the fact he takes up time of his day. Uh, if I answered all the emails I got uh, and tweets and everything else, it'd be nuts. But um, uh, Kiefer is, is very, very kind to, to you people. And maybe I'll take Travis's money for that app that can stream live and give it to <laughs> Kiefer. Is that cool, Travis? Just give us a oh. thumbs up, Trav. Thumbs up, Trav. Yep, he's good. Yep, thumbs up. Okay, so we're gonna give Travis some. We're gonna give Kiefer some of Travis's money uh, for the app. Okay, yeah, thumbs up. Okay, yeah, he's on the phone right now. But, uh, all right, thanks, buddy. Thanks, Thank you, uh, man. Thanks, appreciate thanks, Derek. All right, thanks. All right, see ya, uh, Chris. Uh, thanks for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. I want to get some time tonight. Talk about race tech suspension. You guys have always um, been there for us, and uh, we really appreciate. It. I'm glad the code is working. And uh, as always, we will uh, we will touch base down the line. Yeah, absolutely. And just want to remind everyone to check out our seminars um, on the website. Those are coming up this fall here pretty shortly. And I mean, that's a good ticket. I know a lot of people always call in asking how to get into the industry and stuff. And I mean, a lot of the mechanics, suspension tuners and team guys, they started there. You know, Paul taught a lot of them and he did, a, lot yeah. of our com- a lot of our competitors. So, yeah, it's crazy um, that he does that. Out. Yeah, it's crazy that he does that. I, and, I used and, to have a Paul Feed handbook. Yeah, so did I. Uh-huh. Yep, so did I. Uh, so seminars, go on racetech.com uh, and uh, and check them out and check everything they've got going on, whether it's vintage bikes, whether it's springs for basically anything, whether it's dirt bike revalve, dirt bike oil change, these seminars. Uh, you got you do have your hands full, Chris, with it, marketing everything that Racetech does. So. Yeah, it's awesome though. It's a lot of fun, and you know we're trying to keep keep on going. You know, giving back to uh, send to the grassroots racers and supporting all the privateer guys and and making our product better that way. And you know, when when guys can choose, you know, it's nice when they choose race tech. Whether it's you know, Bloss was running our stuff at the Transworld Slam on his personal bike, and Lemay's running our stuff down in Costa Rica when he can choose. And mm-hmm. you know, those guys don't necessarily always get to use our stuff when they're in the spotlight. Yeah. But when they can choose, it's really cool to have those guys come back. And then, dude, if you I, know, we're, if we're I was... working on the Supercross stuff with uh with the K1 Speed guys. You know, they're bringing Cade Clayson back this year, which yeah. is super exciting. Uh, he had a really good year last year. And, he did. Um, to bring him back is awesome. I mean, he was great to work with and. You know, hopefully he can step up another level. You know, he's made his way into a lot of main events last year, and I'd like to see him, you know, be in all the main events and then move toward that, you know, top 15 and top 12 kind of area and, mm-hmm. and keep getting better. He also yeah. got freezed. Yeah, he did. <laughs> um, all right, Chris. Well, hey, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. It's always a support, and uh, we'll be thanks for the prizes tonight. Oh, and two again, if you want tickets to Arena Cross Tour in Canada, like we said at the beginning of the show, contest at pulpamexshow.com. Race Tech is supporting that series and supporting us with some. Uh, how many tickets? Like two pairs of tickets, Chris? To to yeah, around? two pairs, and okay. then it'll be whatever round that they want to go to. Okay, um, we'll get them set up for that because I know that there's a. Uh, they're spread out all over Canada, and you don't necessarily have to be close to the first round or, or whatnot. Yeah. We'll get you set up with whatever round you are close to. Awesome. Thanks, buddy, and uh, talk soon. See you, Chris. See you, Chris. All right, thanks, guys. All right, see you. Chris, everybody, Chris Reisenberg, Reisenberg from uh, Race Tech Suspension. Uh, well, welcome on, JT. What's up, JT? What up? Fly Racing stock, flyracing.com zone, Jason Thomas. Hey, JT. What's going down? How are you guys? Awesome. We're good. Yeah, we're good. Uh, Kiefer just did a 250F shootout. Uh, Bradshaw is the guest editor. He's uh, Bradshaw's helping out with the 450 shootout, and he's probably going to screw him over like he so did you. So JT. JT's helping, too. What, what? What? Yeah. Why do I find these things out oh, live on the air? I don't remember. I just forgot to tell you. You're in, JT? 
I'm in. I don't, I don't have any dates or anything yet, but that's the plan. <laughs> well, then you, who knows what you could be busy? Uh, most likely second week of November. Who pays for JT to come down? JT. Fly does? WPS? Yep. JT. Yeah. They, actually, I already talked about this this year. I was going to help JT with, with getting are, down here this year. Are time. you going to screw him over, though? No. No, I'm not. Like, when seriously. has he ever done that? Yeah. Tell him, tell him, JT. Tell him you got the interview in there. Tell him to suck it. The yeah, interview I, I've was... Never been, I've never been on that bandwagon. I, this is a Steve-only program. Because I, you wouldn't, you're much too uh, um, level-headed and much too... Uh, uh, not, you know, not, you're not full of yourself to, to bring up that you got no, screwed over. I mean, I don't, I don't feel that I got screwed over. That's the whole thing. No, you did. I, I genuinely don't feel that way. No, you, there's you, a whole two-page thing about JT and his fly WPS job, everything. Did you read it? No, I did. you didn't read no, it. I did. Yeah, his hair was on point, as usual. Oh, did you say on point? Yeah, on oh, point. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Keeper, did you know that you were the only reason that there's a show this week? Really? Yeah. Well, yep. I, we, me and Heather asked with him on the way up because uh, he's like, all right, where are you guys at? And uh, me and Heather are texting back, what are you talking about? You said it was next week. Yeah, and you could you could feel the freak out towards like the texting that he was giving. He's like, "All right, I'll just call him Berluti. and he just I got. I mean, really I had to, it was two, my, two hours before showtime. My whole thing was, why would there be a show this week? You know, really nothing happened. Right. Uh, and then next week you have the SMX Cup, and then the Monster Cup lead in. Uh, and I was kind of, so I was I was really surprised. I'm working on Chris Keeper's schedule. He told me this Monday would be better. He did actually. Actually, I take it back. He did ask me what's better for me this week or next week, and I chose this week because I'm supposed to come out here next week to Vegas and do a test at the Monster Cup thing. So, All right. see that that's that was where I was going with the whole. You're the reason. You're the reason for the season. Keeper. You're the wind beneath my wings. I'm a hoobastank. Keeper. The reason. Hoobastank. That's great radio. That was a pretty good, pretty good song. Actually, hoobastank was one of the worst live performers I've ever witnessed in my life. Really? Like I thought it was I thought it was a spoof. Like I couldn't believe it was actually done. They were that bad. Alright, look, we got let's start we gotta hurry this thing around. Okay. I don't want to break yet. It's a like five, five hour show and you're talking about we gotta hurry along. Roxon's coming up. I'm trying to get these two out of here at a decent time. We ain't getting that. Um, and, and we got Roxon coming up. We got tons of news that dropped today. First of all, JT, the Canard and KTM thing. We've talked about that for a, a while. It finally happened this weekend. I love these jerk-offs on social media that are like, we've all been saying it, Canard to KTM. We've all known it. JT, you've probably known it first because of the Fly Racing connection. Who knows? Um, and these people are like, uh, where's the press release? Uh, are you sure? We're like... We say it every weekend. Right. Okay. And when it comes out, people are like, oh, wow. Uh, anyways, so that's happening. It's official. Yeah. I mean, some people don't pay attention so much. So you got to realize, like, some people have lives outside of the sport. So I think we <laughs> we get a little self-involved as far as, yeah, we know Fuck a long time you. ago. But these people don't care. Like, they, they catch the news. and like, oh, wow, that's cool. They didn't read Twitter, you know, three months ago, and or they don't listen, listen to the show. show. Or, okay, well, whatever. Yeah. Screw, screw off that. Yeah, that's how it goes. Fine. Is this one of our questions coming up about do we think he does better this year? I want what's this? Go- yeah, what okay. what is this? How is this going to happen? How, what's going to happen? What, what are we looking at with Canard Switch? First of all, watch the videos today. Watch the looked at the photos. Super weird to see him on anything but Honda. Right. A little weird. Yeah. Right there, uh, JT. I thought his fly racing gear was on point though. That looked good. You guys did a good job of that. Um, so what do we think? What do we think? Uh, I think it'll be good. I really think he needed a fresh start, and that, and that's not a that's not a knock against Honda. I just think he needed something. He needed a spark because it just 
you know, it hasn't been the same this year. You know, he really, I didn't feel like he had that winning level um, this year, which he, he usually always has that. Even when if he's hurt, yeah, I know that's been his obviously his biggest problem. But even when he comes back, he seems like he's in the hunt right away. And I didn't really see that too much this year where, you know, when the gate dropped, I could be, like, yeah, Trey could win tonight. You know, that, that's kind of how I always feel. Even when the you know, deck's kind of stacked against him, I never got that feeling this year. Um, so I think something to uh, get his interest back into it, kind of start over and, and give him another chance at it, just because I think it was getting a bit stale where he was at. And, and I'm not sure if that's how he felt, right. but that's just kind of how I viewed it from the outside. He lost some of his balls out speed, right? Because if one thing Trey could do, you were like, holy shit. And you know what? Anaheim won. He had that. Um but I can't think of another time. Well, didn't he yeah. qual- always qualify in the top three? Like, his qualifying mm. times in Supercross were always really fast. No. Really? Not really. Sometimes, for sure, but not. I just think he he's mentally couldn't put it together for 20 laps. That's where I think he's at. And I and I agree. I even watched the video today, too. And he even said that, too. He even said, man, it's just nice to have a fresh start and mm-hmm. a new beginning. So Like Noof. Yeah. And I think that really works for some riders. And I think in this case it works for... For Trey, I really think he's going to succeed on this bike. I think he's going to do better than he has in a long time. Kiefer, is there a bigger change than going from a Honda CR450 to a KTM? Steel frame, aluminum Not frame, the 16 like, Honda. The 16 Honda is really different feeling compared to that KTM. Like not. I think it's going to be good. Okay. I think he needed some stability yeah. as far as the chassis. Especially he's the way he rides. So on the right? edge. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's so on the edge all the time. You know, If you take the... I don't know if twitchiest is a word, but that's what pops in my head with the Honda. Mm-hmm. And you take his riding style where he's pushing the envelope all the time. It's just such a bad combo in my mind. Um, you wear Sealy, he's so in control and so smooth that I think it, they kind of they kind of blend together where the, the bike is um, on the, you know, it turns really well, but it's not always the most forgiving. So Sealy can kind of adapt to that, where I think Trey, he just, he, he's too far on the edge to, to where the bike won't won't let him recover if he pushes a little bit too far. Or I think the KTM may may give him that uh, that forgiveness and that just comfort level where he he didn't have that on the Honda. That's a good point. I agree. All right, JT. Uh, another news that is going to drop real soon: JGR to Suzuki. Uh, does this help, Marsha? I don't think it can hurt. I think uh, <laughs> he's well. I mean, he's he's had a rough run the last. Years oh, now, so, he's not, you know, now he's 13, not going to talk to you. Months. He's not going to talk to you. I don't really talk to him anyway. Okay. But I, I think, uh, I think kind of the same for him and Trey. I think they're kind of in the same boat. Not mm-hmm. so much with Chassis or that that side of it, but yeah. just something to jumpstart um, a comeback and just get them excited about going racing again. Because neither of them had the year they hoped for, and and really for Barsha, it's been kind of two Supercross seasons in a row. Or maybe even longer, where he just hasn't had it. Well, he's been hurt, though. And in his defense, he's been hurt no, both years. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's all his fault. Right, I'm just right, saying right. on paper, it hasn't been what anybody's hoped for. So, you know, I, I don't know that necessarily it's a you know just a positive move as far as the bike. I, it, I think it's more sideways than anything. Uh, but just mentally, I think it may help him. I, on top of everything, I think it may just give him a new a new start and get him excited about a, a season where otherwise he's kind of going into the season in the same place he was and I don't really think that was a very good place mentally. Um Kiefer. Yeah, I think uh I think he's going to do better in Supercross on that bike. I think he'll finish better 
Uh, he'll be a little bit more consistent. It's definitely more of a super cross. And outdoors, bike, huh? I think yeah. he's going to be the same. Yeah. I think he's going to be the same type of rider he was this year. So, but Supercross, I I can see him doing better, getting some more confidence. Um, the, I know I've ridden that bike a lot, and I know what that thing can do as mm-hmm. far as carve a line, and and it, they have good settings already from Supercross. So, I feel like he will do better there. And then, like JT said, kind of a sideways move in outdoors. Same. Um, yeah, it should be interesting to see both of them on on new colors, on see what can happen. I think the most is. beneficial for this will be Trey. I really think that well, that was that my next bike question. Yeah, better for him. Yeah, I think I think the bike will just it works so much better for his riding style. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I just if you want to pick, you know, I think Trey is one of the um, guys that is willing to push the envelope the most, and I think he was riding the bike that you could do that on the least. So it was just kind of a bad recipe with those two, honestly. And and that's I hate to say that because that's not fair to the Honda guys. I just think those two you know, kind of tendencies yeah. working together wasn't the best. Does Trey race Monster Cup, do you think, JT? He keeps saying 50-50. If I had okay. to bet, I would say no. Okay. Um, but Barsh- the JGR guys, guys are definitely out. out. Yeah. yeah, those guys are out. I think the more the, the more guys that back out, mm-hmm. I think maybe the more likely he is to do it. Um, but I still would, I would still lean towards no. What about the fact that he is not going to be the number one guy at KTM? Roger is definitely more biased towards his number one guys, Ally Ryan Dungey. Maybe Marvin even. Yeah. That could help but, Trey though. But maybe it'll help. Yeah. That could help. Pressure off of him. Like, yeah. hey, I'm not I'm just I'm not just expected to win. That guy is that guy's expected to win. Yeah. I don't have like there's no doubt Honda, you know, the, the pressure was on Trey to win. He he's won more than Sealy. He's been there longer. He was kind of the number one guy, I think. Maybe, right? I, I think I think he had some pressure from years mounting up. You know, mm-hmm. he he had been expected to win for so many years, and it just it wasn't working. You know, he injuries and uh, subpar results at times, and it just wasn't happening. And I think year after year, Honda kept investing and investing, and it wasn't happening. I think that that builds pressure over time. You know, all that mounts up, and it just turns into I don't want to say toxic by any means, but I think you know the Honda guys are kind of like, man, is it, going to happen? Right, and. Trey starts to feel down on himself because he's sure. not delivering. So the rig is um, literally not going to the races, and he's one of the reasons why. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just think a fresh start where everything's not riding on him, uh, he can just go kind of do his thing, and and I don't say come in under the radar, but he can just go prep and and try to do the best he can, and know that KTM is is really expecting Dungey to be that championship level guy. Mm-hmm. And sure, they they know Trey can do it too, but everything's not riding on him to do it. And then don't forget too, he's going to be in Florida. He's going to be riding with Ryan. He's mm-hmm. going to be riding with Marvin. No, he's not going to the Baker's factory. No, he, he's I thought he Baker's. was going there. No, he'll be with no. Tim Ferry. Oh, he's with Tim. Tim Ferry. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if they ride together a little bit. Yeah. How these things work out. Yeah. I thought that was part of the deal the with, with Alden. No, Alden's nope. uh, looking for a 50 guy. Uh, he's got Osborne. Osborne, well, Osborne yeah. Far, right? Osborne's yeah. going. Uh, and then Anderson, Muscan, and, and Dunge. So okay. the great Tim Ferry, though, will be there. Can handle it. Summer cross winner. 297-125 champ. Yeah, you know, um, so yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. Those two guys, brand new colors for them. I think Pike is a wash. He did well on the JGR bike. He did well on the RCA Suzuki. I think he just rides anything. And Phil, eh, Phil, whatever. Man, to me, I I I feel like Phil's underrated. Phil I, is underrated. I feel like he's really good, yeah. and he doesn't get a lot of credit where he needs it. 
even to himself. Well, if, he, if, he, <laughs> if he was getting the results he's getting in Supercross, right. he would not be underrated. Yeah. You know, that that's just the way it goes. Unfortunately, outdoors doesn't draw the the fanfare and the and the respect level from sponsors that that Supercross does. It's just you know, it's a bummer, but that's reality. Yeah, no, that's the way it goes. Absolutely. Uh, all right, coming up with Kenny Rocks and JT, first interview on the Honda. We're gonna talk to him about why right. he went Honda. Besides, he, he seems excited, right? Besides the bucket of cash that they gave him, what else made him go? You yeah, know? he's gonna get bucket of cash anywhere, though. That's true. Yeah. So, why did he go to? Uh, I, Honda? I, my personally, I think uh, resources and technology at Honda. Um, I think the way HRC has kind of rededicated themselves to racing and a brand new motorcycle and they are willing to seem it's seemingly willing to throw everything at winning right now and mm-hmm. i think that's a pretty pretty uh attractive situation for kenny to go have to battle the ktm juggernaut that's out there right now Kiefer can't wait to ride the bike i'm looking forward to it he's looking forward to it. it's in alabama me too me too race. actually um yeah so jt's gonna be in your shootout bradshaw's gonna be in your shootout he wants to be in a day yeah bradshaw's gonna come out and do a day you know, JT and Bradshaw. I hope Bradshaw doesn't time. take me out or anything. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna. Just, just it's it. gonna be a great Dude, time. If he took you out, that's an awesome story. Yeah, we're gonna get that. Off, <laughs> no, it's not. At yes, all. it is absolutely. And I'm, somehow that'll be my fault. I'll, I'm gonna fuck you over because Bradshaw's there. Just can you put some like put some fucking photos of these dudes, Bradshaw and JT. Social media I mean, photos is good enough. No, in the, in the magazine, <laughs> like you guys, like no one wants to see Pete Peterson. We do our no photos before Pete. they're there. Nobody wants to see Pete Peterson over Bradshaw and JT. I'm sorry, Pete. I get it. You know? But the thing is... Carl Kramer. Sorry, bro. Can't put you in it. Here's the deal. Super hunky. Super hunky, yeah. We don't want to see super hunky. We want to see JT and Bradshaw. doesn't want to be a part of photo day when he's out there all fucking day. He wants to be there, ride the machines, and bounce. That's what he wants to do. You know? And we can't get shooting Bradshaw in the middle of Thursday at Glen Helen with some other 10 other goons going up Mount St. Helens. Excuses, Travis. So, I'm just giving you the lay of the land here. Well, all right. Um, all right, JT, thanks, buddy. We'll try to get you back on for the uh, BTO Tweet at Travis segment, if you're around. Right. Uh, we're going to yep. go to commercial right now, and Kenny Roxon's on a strict time limit. We do not want to go over for that. Uh, thanks for your you thoughts. Do you think Kenny's going to be mad at you? Do you think Kenny's going to be mad at you about the pictures? What, are we asking about that? Um, no, I talked to him about it. You call you Dick Cheese? He, 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 didn't, he did not call me Dick Cheese. I like Dick Cheese. <laughs> I like the name. I like the insult Dick Cheese. I do not like, like Dick Cheese you personally. Like Dick Cheese? <laughs> I don't like that. Is there anyone? Is there anyone more aggressive on social media than Kenny back at like potential fans no. or haters or whatever? No, and I like it, but I think it's going to cause him problems. Should we ask him about uh, yeah. that? Should we say I don't, like, Kenny? It's like, not the same as that you, you're thinking. Like Honda racing. Not the racing guys, the guys up above. I understand this. I've been around those guys a little bit. I don't think it. Why why would you ever been around them? I don't think it's as gnarly as it once was. I think the the social media and internets kind of like freed up some rope. I hope so. I hope they don't don't put Kenny in the corner. You can't. No one puts Kenny in a corner. No one puts Kenny in a corner. Don't change Kenny. There used to be a segment. It does Kenny's corner. Yeah, what happened to Kenny's corner? All right, JT. Thanks, buddy. And we'll try to get you back on. Thanks. See you soon, JT. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, Jason Thomas from Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. Please check him out. Uh, Trey Kennard wearing some sweet fly racing stuff today. All right. First commercial break of the night. We went two hours, people, without know, a commercial. That was weird. I know. We just said we're busy. All right. Uh, the lovely Heather Kiefer's in studio here, along with the uh, also lovely Chris Kiefer from Dirtrider, DirtRider.com. Honda's Kenny Roxon coming up. That seems weird to say. But he is. He's coming right up after this commercial break. See ya.
Hey, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulpamex. Pulp Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. For your Jeep, truck, or SUV, Gear Alloy is the choice of the NFAB Ampro Yamaha GNCC off-road racing team. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor... 
Enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Race Tech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Blighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Michelin tires are back, people. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Michelin Starcross 5, brand new, available in hard, medium, soft, and sand. Uh, their off-road tires are some of the best ones out there, and they've revamped this whole lineup. There's no one who knows these tires better than our own, Chris Kiefer. When they're calling it comfort casing technology, what are they talking about? Is this a fancy marketing term or what? No, it's actually the carcass of the tire itself, so how much it flexes or how you know sidewall stiffness that you have when you come in the corners. and. What's cool about this tire is even from the previous version, the MH3, it gives more. So when you hit square edge or you're coming out of a corner with some bumps, it has some give to it. It's more comfort, so it doesn't feel so rigid. A lot of that has to do with the the CCT. So you're telling me the comfort casing at the end of the day, maybe it helps you a little bit to have some suspension in tires. Yeah, obviously it's flexing a little bit, but also, too, when you come into corners, you don't want it to roll on you. So they've got that dialed in to where you come into a corner and you still have enough stiffness where it grabs and bites, but yet straight line, you have comfort. Hey, as a former factory mechanic, Kiefer, I know all about mounting tires, um, so no problem for me to mount anything. Right. Well, maybe not a moose. Uh, you found mounting these new Michelin's uh, pretty easy, actually. Yeah, I'm a great test rider, but my mechanic skills are novice at best, so... Mounting the tire wasn't too bad. They sent me a bunch of tires to mount before testing, and I was out there busting in the garage. And normally you got to put some tires in the sun, let them soften up a little bit. But this, um, the bead rolls on really nice. I didn't have to struggle. No curse words were, were sworn in the garage. So uh, it was a lot better for me, you know, putting these on. Four versions of this tire. They cover all the uses, key for reduced weight, comfort casing technology, mounting, traction, handling. They do it all. Starcross 5, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Thank those guys. Check them out at the local dealer people. These guys know tires and they know what they're doing. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition, all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. 
RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Michalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's unleash the power within works connection is proud to be a sponsor of pulp mx because just like you they're passionate and dedicated to the sport for over 23 years now they've been producing innovative products like their pro launch start device and the 123 easy build elite perch line just take a look around the ama pro pits and you'll see works connections proving ground for products under the canopies of yoshimura suzuki rch racing star racing and other top teams plus they now stock hints and clutch components peg armor arc levers and fasco products too Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience. We'll process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. KTMPartsExpress.com Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX 
for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULTNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Hey, 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 hey. W-E-E-L. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo brakes. All the W wheels are built by the same guys, that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Roxon, Millsap, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock a Vortex Pro. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. 
Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Motor Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimura Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PULPMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. Presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Chris Kiefer. Hello. In studio from Dirt Rider, Dirt Rider Magazine. Screwing over pro, pro riders. One they, guy at a time. One guy at a time. <laughs> hey, so uh, we, the four of us, Pookie and you two, went to the County Crows concert. Yeah. And you're very angry at County Crows. I just, every time I hear them on the radio and I love them, I just get bummed out. I'm like, God damn you, Adam. <laughs> He's not going to get trapped down, dude. He, by... If any of you guys know Kenny Crows, you know how he is. And he went off on some weird tangents on his songs. I don't even know what song it was on anymore. I was like, what is he singing? <laughs> this was good, though. Yeah. I like this song. Thank you, should. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. Uh, Chris Reisenberg from Race Tech, uh, Jason Wygant, Jason Thomas, all on the show. We got your emails still coming up. Got your voicemails. The new Pulp Mix app is out. Get that on the iTunes store. Uh, we've got uh, lots to talk about, whether it's the JGR switch to Suzuki, the Trey Canard news that came out today. Canard is at, K at Red Bull KTM for the next couple years. Also, too, the TLD guys uh, just dropped today. Jordan Smith, Alex Martin on the team for next year on a TLD KTM team. So that should be interesting. But the biggest news, without a doubt, of this offseason, uh, we've been talking about it for a while, uh, it finally became official, everything that we knew, uh, the biggest uh, 450 motocross champion in our sport from this summer, one of the biggest names in our sport, 
switched from uh, RCA Suzuki to Honda, and we're happy to have him on the show right now. Kenny Roxon, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, what's up, Jans? How are you guys doing? We're good. Thank you for the time tonight. Appreciate it. I'm sure you've been busy. Uh, hey, yeah. what's going on, man? You, you're late, and like, are you not taking your job serious anymore? Or what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> we're like two minutes late. Come on, give us a break. I know, I know. Um, That's the first. Oh, seriously. I know. Well, with a guy like you, I try to be very prompt. I'm going to blame it on our producer, Travis, over there. So, um, I already apologized. Oh, did you? Okay, good. Uh, Kenny Roxon <laughs> brought to you by Vortex Racing. Vortex.com, VortexRacing.com. Email Jake at Vortex for a hell of a deal on uh, V3 bars or sprockets or uh, tie-down cycle straps, uh, brake pads, oil filters. VortexRacing.com bringing you Kenny Roxon. Factory Hondas, Kenny Roxon. Uh, uh, hey, you've been in the news a lot lately, and that's awesome. And by the way, thank you for helping me not get fired. Thank you for that. I know. I'm sorry. But that was honestly, there was seriously a miscommunication. So I know. Sorry about that. No, no. I tried to no, make it right no. at least. No, you did. And I was pumped that you tried to make it right instead of just saying, oh, yeah, sorry, bro. You actually called Coombs. He was super pissed. I didn't think that was well, you. Tell us the... what happened because I don't know what happened. Okay, because Kenny's on the cover of the new Racer X right. uh, on the Honda. It was okay. a very you know exclusive shoot. And, and there's a photo of him, but his goggles were super dark. And I'm like, I bet you that's not even Kenny. Like, I didn't. I thought it was Lars or oh, okay. somebody. You know, Kenny's gear goggles are so dark. Because Lars and Kenny look exactly like. No, they don't. But <laughs> Lars is the guy that could pose for photos. Right. And uh, so I sent it to Kenny and said, "Is this you or Lars?" Kenny thought maybe that the photo was out there already when I got it from the internal Racer X servers. Kenny texted his agent, asked the fan, asked the fan, called Coombs. Coombs called me, and it got ugly. Right. Thankfully, Kenny called Davey and said, oh, hey, sorry, I didn't know that that photo hadn't gotten out. It, and it hadn't. I didn't send it anywhere publicly. But yep. right. I was just wondering if it was Lars, and it's not. It was Kenny. Right. But I just, cause the what did I say? I said, Lars cannot <laughs> jump like that. <laughs> you did say that. You did. I just, because the goggles were so dark. I'm like, wait a minute. Something's up. You know? But anyways. Um Hey, so uh, congrats on the new deal. Obviously, uh, uh, lots to talk about with you. First up, though, do you have an electric start on your bike? I do, and you will not believe, or my, uh, you probably will believe, but you know how many times I'm trying to grab the Kickstarter? <laughs> still, still. I know, huh? Well, you had, it, you had it at KTM, so you missed it for a couple of years, but uh, uh, Kiefer uh, just said earlier that that is one thing that he wishes every single bike had was electric start. Um, I agree. I mean, it's a nice, it's a nice little thing to have. But honestly, I have to say, my Suzuki this year started pretty, pretty solid. I mean, I could even stall it and then just pull the clutch and kick it, and it would take one kick, and I'd be up and going. So yeah, it honestly didn't bother me too much. But you know, you know how it is. I mean, it's nice ah, to have that option, obviously. For sure. Uh, the switch to Honda. Two years at RCH, uh, you won the 40 national title in a dominating fashion. Um, you just kind of like what you did with KTM when you left them to go to RCH. The question I think everybody has is why Honda? Why the switch? What uh, what appealed to you uh, to going over to uh, to uh, Honda? Um, you know, I uh, yeah, it, it's a similar. It was a similar situation. I won a title with RC uh, with KTM and now with RCH, but I, I have just made up my mind from you know having bad experience in 2015 and this and that, and I I just kind of quickly thought, man, like I gotta you know I gotta you know change something and this mm-hmm. and that. Obviously, we pulled through the 16, super great, and and I have to give it up to these guys. Like I said before, I was yeah. pretty pumped with how everything went down. My bike was super solid, and uh, we were a good team, but. I made my mind up like a long time ago, you know, and then it was ready for the switch. And I think I'm coming in at the right time because uh, the first day with the team, I was texting Oscar. And I'm like, man, like, what are you saying? Like, are there going to be like 50 people? Is it going to be all weird? 
dude, complete opposite. I showed up. Everybody was super relaxed. I rode the bike and everything. And mm-hmm. it was just, it was like, it was almost too nice to be true with how, how things are going right now. You know, like, I feel like I'm on top of the world and I'm having such a blast with those guys. And the bike is right. so good that I'm like, I'm showing up. I have a huge smile on my face. I go ride my bike. And then, um, yeah, it's, it's awesome, honestly. And I don't know, like I said, I've just kind yeah. of made up my mind and uh, went with Honda. And I feel like that's uh, it's a good fit. And we, we have a, we have a, you know, decently long-term deal and um i just i just didn't want to you know i want to be the you know the the top rider on 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 the team and and that was uh for me it was pretty clear that this was my my option to go to and and i'm super happy with my decision i know those guys are all stoked and just the vibe Mm -hmm. in the team right now is unbelievable and that's what makes it so much fun you know i don't even i don't care about anything else but me and the team are, are absolutely great right now. I mean, we got a, I got a tweet or, or something on Instagram or something about, you know, you went there cause, cause they paid the most money and, and I, you know, you probably, you probably did get a lot of money, but you were good. You, Kenny rocks are going to get a lot of money anywhere you go. So then it boils down to bike team, that kind of stuff. I mean, let's face it. You know what I mean? It, it wasn't for the cash. I wouldn't think. No, not at all. I mean, I, I, you know, there's always people out there that think they know better than everybody else, but, um, it wasn't for the money at all because I know how hard it is on 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 yourself. You know, having a lot of headache with other stuff. Mm-hmm. There, you know, there could be a team whatever giving me a crap ton of money, and and uh, if it's just not good, and and there's too much of a headache, why would I go? I wouldn't do that because I have too much passion and too much heart for the sport, and I love riding my bike. So I don't. I, you know, I want to have fun and do my thing and obviously make money, but, you know, it's oh. not always about the money by any means. No. What goes through your head when you sign that contract and you sign your name on the dotted line, knowing that you um, haven't ridden the new bike, you know, because obviously the Honda, you knew Honda was going into a different, whole different bike. Are you, were you a little nervous knowing that you haven't even ridden it yet and you signed the contract? You know what? It was, it's a thing where obviously you think about it and it's like, man, they're coming out with a new bike and this and that, but I do know the resources that Hana has. And I wasn't too, I was worried, but I wasn't too worried. Does that make sense? Like mm-hmm. it's a little bit of a tough situation because at this point when I signed, it was, it was early and, and kind of, it just, I just didn't think about it a whole lot. I committed, let's put it that way. I committed. And, and then obviously the, before I hopped on the bike for the first time, I was more and more thinking because it came closer and closer to the day, to the to the day where I was going to ride. So I was really thinking about it. And I'm like, man, I wonder. But I've heard really good things about it. Mm-hmm. But you never know. Like I hear right. it, and I'm stoked to hear it. But at the same time, I'm not. I'm not like, oh, everybody says it's amazing because you never really know how it really is unless you hop on the bike. Yeah. So I was really careful, and and um, but at the same time, in the last couple of years, I've learned so much to where I can pick out. Like I rode the 16 bike, and right away. I picked out uh, a lot of stuff that I would want to change uh, to make it to make it like really good. So mm-hmm. the last couple of years has really helped me out with knowledge and everything. So I feel like I can take a bite right now that is not so good and make it pretty good because I know exactly what I'm looking for. Did you get a chance to ride? Um, when you signed it and you got your first day ride, did you ever get a chance to ride a stock version of the 17, or just you went right away to your race race setup? No, I went, uh, I, the first time I rode, I went to their uh, regular, like, 16 race bike. I've never, I've, I haven't ridden a stock one. Okay. Um, Kenny, how important was it to keep Oscar? Um, early in the go- negotiations, I imagine your agent, Steve Astafan and Honda were talking. Um, you know, as a former mechanic, I'm always interested in this kind of stuff. Did you just say, hey, 
we got to make Oscar happen. Uh, um, what what kind of um, power did you use to get him over there with you? I mean, huge deal, right? Like yeah. he, he was the man that, that made a lot of things happen. So, and the, the kind of um, relationship that we have is, is like unbreakable kind of thing. So from my side, it was absolutely clear from the beginning on that I wanted him there. And, um, you know, I mentioned it and, and it seemed like they were all on board and they were, you know, try the hardest to make it happen. And obviously it's, um, it's a little bit of a, of a long ride there to really get it done. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I was, uh, not that I was nervous, but, you know, I feel yeah. like a lot of people say, oh, yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem, but does it really happen? <laughs> right, uh, yeah. right. Obviously, they, they, everything pulled through, and, and um, you know, I was uh, really on the edge there for, for a minute because not that I, I know what those guys are capable of, but I just have a really great relate. You know, we're both Euros, and, I mean, we, we laugh more than anything else, me and Oscar, yeah. and, and he's super smart. So once everything was said and done, I was – I was super relieved and happy. Um, yeah, because like the Tomac, Tomac wanted Brian Krantz <laughs> over Cowie, and dude, that deal took a long time because of Krantz. Right. And Tomac's fought for him and fought for him, and Brian didn't want to know. So these things aren't that easy, you know. Where you're, they aren't yeah, easy at all. Yeah. So honestly, I was uh, I was happy to see Oscar go over there. I agree, Oscar is a really good dude, great mechanic, and much more than just a parts changer. Uh, the guy knows suspension inside and out, you know. So. Um, yeah, the suggestions and stuff and ideas mm-hmm. that he has are, are super important to me. You know, I've, I've learned over with him, honestly, because of him is why I've, I have the experience that I have now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, and obviously, like you said, it, you know, it is taking a risk. I've never touched a bike before, and um, the Honda before, and so I wanted him with me because I knew if we had work to do, he knew exactly what right. we have to shoot for. And, and uh, obviously, together with my comments and this and that, so... Uh, it was important to me, very. Monster Cup. Where are we at? I'm riding. Oh, I'm racing, boom. Man. Nice. Okay. I didn't know. I Why just not? Figured, well, Why you got not, testing. Man. I mean, you're not a guy that's, you know, scared to show himself, but, you know, just with all the testing and everything else. So, um, yeah, well, that's good. but yeah. there's no better practice than racing. No. No, I agree. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so you'll be in. That's cool. Um, what does the bike do? And we're all excited to uh, yeah. to ride it. And see what it's like. I'm pumped as a former mechanic when any bike uh, brand new comes out. And I mean, look, your, your RMZ was a great bike. You won a championship with it. You dominated the outdoors. But give me, give us some examples of what you like about this Honda compared to your Suzuki. What do you think it does better? Um, the balance of the bike's pretty amazing. Like I hop on it, and um, one thing you know, obviously I, I could ride my Suzuki really, really good. But I always felt like it was. It was a little weird as of, like, I was super sensitive to the rear being high or low and this and that, and it, it would get out of balance really quick, where I feel like the Honda is super balanced, it turns really nice, and uh, it's, it's, it's super, pl- like, the whole geometry of the frame is pretty amazing, and, I, and you know how I am with, with my comments about bikes, like, I'm not afraid to say when something sucks, unfortunately, <laughs> but... Uh, you know, I was blown away by the first time I hopped on the bike by how good it was, literally. Because I was scared, like you guys said. I was kind of weird. You know, I don't know what to expect. And then I hopped on it, and then seriously, I had a huge smile on my face, which was just kind of amazing. Because obviously, you know, in the last couple of years and stuff, you switch bikes, and mm-hmm. things don't really go your way. And you're like, dang it, like, what are we going to do, you know? Yeah, your dad so, writes um, Your dad writes an art- magazine article or whatever. <laughs> yeah, something like that, you know. Not, um, not always the easiest, but yeah, I was I was blown away and I was happy when, when I rode. Because right now, like, honestly, I show up to the track and I have such a blast riding my bike because I feel like when I do a mistake or something, I have a bad lap time, I mm-hmm. knew that I know that it was me and not the bike hindering me from going fast, you know. 
I've always said this, and, and, and Kyle and, and Watson and my buddies at RCH may get down on me, uh, but I've always said this about your switch to RCH, and now you're switched back. Like, I'm sorry, JGR, and I'm sorry, RCH, but there's no better resource than an OEM, a factory. They can literally call the dude who designed the frame. Yeah. They can literally call the dude who designed the motor. Nothing against those teams, but I feel like the OEMs have the technology and the ability. There's smart people everywhere. Don't get me wrong. RCH is a ton of smart people, but there's nothing yep. like an OEM. That's it. There's That's nothing I, you can deal with when you're internal. When you have internal things, it's way different. I just feel like if Kenny's got an issue with a Honda, someone in Japan can be called and be like, hey, he's saying this. What do you think? And that's it. Totally. That's what I mean by the the vibe that we had when I started testing with them a couple weeks ago was so much fun because all the Japanese there, they're so relaxed and they're so smart with everything. And we were trying little things that made a huge difference, you know, and they really take in my, my feedback that I'm giving them. I try to go as much in the detail as possible. Mm-hmm. And that that's kind of like the fun part to see, make it, you know, to see a change happening and go out and really feel it out, you know, and that's what it's been so freaking fun. And I feel like I'm coming in right at the right time with all the people, you, you know, um, a couple of years ago or some, I think there were, were things a little bit more diff- difficult, but as of right now, the way it is, I, I feel like we, we have great chances of, championships you know obviously that's that is my goal and i know the team's goal but never mind the team's goal because i'm the one racing and i want to win championships and races bottom uh, line you know yeah more the, than anything yeah this is a three-year deal uh they paid you a shit ton of money honda hasn't won since carmichael left uh there's no doubt that they are going for it vortex racing uh bringing you kenny rocks on the show i assume kenny you're you're gonna go kyb yes yep I w- uh, it's just something i would assume um personal preference right you know? how hard was that phone call to carrie or ricky about hey guys uh i'm out i guess that probably wasn't uh, real fun to make um you know what it, it, we're super easy like that's why those guys have been have been amazing and carrie still i mean i'm talking to carrie still to this point you know i mean i'm going up to santa barbara again and i'm sure i'm going to his house and hang out and stuff because we have more than just a business relationship and so with ricky mm-hmm. we always I mean, we're always bullcrapping around and, and laughing and stuff. You know, it's there's something more than just the business part of it, you know. Right. Are you going back up to Castillo to train? Yes. Yeah, that... Boot camp. Yeah. Are you going to let the 7 Deuce Deuce ride with you still? Please say yes. Of course. Okay, good. <laughs> of course, man. I, anybody that I can... Not anybody, but right. good people like that I can take under my wing, and, we, you know, we have a good time hanging out together. And, right. Man, I, I, I don't want to be riding by myself up there. Obviously, Adam's going to be up there, but... Uh, no, totally. My uh, fa- of course he's going to ring. My favorite 7-2 story, I think I told you this, was I said, hey, can you can you try to yeah. hang with Kenny? And he's just, no way, yeah, yeah. dude. He's so fast. <laughs> he just freaks out. No. <laughs> I'm like, There's so much enthusiasm <laughs> when you talk. It's, it's I'm like, great. It's a good person to have around. I'm like, bro, get in behind him. Pick up a – like, just go balls out. Try to stay with him. Learn some things. No way, dude. He's so good. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, okay, kid. All right, Adam, never mind. You're done. Okay. Never mind. You're done. Uh, 702-586-7857. You got a question for the Kenny Roxon 450 uh, motocross champion. Um, by the way, too, Kenny, thank you um, with some of the social media stuff that you've been doing. You've been keeping us uh, uh, talking. So thank you for that. I appreciate oh, it. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's I all... know there's a bunch of laughs here and there, but it is what it is. We're like, did you see what he said to this guy? Did you see what he said to that guy? Uh, I like this. It's just normal. 
It's just stuff that you would normally do, and just because he's in the position that he's in, he shouldn't not do it, you but, know? But no one else does. At least I'm not fake. <laughs> no. Exactly. No. You can say a lot of things, but you are not fake, and that's what we like. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, you know, you put it out there, and uh, and I love the... But, uh, but honestly, anybody that knows me is like, then I'm, I'm actually a sweetheart, right? Like, I'm not that bad. No, no, you're a nice That's guy with fans and, and media. Yes, I feel like <laughs> I feel like you do take the time to, you know, to, to be cool for a guy that's You only could be you know, nice so long until some asshole pokes you and then you gotta you gotta do right? something every once in a I while. I mean I'm not you know, I'm just human and you right. cannot tell me that if somebody else would get the attention like you guys, for example, get the attention and there's so many other people, you're not just going to sit there, you know. I mean, I, I like, it's kind of fun sometimes, you know, just stab it back a little bit. I guess. Yeah, it See, is. Not, that, not just that I get a little laugh out of it, you get a laugh out of yeah. it, everybody else does. Yeah, we devoted, entertain people. we devoted 20 minutes to your social media a couple weeks ago, so. It's really easy to decipher <laughs> hey, who the asshole is and who hey, isn't. You know how many people, all my friends, tell me that, that is their morning ritual, going to the bathroom and reading through comments on my <laughs> That's the best thing there. Yeah, no, I, I'd agree with that. Uh, phone call for Kenny. Tristan, what's going on? Welcome to the uh, Pulp Show. Uh, Kenny Roxon's on the line. Hi, right, thanks for taking my call. Just a quick question. I saw that uh, he's doing a triathlon here in a couple weeks. Um, I actually signed up for the same one. I'm wondering how serious he's been taking his training and what's his goal time and stuff like that. What's up, Tristan? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm doing the. It's an Olympic triathlon up at Lake Powell in the mid, uh, end of October, and I honestly, I would love to have more time to prepare myself specifically just for the triathlon. But obviously, as you know, like our season's long, so I just took a bunch of time off, and I'm yeah. training regularly. I really want to do it just because it's going to be my first one, and I want to see what it's like. Because in the future, I want to take that a little bit more serious. As of right okay. now, I'm just, you know, I'm training for, on my dirt bike and, and all the other stuff that comes with it. Obviously, my boot camp doesn't start yet, so I really just want to do to get a feel for it. But I just love, I love swimming, running, cycling. I love all that stuff. So I, I just want to, I want to do a race like that, you know. What do you That's best, what, doing. what are you best at uh, out of those three? Um, I mean, I'm a runner. Yeah. Bottom line, I'm a runner. I'm a decent swimmer. And if I want to, I'm a decent cycler, but cycling has always been, not that it's my weak point, mm -hmm. but yeah. I, I don't know. I've, I've just always ran, you know, when I was younger. So I'm a, I'm a really good runner usually. And, and um, yeah, I love swimming. I love all that stuff. What's a, the Olympic triathlon? What's the mileage and all that? Uh, the Olympic triathlon is 1,500 meter swim. It's 26-mile bike ride and six-mile run. Okay. Thanks, Tristan. Thanks for the call, man. Uh, okay, cool. Thanks, Caesar. Thanks. Uh, what about Gothic J? Kenny, he's an old buddy of mine. I worked with him at Yamaha, known him for a long time. Uh, he's, a, he's a lot of help. He's at a track with you, bouncing around. Totally. Me and Jay go way back, too, when I first came over and I was hanging out with Shorty all the time. Oh, he yeah. The yeah. gnarliest ping pong matches at Shorty's house. <laughs> That's right. I, for, I forgot about that. Uh, and I, yeah, I guess we can't ask about Shorty. We can't do that yet. Uh. <laughs> Right, so never. sad about that. <laughs> never I mind. I just want to talk about that. I know, right? Um, I told I told Gothic J and uh, Lars that they should take their bike when they come up to Castillo and we test and we ride and whatever. They should take their bike and we can rip the outdoor tra outdoor track too. Oh yeah, they ride all the time. Yeah, no, absolutely. They they love it. Uh, first time you rode the bike, um, you got on it and sort of like what was your first impression i guess the balance like you said earlier but was it was it something like with the electric start or was it the, the rear the, the red front fender were you like kind of freaked out by that or so i mean the first yeah the i mean, very first time right i've never i've never touched a honda so <clears throat> i i hopped on there and we were riding uh i was riding outdoor my first, very first day i was riding an outdoor track and i hopped on there 
And it's just kind of crazy. Like, you kind of take it all in the first few laps, or maybe let's say the first day even, because the bike responds different, the bike sounds different, you know what I mean? Right. Um, I was, the, the first thing I noticed is by that the 450 feels like a 250. Yeah. Which yeah, it's got great. Light feeling. Yeah, just the motor, like everything, the whole chassis and, and everything, and the um, the would you say weight distribution or whatever? Like just the whole balance of the whole thing was working so well together and in all departments that I was, yeah, I was blown away by it. It just handled good and it felt light. It was good. Um, so just the monster cup for you. That's it. Nothing else planned racing wise. Still a one. Uh, no, because I mean, I would love, you know, I would love to do the destination and I would love to do that Germany race that is there next weekend, but we don't, I mean, we don't even have all the parts yet. And right. now like we're still testing. It's just, it, you know, for two to race those kind of races, things need to be planned ahead, you know, quite far and, and be ready for it, you know. Uh, the, the amount of As heat. As of right now, it's just too quick. The amount of heat you must have got for the SMX Cup, it's phenomenal. They probably called you every day. Um, You know what? It wasn't too bad. I mean, we've been in contact with those people, but um, fans-wise, it was more that the destinations. Until I actually made a statement. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I got a lot of heat from it, but people forget that there's a lot of fat. It's not about what I want sometimes, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. You just can't sometimes. I, uh, but, I think if you switch teams, you get a pass on destinations. I'm, you I'm, got I'm, work to do. I'm yeah. 100% okay with a guy switching teams saying, you know what, I don't want to go. I get it, you know? Um, no, it's, and, and I want to, but it, and it's also since the bike was so new, mm-hmm. it's hard to, it's hard to, you know, you don't know what's good yet, what parts are good, what settings are good, this and that. It's not like you can just hop on a bike and and uh, um, and have the best of everything, you know. And we don't even, like I said, we don't, we didn't even have that many parts and that many bikes yet up until now. Uh, what are your thoughts on those nations? What do you think? Obviously, Max KO'd himself right away, so that was it for the German team. But overall, as the event, what did you? What are your thoughts about it? I don't. Know, did you watch it? Um, I only watched one moto, and that was the last moto. Actually, will you ever be rolling a finish line very slow in your lifetime no, again? <laughs> I feel I feel really bad because I've had a bunch of people ask me about it. Mm-hmm. In my personal opinion, then there is no reason why Jason should have rolled that finish line whatsoever, especially as slow as he did. Right. Um, that's kind of what we said but, too. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah, you can't, you can't do that. I mean, there are people still racing, and it's not that he was just rolling it and kind of carried on. He rolled it. <laughs> was going walking speed, you know, yeah. and swerved to the left. And it was a bad deal, bad timing, bad everything. But I wouldn't have rolled it. I would never do that. Yeah. My initial thought was, as again, I was watching uh, um, watching the race, and I was like, what happened to his bike? I swear, my initial thought was, did his bike break? He slowed so dramatically. Yeah. So dramatically. Uh, like, but, I mean, he was, no. like, standing still, honestly. It's, it was like he was yeah. standing on the landing right there. It's oh. a blind jump, you right. know? Like, but what a ride. To beat Jeffrey, and uh, I mean Jeffrey caught him, but still fell down. Uh, totally, and his foot was broken, dude. Right? right? <laughs> um, Gnarly. Is, is Nagel is Nagel okay? Have you do you know? Have you ever checked? Did you check? Did you um, ask anybody? I don't know. I, I saw somewhere. I didn't read the text, but I saw uh, on on the Cross Magazine work, website uh, there was a injury update, I believe. Mm-hmm. But I did not read it. As oh, okay. of what I heard, right after this nation, supposedly he was fine, no broken bones, but obviously in pain and stuff. Good. Good. So yeah, I, was, I, don't, I don't really know. I don't think there's anything too crazy. I don't think. Dude, Nagel's so solid at his nations all the time. Fast. He's Isn't always he? good, dude. He just he rides. He can ride thirty plus two, same speed, stay in the top five all day long, if not better. The guy's always good at that race. So. Mm-hmm. We have a mutual friend, uh, friend in Blake. Is he coming back? And he's going to help you train. Is he going to going to be up in Santa Barbara with you? Or 
Yeah, yeah, he's Team 94, man. He's <laughs> um, Obviously, he's been up in Utah, and uh, I've been around and taking some time off on this and that, but as soon as, uh, as soon as our training camp starts, he'll be there. He'll be in Florida. He'll be in California. So it's a, it's a point where you're going to stay in – you're probably – will you be in Cali – most off season or will you go back to Florida before Cali starts? Uh, no, I'll go I'll definitely go back to Florida okay. in, um uh the whole month of December. Oh, okay. So you'll just get set up in Castillo, test everything else and then go back. Well I, I do my whole boot camp up there. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah. I go I go through that whole process and then after that I mean, you just got to say, uh, the one thing I do not miss, I just it just reminded me today, I do not miss the track conditions here in California. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. It was bad. It's just not. It's a bad deal. It's but, hot. It's windy. It's terrible. But that's A1 at night, too. Like, that's shitty, too. You know? Uh, it, it is, but you at least have a little bit of moisture in there, honestly. Yeah, sure. I don't think it's that shitty. Okay. Not like not like that shitty. Really. Yeah, it's shitty, but not that. shitty. I mean, when I watch videos of your guys's like house and like your tracks, I'm like salivating. I'm like, dude, yeah. it's got to be so exciting every fucking morning. You know, you're gonna ride some bitch and shit, even when it's rough and hammered. Yeah. The dirt is good. Yeah. Oh, totally. Because it can be, we can ride it literally all week and put a shit ton of water down, and it'll be still mint the next day. You know? Right. Um, and two and two soupy tracks. Two. If you don't want one, you can go ride the other. Yeah. Yeah. And then and the ne- the nest is that where that kid's yeah, place? That dirt's yeah. insane looking. Like, oh my god. <laughs> no, it's good. And then you know the white. We have the two different dirt: one red clay and one white clay, and they're just. They're still so different, you know, dirt-wise, but both tacky. Yeah. It's kind of cool, man. And we can just prep it the way we want to. We don't have to rely on, on, on people doing it and this and that. And we have a water truck, so we can actually water pretty heavy where we want to. And we get every, every single angle of it instead of having the sprinkler hit one spot too much and one corner is completely dry, you know? Yeah, yeah. The, the Cali tracks, I used to say when I was at Yamaha, uh, we have a 20-minute window to test, and then it's – it's way too wet or way too beat down. We have 20 minutes here, yeah, guys. I'm the yeah. person, <laughs> I like it to be a little bit, rather a little bit muddy in the morning and, and wait and maybe get break the track in instead of going on there, do two laps and blow the layer off, and then that's it. Out of all the Supercross tracks you've ridden in Corona, who has the best dirt for the practice track? Um, I, I think KTM. I, actually, Suzuki is, is pretty good if it's watered right, but I think KTM has the best dirt for sure. Yeah, I think they brought dirt in too. Over yeah, there. That, it's pretty new dirt and might be completely different than all the other tracks. But I know that theirs get get actually like rutted. Yeah. Well, Kenny, uh, thank you for your time tonight. I appreciate it. Uh, you're the big news switching to Honda. Uh, I appreciate the time you had for us tonight. It's going to be exciting to see you on that bike with the new bike, new rider. Honda's going balls out to try to win. Um, this is going to be a real exciting year. You got Dunge, you got Tomac, you got uh, Jason Anderson, yourself, uh, uh, who knows who else, and then Seeley. Seeley's going to be good too. Seeley's going to be great. Yeah, he's going good right yeah. now, actually. Really good. Yeah, Seeley's going to be underrated if he can just, you know, stay healthy and all that. Trey switch too. And man, it's going to be awesome. Uh, thank you. Thank you for your time. Uh, good luck. We'll, we'll see you at the Monster Cup, man. Thanks, no Kenny. No worries at all, man. All Thanks, right. guys. See Thanks. You. See you. Bye-bye. Vortex Racing bringing you Kenny Roxon. Gotta love his interviews. Yeah, I like him because he's just straight up. He cusses a little bit. He's real. I think Honda's going to have some issues with some social media stuff, but. Uh, I like how he, at the beginning, beginning of the interview, he used the word crap yep. and slowly worked his way up to shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, I don't know what's going to happen. It's a new bike. Uh, Here's the thing. He has nowhere to go but down. Like, if he doesn't win, he's fucked. No, I don't think so. Because I feel it's a like new he... bike. No, because it's a new bike. <sighs> All right, well, okay, let me rephrase this. 
Honda's fucked. <laughs> no, I don't think so, because it's the new bike. Everyone's going to give it some time. If, if Roxon doesn't win and he gets fifth, well, then Dude, Honda's a piece of shit. You think he's going to get fifth? No, I'm just saying. Right, right, right. It, Honda is like, and Roxon, if he doesn't win, because everybody expects him to win, because that's what he did. He, I mean, there's nowhere yeah. to go. He has to win. Do you agree with my comment about the OEMs, though? Oh, absolutely. Because I mean, I've been involved in internal stuff. Well, so have I. Yeah, yeah right. So yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah. like how it's, important it is the relationship to to meet, handshake yeah. the Japanese engineer that built yeah. that that machine. Win or lose, though, Roxon's going to be interesting to watch. Uh, him <laughs> and that new bike and everything else. It's going to be great. But I don't think he realized, and and a lot of these pros that don't realize is us fans, when you switch to a brand, it gets us so excited yes, yes. about racing in general. One, to me, when a lot of guys switch, I love going to Anaheim. I know you're going to talk shit about the daytime program, but I love seeing guys on their new stuff. Like, it's it's cool. Like, it's bitching. Like, oh, last yeah, year yeah. wasn't really nothing because everyone's on the same stuff. Yeah. So this year's going to be fun. Uh, welcome back, JT, Fly Racing Zone, Jason Thomas. Um, Thank you. Kenny just gave us a great interview. Should be interesting to see how he looks. Um, he didn't say dick cheese at all. He did not say dick cheese, but um, he's probably thinking about thinking that about Steve. He he did say that he he enjoys giving it back to people on social media. He says it makes you know it's fun. So uh, I can see that. I mean, he definitely enjoys it because he does it all the time. <laughs> I think there's a it's kind of BS a little bit that social media has created this climate where people think it's okay to say anything they want to people. Oh, absolutely. I, I really don't. I really don't like that. Like you would never say these things to people in person. Here's what you do. But, it's insane. It's insane. The way people are in 2016, you look at the, the guy's username. That's talking shit. Mm-hmm. Go on Facebook, punch that fucking name in and you see who's talking shit on you. You'll be fine. Just fine. Just look at them. You'd be like, I'm okay. And then, like, again, like, on another level, like, if I'm a dad and I got a daughter and she's, you're just like, what are you doing? Like. Right. God, I, I'd hate to be raising kids in this day and age. But the, the cool thing Facets is. Facets are no problem. 200 comments or something and you have seven assholes, that's a good ratio. It is true. A lot more people telling Roxon and, and, uh, and Dungeon, these guys, that they rule. Right. You know? No, I know. It's just, I, I just, I really don't like the the anonymity what it's done to people just their personality and the things they're willing to say to people like have some respect like why would you do that that person's done nothing to you yeah no there there are people that i unfollowed on social media because i just think they're kind of douchebags and whether they we had a personal argument or disagreement or whether i don't agree with their views or whatever but i don't say anything to them I just, okay, I'm done with you. Like, I'm done. I just ignore it, or actually... I just unfollow them. I'm just like, I'm done. I come back and kill them with kindness, and and agree with them a little bit, Uh and then they flip their tune real quick. Yeah, yeah. I had a guy riding a dirt rider about me taking him out at a track, and dirt rider forwarded me the email, and the guy was like, F. Kiefer, he's disrespectful, he took me out, he made me almost crash. I emailed him back and took the time to email him back and apologize and say, if I did do that... I didn't know you were there, and I apologize. He sent me an email back. Oh, you're the best. I can't wait to listen to the next show. Like, he flipped his tune real quick. So, um, Yeah, no, it's amazing. Uh, all right, JT, uh, we're going to do the BTO Sports Tweet at Travis segment uh, with you right now. This is uh, the best tweet at Pulp Show. We interrupt this 
broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from DTOSports.com. Here's the tweet to Travis. BTOsports.com, uh, anything you need for your biker body, they've got it. Call in, mention PulpMX, or put PulpMX in the coupon code section, and they're working on making the code work, people. I- I've been in touch with them uh, this week or last week, and I think we're going to work on that, and uh, you're going to be able to just punch in that code from now on. Uh, biker body, OEM parts, uh, Fox gear, Fly gear, uh, um, uh, Works Connection, FMF, uh, Michelin, they've got it at BTOsports.com. They'll, ho- they'll hook you up. Um, so these questions are submitted to at Pulpamex Show on Twitter. Travis Marks over there um, goes through them, combs through them, picks the best ones for myself, JT, and Kiefer. And uh, all right, Travis, let's do this. Ben wants to know, for everyone, with the 2016 racing season pretty much over, what was your highlight and low light of the season? Uh, Kiefer, you first. I'm sorry, I was typing. What was the question? Uh, never mind. Okay. Thanks, Kiefer. Missed out on that one. <laughs> JT, was, go, go ahead with your answer. Highlight. Uh, yeah, that's a tough one. Um, You're so biased towards say, what happened lately. Highlight and low light of the season? That's the question. I'm, I'm going to say low light was uh, Dungy going out of the outdoor championship and then kind of us losing that to see what would happen there. Mm-hmm. Um, highlight, uh, I, I liked watching uh, Chad's first few races to see him in the mix. Uh, that, was, that was pretty fun, just to see the old guy kind of mixing it up with those guys. My low light would be Nelson getting hurt. I agree, that's mine. Uh, uh, yeah, that's that's a good call. I know. I'm now we made you look like an asshole, right, JT? No, it just didn't even come to my mind. I know. Um, I'm just kidding. Um, different level deal. My highlight might be like those two, three races end a soupy when Tomac and Roxon got good. Yeah. Do you remember? Uh, Tomac uh, tested a little bit. Roxon did the clamp slash motor change. They were kind of beating Dunge or challenging Dunge. They were going at it. I can think of New York for sure as one. The highlight of me was, uh, for me was Roxon and Dungey going out. I don't forget which race, but they went back and forth. It was a real ruddy race, the real gnarly ruddy event. Boston? No, it was maybe Indy. Was Indy ruddy? Indy was ruddy, yeah. I think it was Indy. Or what about... Roxon at Glen Helen, a highlight for me because the way he dropped Dungey. Ryan Dungey, I have the utmost respect for, gnarly outdoor animal. I'll never put Dungey's supercross skills as the same level as other guys. I can think of guys that were better. Outdoors, though, I just think Dungey's one of the best ever. And Kenny followed that dude for 22 minutes right there, decided, I got to go, passed him, and I don't know, put three, four seconds on him. In two laps, maybe yeah. even one lap. Right. And I was just like, holy shit. Like, you just don't do that to Ryan Dungey. You don't just follow the dude around and put on that kind of clinic. So, that might be my highlight. Those two. You remember in Rocky IV, whenever whenever Drago was just taking all of Apollo's punches? Yeah. And yeah. The guy just yelled at him, whatever he yelled at Yeah, him. yeah. And that was kind of like how it was. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Just uh, got busy, killed him. Yeah. All right. Uh, JT Kyle wants to know what team were you most excited to get on? Most excited? Uh, yeah, that's a tough one. I would say when I left Arena Cross and went back to Supercross when I first joined Subway Honda, um, it wasn't really so much the team. Like I was happy about that, but it was 
uh, I was going back to Supercross. I was really, really excited to go back to Supercross. You weren't doing the Canadian Outdoors slash Arena Cross program Black anymore? Blackfoot. Blackfoot, yeah. Um, the Blackfoot thing was actually really good. I, it was more just, I, I really missed Supercross. I wanted to be back out there. I yeah. Didn't, I didn't really like the Arena Cross deal. It was all like so much partying. It was just a different, I don't know, different deal. Um, JT was almost on Yamaha Troy. Kiefer. Why did, in, what happened like to that? The, How like come the, he didn't make it? Osterman said Yamaha shut him down. Oh, really? Yeah, McCarty said I was too old for, uh, to basically start that program again. You know, to go back down. They just said I was kind of too old. That was already, that was 05, so I was already like 26. And Whatever. I signed uh, Planet. Remember Planet Honda? Yeah. They switched to Yamahas. They, they were did? going to. Oh. Here, well, they were. And I signed the contract with the guy that... Oh, God, I forgot the guy's name. He was based out of San Diego. He's kind of a sketchy guy now that I think of it. And, uh, yeah, never. And the team folded. Never never happened. Right. I think the contract was $8,000. I thought I made it. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would have never done that Yamaha Troy deal, though, because I, I would have had to take a huge pay cut to do it overall. So I probably wouldn't have done it. Right. It would have been interesting uh, to test the bike and all that. What yeah. was your biggest salary that you had on a team? For a year. That you actually collected or on paper. Yeah, that you got. Uh, it wasn't all that much. Um, 70? Yeah, like 60-ish, 70. I don't know. It wasn't that much. But there was so much money to be made back then. I mean, there was all these revenue streams. Every every sponsor had bonus structures. There was privateer funds. There was all these different ways, you know. Uh, OEM contingency and just man, it's just money coming from everywhere. So. so it was safe to say you'd make six figures on a normal, like a good year, like several years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, I That's was awesome. on six figures, but it was, it was just easier to make money. You know, every company was making money, so they put money back into the sport. The OEMs were doing well, um, and then all that dried up, and it really yeah. hasn't come back. Weimer, Weimer, and Chisholm would do unspeakable things for six figures. Right now, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nah, they're they're. Uh, Weimer's making six figures for sure. Guaranteed. I don't what? know. He's not. Uh, he's yeah. not on a team. I don't know if Weimer made six figures. And he was on. Year. He was on RCA. Oh, you're All talking season. about okay. Dude, this year, f- yeah. fill in, fill in deals. They don't. They don't kill it. Um, yeah, I mean, he just won Trans World Plan. He just won RCA trade. He got second at RCA trade. He's making six figures. I guarantee you. Chisholm's got HJC I mean, money. Not. Nothing like he used to make, but. Uh, all right, next question. Darkside wants to know, Kiefer, what is the thing you like testing the least, whether it be a product or a oh, specific did you tweet that thing out? bike component? Did you tweet that stuff out? It's, I'm working on it right now. The least. Bro, um, the app, the, the tweeting. Of the <laughs> What's happened to you? We got a lot going on right now. I paid him cash money for that app tonight for the show, his, his fee, mm-hmm. and he is, that's it. Mailing it in, bro. That's it. That's it. I'm out. <laughs> Dropping the mic because he's leaving the night. I'm out. Stream don't work. Tweets aren't getting out. Yeah. You see him? You see his face right now? He's actually bummed. He's sad that it's not going well. I'm, I am. And you're jabbing him. That's okay. Jab, jab? It, means, jab? it means I care. Right. JT, what were you saying? I was saying it's like when Tits gets his last Moto 60 payment. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's out. <laughs> Uh, dark side, I don't really have anything that I dislike te- testing, but the type of testing I dislike the most is durability testing. Because it just fucking wears me out so bad. Like, 
It's a long it day. Takes, takes your durability down, right? Yeah, very much. They and as how, I get, I'm getting old, so my my much, reboot time's not very good. How much of a break do they give you between motos? Um, well, on bad days, they'll have two riders only. So you do a 30 minute moto, you get a 30 minute break, yeah, and then. But on good days, you have three riders, so you have an hour break. Yeah. But you end how up doing. How hard you have to ride? Um, I mean, you know, JT, you don't you don't oh, ever I, ride I, slow. I got four Manitoba titles, but I don't know. But I mean, you ride seventy percent, but still a good clip, right? And your that, I mean, your heart rate's still one sixty, one seventy. Guess I'm garbage. So, <laughs> four motos a day times several weeks—it's gnarly. I'm garbage. So what do I know? All right. Uh, ben wants to know how do you think the DV and Christian pairing will go? Ah, this is—I know one thing. It's gold for our show. <laughs> Absolute gold. I want to check in with them every week. Right. I feel that might be too much, though. But um, I think I think Paige and DV are going to be the the real story. When Paige asks him something and he tells the woman to go in the corner, right? Yeah, Paige is pretty outspoken, mm-hmm. you know, in person and on social media and all that. And DV is obviously DV, so I think that's where the the real entertainment will come from. Where do you think DV will help Christian the most in your eyes? I mean, he's going to tell him. He's going to. I already know what's going to happen. I, they don't need to start in October. They only need to start a week for Anaheim. He's going to tell them. Tire pressure. Tire pressure. Stay low in the berms. DV is not. A DV, high berm guy? DV says, you know, just make this track shorter. Okay. Stay low in the berms. Keep your momentum up. I mean, that's where he's going to try to help them. Right. Body positioning, all that type of stuff. God, it's hard the, to. The only, thing, the only thing Christian really needed was the last five laps. I mean, he, he's a great starter. He's great in the whoops. I just felt like Cooper capitalized on the last five laps every time. Is, that's just it. Is he on DV's running thing, or is this just like a, a riding no, he, technique No, he's got a thing? trainer. Yeah, no, trainer job. Oh, okay. He's got a trainer. So, okay, if I have to be completely honest, and that's what I am on this show. Yes. I don't think they make it to the end of Soupy. Okay. I think they start the year together. First month or whatever, and I don't. Christian could easily win a title. Don't get me wrong. Like, like I'm not. It's not going to go south where Christian's riding. I just think either DV gets tired of it, like I'm, I'm over it. Christian gets tired of paying him. I feel like I've learned everything I've got. I don't think they make the end of Supercross. That's my honest opinion, and it's not saying it's going to blow up into this big bomb. I'm saying one DV gets tired of it. Christian gets tired of it. Like whatever. DV's not like that. DV's not the type of go F you unless you really do something bad to him. No, no, he'll just be over it. Right, he'll just he, be like... DV's I, very fleeting, like... Yes. I'm all into moto, I love moto, I love moto, I love moto, I hate moto, I hate moto, I hate moto. Right. I love my cat, I wish my cat was dead. Right. DV is very up and down. I, but, would, I would say before the end, like the West break, I think that's it. Yeah. JT, prediction? Uh, I'm going to say... Is any, are you guys familiar with the Hindenburg? Yes. Something like that. <laughs> Just flaming down, down. Dude. Yeah, you like that? This I, is flaming dragon. I uh, <laughs> I don't think it's going to go that bad. No way. But he'll help Christian. He's smart. But oh, he, yeah. but, he will help him. But, but he's got some dynamic personalities that have got to work with each other. He Yeah, he yeah. he just can't yell at Christian. Yeah. I, I don't I think really he's the think type that, right. I think he's going to yell at Christian, and then Paige is going to yell at DV. And then it's just going to go completely sideways. <laughs> and then it's going to explode all over social media. 
Uh, Great for the show. Good stuff for the show, though, JT. It's good, it's good show material. It is good show material. Someone should follow, uh, get a camera and follow the that in, whole thing. The around. Infab DV check-in. Yes. Perhaps we do that. That is a really good one. TV, if you take DV side, then I think you will not get any hot dogs in 2017. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, just, I, I think apathy strikes before disaster. So, All right, next question. Steven wants to know, JT, what are your thoughts on Trey's Red Bull helmet? Since you know he knows Fly likes their guys to run stuff customers can buy. I don't get this. I saw this question a few times on Instagram, and and, and like, what do you want Trey to do? He's got a Red Bull deal with K. He's got to put Red Bull on a Fly helmet. I don't. Uh... Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that we feel the same about it as Fox does about Roxanne Dundee's helmet. Yeah, like. It is, it is what it is. Like, there's nothing you can do about no, it. No, and, and, and Fly can't get pissed, and they can understand, and, 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 and Trey has to understand. I mean, big deal. Yeah, it's not awesome, but what are you going to do? And Trey doesn't get to wear his replica helmet that he makes money off of, you know? So it's, yeah. it is what it is. All right. David wants to know, Kiefer, is there a certain time of day when a man's PPM is at its peak? Can the moon's gravitational pull affect it? Definitely before you go riding, do not do it. PPM is lower after you ride, I feel, for me. PPM is higher before I go riding. We were discussing this earlier. We were going to try different things and do fun types of sex. It's we were discussing in the, this? Yes, at the break. Oh. It's, better in the, <laughs> it's better in the afternoon before, uh, if you're over the age of 35, you don't got a lot of um, energy oomph after 9 o'clock at night. Like, for me, I'm over it. I don't care what she's walking out in or yeah. what she doesn't have on. I'm just kind of over it. I'm just like, I just want to go to bed. Mm. And she backs it up, you, and I'm like, all right. You guys, Honestly, you know you what? You guys did Snapchat. You were in bed at 730? Well, here's something? the deal. Yeah. Right? And we don't do it. We're in bed. We just hang out and talk. Yeah, and, no, I'm saying that you were you were like, yeah, right. yeah. We were talking about this, too, though, at the shootout with some, with some kids because we have a bunch of kids around. I go. Sometimes we both lay naked and we spoon naked, and I'll lay my and I'll lay my dog in between her butt cheeks and just let it hang out in there. I don't get hard over it. I just let it chill out. What is going on right now with the show? What is happening? I'm just saying, <laughs> you fall asleep that way. Like that's that's the level that I'm at when you're married for so long. It just you just fall asleep. You don't get roused up. Long story short, PPM afternoon. Move on. Okay, here we go. Sorry. Yeah, you like that? What just happened? Travis? Kiefer happened. <laughs> Kiefer did happen. <laughs> okay. Uh, Steven wants to know, how much would an electric start have helped a web? I to love my sex. When did you get that one? Uh, I've been storing it up for you. For when you got the weirdest you've ever gotten. Really? Let's get tropical. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Jesus. Jesus. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Welcome back, everybody. BTOsports.com. Fly racing. Pulp and show. Oh, boy. Um, How much would an electric start have would have helped Webb at the Nations? Yeah, that was something that we talked about. Chad and I talked about. JT and I talked about. He... I mean, he struggled getting on his bike, though, and everything. You know what I mean? He struggled getting up, over the hay bale, onto the bike, 
it yeah. wasn't just a, he got to the bike super quick and it wouldn't start. Some guy asked me that. Well, like, he could have started it before he got on it. Yeah. If he had an electric start. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. It wouldn't have mattered. you go jump on his side saddle. I, I washed it, and someone asked me the same question. Hey, if we had an electric start, we would have been fine. I go, no. Because you watch him, how long it picks him up, picks how long it takes him to pick the bike up and even push it to get it around. Fevre was gone. The other guy was gone. We were already screwed. So. Okay. Rick wants to know, with JGR switching to Suzuki, any chance Yamaha signs another rider to its team? Maybe, right? I don't know. Are they going to do... JT, do you think they just go 12 rounds outdoors with Coop? That's it? That's what you do? I don't know. It's tough to, tough to say. I mean, this this changes everything to them. So as far as having Yamaha's on the track, so mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they put another guy alongside Webb. Tough to say. Is there I'm another? Sure they, I'm sure oh, they're kicking it around. Apologize. Is there um? Am I missing a 450 Yamaha outdoors besides Coop in the top ten? Uh, Tommy Tommy Hahn in the top ten. In the top ten. Tommy Hahn. No. Do we have a bad connection? You think Tommy Hahn's going to get 10th or better? What did, what did he, he say? Do I have a bad connection? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold so, on. You think Tommy's going to get 10th? No, he doesn't. Uh, he can. He can. So can you? It was some work. I I fully support Christina Denny's choice of Tommy Hahn, and I think he given the chance, can do very well. RoostMX.net. He'll crash a lot, too, but I think he can get top 10. Uh, it's close. Like I, I oh. picture him close to that. Yes. Still waiting for a zebra to change some stripes. I haven't seen it yet, but I'll look, keep looking. Um. So, okay, so for reals, Webb and maybe Tommy Hahn outdoors in a 450 class? I, I don't know. I mean, they obviously just gained a bunch of budget back. Yes. Right? So what I, they choose to do with that is anybody's guess, really. I'd be but, calling Chiz. But they need to have a guy on that bike prior to the Nationals, you know, to get oh, him. Oh, yeah. No, no, you know what I'm sure. saying? Like, That's Freddie Norn? He ain't, he ain't leaving Honda. Maybe they, maybe they hire Brayton. He ain't leaving Honda. Dude, I think he could, I think he could leave Honda. Freddie's deal they is... They got a guy. Freddie's deal... They got a guy that can fill Freddie's shoes. I understand that, but... What Freddie can bring besides whoever the next the other guy is is what can Freddie bring that the other guy can't? Um, Maybe they give all that money to Stu. It worked well in the Yamaha the first time. Oh god. <laughs> okay. Maybe it's just me. Now, you got a bad connection now for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next question. Uh, Kiefer Cody wants to know the story behind Big Boar. Really? The nickname Big Boar. I thought everybody knew that. Um, yeah, just Anaheim. I had a, a cheater, cheater at KTM. And uh, after practice that I was jumping triples from the inside like no other 125 or 250F at the time was, I was walking up just the stairs where everybody sits and watch practice. And DV's about 20 uh, flights up yelling, Big Boar! Right there! Big Boar! <laughs> I love that story and the fact that you guys didn't know each other and now you're didn't know who he was. I mean, I knew who he was, but yeah. never talked to the guy. <laughs> He's just fucking calling me out, and I'm looking around and I look at the KTM guy. He's like, "Just go walk over the other side. Don't go over there." So I'm like, "All right." So I sat lower, and he was like a fucking heckler. 
He's just like, big boar, how's that inside line? I got to use that in my practice. That's what he was saying. I was like, what a French asshole. At least you know DB's like, never. He's like that guy in uh, Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Shooter McGavin. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and and then obviously I know DB later on, and I it's like great. him a lot. Yeah. It's great. That's it. All right, everybody, BTOsports.com. Use code PULPAMX when you're checking out or coupon code or whatever. They'll hook you up. Whatever you need from Fly Racing, you'll get it. 2017 Fly Racing stuff dropping now on the website. Um, JT, uh, when can we talk about that thing that's happening? When is that yeah. happening? What the hell are you talking about? You know. You this know. interview is over. You know, I JT. Don't think, I don't think I do. Des Nations. When does that, when does that drop? Des Nations. Kiefer, you know. Yeah. Kiefer brought uh, it up to me. I don't know. Well, how do you not know? You're part of the company. <laughs> he knows. He doesn't. He's confused or he's acting you confused. You text me? You just I don't can't, know. You just can't give us a date? Yeah, like, it's big news. I don't know what we're talking about. I really All don't. All right, never mind. Gosh. All right. Everything's so secretive. Uh, don't text me. I, I don't know. Lino, Lino just tweeted me right now. Uh, the new app BS. Travis is a pile of shit. Fire his ass. God dang it! Right now, Lino said that. Travis. Hi, Lino. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the tips, Lino. Hey. Um, all right, uh, JT. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Flyracing.com. Uh, go there, buy something, or go to a dealer and buy something. Um, and uh, they'll help. They'll help you out. They'll hook you up. Uh, what, what are we talking about? Motocross nations. I'm. I'm really confused. That's probably where he heard it. When he heard it, you had meetings at these nations. I did. That. That uh, that uh. deal. Oh, I do got a question that maybe you can answer though. When is uh, Fly going to have um, limited edition um, light hydrogen gear come out? And it, will it be solid colors? Um, I would say about 10 days from now. Oh, wow. Monster Cup Monster gear? Cup. Is it solid uh, colors? I can, neither, I can neither confirm nor deny. Fly is Hold on, hold on. I'm getting oh, really excited here. Here we go. JT, please to Christ, is it solid colors? Over gear, bro. Over gear. <laughs> I, can't, uh, I can't tell you what it looks like. That's... That's kind of the point of limited edition gear. Really <laughs> will you will you text me a picture of it? Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do the photo thing. I've been there, as I talked about with Kenny. Texting photos ahead of time is not good. Oh my god! I hope it's solid color. It's not good. Oh, Mathis, I think I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, not yet. Okay, all right, thanks. But down the line, that doesn't tell I mean, us when. Yeah, when? Like what? Yeah. Uh, I'm. November one. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, don't text photos that aren't supposed to be out. Okay, just email it to me then. Thank you, Roxon, for helping me out on that. Solid colors. <laughs> he, he saved me. Solid colors. Uh, in the chat room, Travis, stop watching Kiefer's porn and fix your app. <laughs> so, have you seen his porn though? It's um, good stuff. <laughs> uh, Dark side, you got a cheers question. What's up? Yeah, man, I wish I had known the new flag gear was coming out. I just placed an order today. It's all right. You can order more. <laughs> True. Yeah, man, do we know what Chiz is doing for 17? Uh, well, we know Brittany's got a nip slip a little bit. That was what? good. Yeah. Holy, did you not? That was, oh, that yeah. was great. Did I, you see my comment? No, I, I missed I, all this. On the comment, there's a, you know, they're having their anniversary, and she's sitting there, and her, her, her nipple's hard in her shirt. And I go, the password is nipple. 
She's Scott. She's she's breastfeeding, right? So that's what kind of happens. I don't. I don't know. He even he. I would not said anything, but even he said it in the comments. Like, excuse oh. my wife's nipple, but she didn't care. Oh, okay. So then I felt that that was free range to okay. to, to. All right. Honestly, I need to talk to Chiz, uh, Dark Side, and find out. Like, I don't know what's going to go on. That Rocky Mountain team won't be around next year, um, in its current form. So he's out of a deal there. Rockwell hmm. wants to do something with Freddie. Maybe Chiz. Rockwell? Hondas again? Um, I assume. He'd look really good under the Rock River truck, but they're full. So. He needs um, something, man. He's just too good. Team Tedder. I feel like Tedder is more of a SoCal bro team. Mm. Well, Nick's not bro. No, but he's SoCal guy. Yeah. He knows them well. I don't know. Uh, JT, have you heard anything? Do you know anything? I haven't. No, I don't know. I think. it's going to come down to the wire, you know? Hopefully yeah. something How old's Chiz now? 27? JT? Would know? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. He turned pro in 05. So, yeah, he's got to be 27-ish. Yeah. Yep. No, hey, no. Mathis, did, go ahead. Go ahead. Dark side. Oh, I said, did you see my tweets about talking to Decker and Hedgie this weekend? Um. Oh, I just got Brittany's photo sent to me oh yeah see that that's one nip when did her boobs get that big period they've been big does she have fake boobs anyway i don't know but i think i feel like those are bigger than normal let, let the boob woman see because she knows a um, good angle uh uh i saw the decker one dark side yeah i mean honestly like i get this tweet i get these tweets every now i can't force a dude to to want to do a podcast you know like Craig well, Decker? Yeah, well, I talked to him and he, he just said yeah man yeah. i do i need to call him back yeah I but need, i need to get on there Oh, Chiz will be 29 in December, according to the producer. So, um, I, yeah, I mean, how many times can I call? Like, like, honestly, doing a podcast with Craig Decker, I would be interested in that. That would be cool. But on the other hand, I'm not making any extra money from it. And honestly, how many people would really care all that much? I do. Don't get me wrong. I've literally text sent him eight to ten texts and a call. I think I'll have to message. What more can I do? Right? That's right. so Craig, though. I mean, yeah, Craig's a nice guy. He's just, a nice guy, but he's he he's an old soul. Like dude, I'm not going to kill myself for a Craig right. Decker podcast. I think I feel like I've done quite a bit more than a lot of other motocross media would do. He's a great test rider, man. He is. I want to really talk to good. him about it. So, yeah, yeah Dark Side. I don't know, man. Uh, well, yeah, and I offered Hedgie a X-Brand sticker. He, uh, he said absolutely not. Uh, Hedgie should take that. He who's, should take who's that. Who's Hedgie? Oakley guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, thanks, Dark Side. Yep, see I appreciate it. JT, as always, thank you for your time tonight. Appreciate it. Flyracing.com. You will be here, JT, for the Monster Cup? I will be. You will be in town? You will not stay for the show, though, of course? I will not. Solid. You are, solid. You are correct on both accounts. It's bullshit. You should stay that Monday, but... Solid callers. Whatever. Um, thanks for your insight, and uh, I'm sure we will talk tomorrow morning via text. Steve, are you going to the SMX Cup this weekend? No, I am not. No, it is in Germany. Right. I, I am not going. Um, breaking news, though. Kiefer's are not going to Finland to no. race the Noof. Not going, JT. Not happy mm. about that. Too much shit That's going on that week. Can't go. There will be a uh, an interesting, uh, I think, scratch from the SMX Cup this weekend, too. That'll be interesting to watch unfold. Oh, yeah, I kind of know what that's about, too. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Do we all? Yeah. Oh. We talked about it earlier today. Yeah. You and I did. The 51? Oh, I don't know who it is, but you can you can do whatever you want with that. 
<laughs> That's so vague. I don't know. I, I, I'm lost. I, we talked about this earlier. I don't even know. Um, sure. All right. uh, okay. Well, no. Hey, buddy, thank you for coming on. Flyracing.com zone, Jason Thomas. And uh, we'll talk to you down the road. See you, JT. Yeah. All right, Jason Thomas, everybody. Who's he talking about? Uh, let me think about it. I'll, I'll get back to you. An interesting scratch. I would think of Barsha because they're going to be a Suzuki, but eh, why not one, one more race on the Yamaha? He's probably getting paid decent money. No? Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, let's take this call for uh, Kiefer from Kate. What's up, Kate? Hi there. How's it going? Good. How are you? Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, I just had a quick question regarding using a steering stabilizer. Um, I have a couple of friends, and they seem to swear by them, say they're great. I haven't really noticed a lot of people using them, per se, but maybe I'm just not paying attention. So I'm just wondering what if that's really that beneficial. Um, I, I do motocross. I have a 14YZ250F, thinking about getting a 17, um, and I'm just wondering if that's really something – that I need to get or to do, or if that's something I can pass on and be fine. Um, if you're just doing moto, honestly, it doesn't, um, I mean, it depends. Like on some tracks it does, if it's really fast and square edge choppy, then yeah, steering stabilizer can help. But if you have a good suspension setting and you're just riding mostly moto in Southern California, are you from SoCal? Um, well, I'm, I'm more up near uh, Hangtown, but I do come down there to ride. I was actually just at the round one of TWMX at Milestone. Yeah. Um, like but, you, uh, you wouldn't really yeah. feel it that much at those types of tracks. And it does make the steering feel a little bit heavier. So the tighter the track, it might be a little bit tough to, uh, to steer and get into the corner. Um, even when you turn it all the way off, you still kind of feel a little bit of a drag, but just depending mm-hmm. on how, you know, the track conditions and, and how fast you go and, and honestly, I would say if uh, you, you needed to do something, that I know there's some triple clamp companies. I know Ride Engineering actually has triple clamps that you can install the the Honda steering stabilizer, and that kind of helps the initial lean coming into corners and stuff like that. But nothing too high well, speed. I don't want to like. Maybe this is. Uh, uh, oh, go ahead. Sexist? What would this be? Where, oh. you, where you say like a woman isn't as strong as a man? Is that se- what is that? <laughs> That's sexist. That's scientific. No, I know, but but you know what I mean. Like I don't, without knowing Kate's body type and body structure, right? A stabilizer could help her because you know less strength of holding on if you have some head shake. Yeah, but I feel like because, she can get some of that with steering tightness too. Okay, like she can right. tighten your steering head a little bit. Again, I don't. I'm going to get in trouble here from Pookie or somebody, but just saying. <laughs> Kate, no, I, I would. I, I do have the ride engineering triple clamp already, and I actually have the. Race Tech suspension, they're great. Love them. So I'm really happy with the setup I have now. I feel like my bike handles pretty well, and I, from the sound of it, um, I actually missed the beginning um, of the show, but from the sound of it, the new 17s sound even better as far as handling. So, I mean, yeah, I'm it fine is. not using one. Right. It's, I mean, especially if the new Yamahas are that much better. Um, I just figured if it's going to give me an edge or an advantage, then and if it's affordable, then why not try it? Yeah, I would. I would rather you see you, you spend your money somewhere else than dumping, you know, four or five hundred bucks in a in a dampener. Um, so, okay. if you do That's have the right engineering and you, and you feel like you need to do that, then obviously his clamps are made. You can you can buy a Honda one, and I think it's one hundred fifty bucks, and you can use that. And try that. Okay. And that would work on a Yamaha? Yep. If you have the ride okay. engineering clamps, there's a spot in front that's already uh, ready to install. Yeah, you know. just two bolts and yeah. it bolts right on. So. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks, thanks for the info. Thanks, Kate. Thanks See you, Kate. For, all right. Uh, 
All right, buddy. I thought she was going to ask something, like, different. I was bummed. Heather, what's the verdict on Chiz boobs? Uh, I'm not really sure because I never saw before pictures. Oh. I don't know. You just want to check them out just to check them out? Well, I was just looking. Okay, yeah. Oh. All right, everybody. Uh, we're going to take our commercial break here. Uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Kenny Roxon, thank him for coming on the show. We thank uh, Chris Riesenberg from Racetech. Uh, Weege, uh, JT, of course, I'll come on. Uh, we got a few more segments when we come back. And, oh, you know what? The NFAB JGR check-in. Um, let's call it. Weege did that, too. This is JGR check-in. N-Fab.com, proud sponsors of the uh, Ampro Yamaha, NFAB Ampro Yamaha off-road team and the JGR team. Uh, everybody at JGR is locked down as far as interviewing, you know. Can't really get anything out of them. Uh-huh. I did talk to J-Bone, like, off the record. but um, So we can't really do much. But we did check in with JGR. We talked a lot about JGR. And that's NFAB. Cheap truck and interview. There you parts. go. Right. All right, people. Uh, second commercial break. We'll be right back after this. Lots more segments to come with uh, Chris Kiefer and uh, myself, Steve Mathis. Thanks, everybody. God bless. Hey, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, we see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulpamex. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Pulp MX Show. That's right. Hey, listen, I know a bunch of you people probably need suspension work. I would bet that a lot of you people need suspension work. Pookie, how's your suspension? Ah, I definitely need some work. And from who? Racetech, Obvi. Obvi. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying the racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. 10% off Racetech parts and labor. Use pulp code PULPMX2015 when you order. And, uh... I guarantee you guys need some springs. You need some suspension work, your bushings, your seals. Vince Freeze uses Race Tech. 
Pookie, who else? Who's your favorite rider that uses race tech? Omaha's own Cody Gilmore uses race tech. That's right, everybody. Cody Gilmore uses race tech. They offer a full line of high-performance springs, suspension parts, suspension revalves, of course, the world-famous gold valves as well. Race tech suspension. Check it out, bro. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerve steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB nerve steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to The Pulp Show. Listen, Chris Kiefer here in studio, and if there's anybody to talk to him about these new Michelin Starcross 5 tires that come in hard, medium, soft, and a sand version, it's him because he did the testing on them. Kiefer, uh, which, uh, talk about the testing. Which ones did you like? Well, when I tested them, I tested, uh, tested mostly with the mediums and the soft, and we went to all different types of tracks in Southern California. And the good part about it is that the medium um, terrain tire was good at every track we went to, even with some sand, hard pack. So there's a wide variety I could use with that medium tire. Yeah, let's face it. Most guys have the money only for one set of tires, one set of pattern tread. Right. Mediums are where they're going to go. Yeah, medium's a good choice, and especially if you've got uh, anywhere from soft all the way, even to really hard pack, it's pretty good. Michelin's been around a long time. They've done a lot of things for tires, uh, Kiefer, and uh, they managed to improve just about every part of the Starcross 5. One thing they're super proud of, though, when talking to the guys at Michelin, is that they shaved weight. It's uh, 10% compared to their, their previous tires, which uh, 10% when they're rolling mass tires is quite a bit. Yeah, too. you got to think about it. it's unsprung weight. So uh, when you're dealing with a lighter tire, which you know the new Starcross is, and I tested with previously with their previous version with the MH3, um, 
I got a little bit better acceleration and braking. And uh, that's not to mention their, their casing technology, but just the, the lightweight itself is a huge advantage on the track. So there you have Michelin Starcross 5, hard, medium, soft, and sand. New off-road and motocross tires now available wherever Michelin tires are sold. Check them out at michelinmotorcycle.com. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pope listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's unleash the power within usually safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility notice how we said usually the all-new line of atlas braces are 20 percent lighter have three times more suspension in them maintain the much needed flexibility and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less the experience speaks for itself the only thing left to do is join rv Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at Atlas Brace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Bichalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Schwartz? Then listen up. 
can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock a Vortex Pro. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the Paul BMX show. Talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. The cult of personality 
My Chilliwack songs, yes, where yeah. I was driving and I'm like, Chilliwack. gun, 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 you've been gun so long. And I'm like, what happened to Chilliwack? Yeah, and I bought them, like, <laughs> Chilliwack. Remember? Yeah, oh yeah. You hated it. I didn't like it. No. That was bad. Same idea, though, where I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Some of your best thoughts is when you drive. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've been, I've been, uh, I've been telling Pookie for a while, I want to go, I want to go to Winnipeg. I want to drive back to Winnipeg. Really? Yeah, go see mom, brother, yeah. friends. Just drive. Three days, two and a half. Do the road trip. Yep. No, you'd fly so much. That's probably something different for Dude, you. I got a new Ridgie. Yeah. You set the cruise. Put your plates on already. I don't get why you're <laughs> mocking me because of that. I do not get that. <laughs> it's what you're supposed to do. Oh, so you live barcode. That's how you live your life? You're barcode? I'm barcode. Yeah. <laughs> um... Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Kenny Roxon on the show. Uh, Jason Wygant, Jason Thomas, and Chris Riesenberg from Race Tech. There you go. And TJ. We gave TJ some suspension revalve. IT200. Did, did you see his uh, attached on, on Instagram yeah. already? Yeah. So, He's legit. He's got the parts all over. Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Pulpmex app now available. Uh, brand new on the sh- on the uh, app store. Uh, we're working on the streaming process. Back to, uh, back to square one of the streaming process. But uh, our buddy Travis there, if... He survives the backflip attempt. I got a feeling if he survives, he will uh, He will fix the streaming issue. He's got it. Trav, you got it, you think? Yeah. Oh, wait. What? Thanks for turning my mic off, bro. That's I do it every commercial. Yeah, when you jack up, yeah I, I think I got it. Like tonight, you fixed it already? No. <laughs> no. That's what he's going to do when he gets home. What, what happens thing. first, your backflip or you fix the streaming for the show? Well, streaming. streaming for the okay, show. Okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, for people who want to know, yeah, Dune Goon, Travis Marks, we're going to send him to Maryland, uh, work with Travis Pastrana, backflip into the foam pit, and backflip onto dirt. And we will document it all. Should be great. It's going to be good stuff. If you happen to pass away, oh boy, who do you recommend for your job? 
Uh, the backup guy. Talon? Talon, Lone yeah. Wolf? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Talon's good. I don't think he'd be as knowledgeable, obviously. Well, uh, look, he fucked up the app, Travis, but he's done a lot of great things. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just I was viewing him over there. The segment was getting ready to start where he had to read some questions, and he was still on the phone as the segment intro was going on. I mean, a lot of shit was going on at once, and he was handling it all right. He's got two computers. And he didn't panic. No. Because he knew he was about to. He had to talk in about 10 seconds, right. and he was telling this motherfucker to get off the phone, yep. and he handled it. Yeah, I know. He's great. So for the live streaming, he's great. <laughs> Everything else is great. Uh, welcome to the show tonight. Uh, lots of lots of news. JGR going to Suzuki. We think that's going to happen soon. Trey Kennard, the KTM has dropped. The TLD KTM guys has dropped as well. Uh, I think, I, from what I understand, Kiefer, uh, the TLD guys are going to keep Jesse Nelson on a payroll. Good. Um, try to help him out when he's up to it, when he's ready. There'll be something for him to do. With the team, so that'll be cool. That's good. Um, yeah, looking forward to uh, seeing Jesse back at the races. And, uh, of course, the Road to Recovery guys are helping him out as well uh, along the lines. It's cool what Cole and Christian did, too, over the weekend. The the big bicycle ride for him. That yeah. was cool. Yeah, that was awesome. Cole yeah. and, uh, and and Christian, right? Yeah. Yep. Is that what you said? And Paige set up the booze and did a lot of stuff. So that was... The booze? Booth. Oh, booth. Okay. Um, yeah. No, thanks. Thanks thanks to everybody for, for helping out. Uh, RoostMX.net bringing you... Um, Travis Marks on the show, RoostMX.net. Use the code PulpNation to save 20%. These guys have been in business for a long time. Custom graphics, a whole section for pulp, uh, uh, shirts and graphics and, and sticker kits, and then they can custom make you stuff. They do a killer job with that. Pitch shirts, they can do that. Uh, and they got their standard graphics for the bikes as well, RoostMX.net. Really, when it comes to these things, a graphic company like RoostMX.net can do almost anything nowadays wraps you know what i mean like the whole graphic industry has sort of exploded with computer printing and and everything else so uh, these guys can help you out and of course cycle trader rock river team uh linked in with the roost mx guys so roostmx.net a big part of our show hot cams as well hot cams bringing you uh, chris kiefer and uh, vortex racing bringing you kenny roxon of course and uh and yeah we thank everybody for listening sponsored deals on pulpamexshow.com or on the app all the codes are up to date on the app. All the websites are up to date on the app. So if you need something uh, for your bike or for your body, uh, if you're going riding, uh, hit up one of our guys that help us out and save some money. That's a big thing. Uh, it's all quality products, and you can really save some money. And, uh, yeah, thanks to uh, thanks to you guys. Uh, Chris has been on hold for a long time. Chris, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, how's everyone doing tonight? Dude, did you send me – is that you that you sent me a direct message about a Pulpamex tattoo? Yes. Don't get a pulp mix tattoo, like, Chris. Yes. Don't do that. Do Chris. it. I think you should do it. No, Chris, don't because you'll regret it. This no. janky show will be dead and gone, and you'll still have a pulp mix tattoo. You're pretty. Hey, I think it's worth it. Right, dude. You're a pretty young guy, right? How old are you? Nineteen. Oh, dude, do it. I'll be dead, and you'll still have a pulp mix show tattoo. He'll be with you for the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs> Just do the little lightning lightning bolt, and you're good. Oh, yeah? yeah. So, so you guys are all in favor of that. Yeah, Put absolutely. a lightning bolt and a PPM. That's all you need. <laughs> yes. Hey, but um, I have a quick question. Um, sure. You guys remember when Dungy and Roxon was battling at, uh, at Glen Helen, and he scrubbed off that little small double and carved that new line under Dunge for that pass. Um, do, you, do you and Kiefer think that that's something that Stu would do? And does that remind you of his technique a little bit? Yeah, you know what? Stu brought scrubbing into the mainstream. Right. Stu did it better than ever, but I honestly think the guys nowadays can do it better. Like, I thought Kennard, Kennard at his scrub. peak can yeah. scrub yeah. Like, maybe better than Stu. 
Uh, when yeah. Stu wants to, he can still get get it low. But Kiefer, it's a lot of work, right? Like it's yeah. that's what they tell me. Like if you're a bit tired, if you're a bit off, it takes so much work to scrub. You watch the the 450 guys, obviously versus 250 motos. The 450 guys do it a lot less. Obviously, bigger motorcycle, faster, so they don't scrub as hard. Um, but yeah, I mean. You will see guys when they're maybe a rookie, they'll scrub a lot, and then as they get a little older, yep. they'll start straightening up a little bit just because it's more efficient to uh, maybe not scrub every single little bump out there. It's a lot out of you. Yeah. Uh, Roxon scrubbed everything on a KTM 250F. Right. Everything. Right. And now he's good, but he ain't doing it all the time. So. Um, and you've seen guys scrub so hard that each, I mean, Kevin Windham, he scrubbed that triple. I don't know what race that was a few years ago. and. That was a bad deal. A lot of guys uh, yep, end up. Yeah, a lot of guys end up getting ejected from the foot peg. So, hasn't Hurling's okay. done it too? Yeah, Hurling. Yeah, no, uh, Hurling's. Uh, and did then it. Uh, Tyga. Yeah, Tyga. Geyser. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When scrubs go wrong, it's ugly. When scrubs go wrong. Yeah. So, anything else, Chris? I think that's it. I appreciate you boys. You guys have a good one. All right, thanks, hey, buddy. get that tat. No, Chris, don't, don't do that. <laughs> it's a terrible idea. I'll get. I'll send you stickers. Chicks will like it. I'll just send you stickers, stick them on your body. That's good. Good enough. All right. All right, thanks. You know, Kiefer, how I feel about this. (laughs) That's why I said it the other way. (laughs) You know how I feel about this. Hey. Listen to the show. Chris has been on the show a lot. He has been. And he he talks, like, way more now. Remember when he first was on, he was trying to be an announcer? Yeah, he wasn't that good. And he was like, you're like, what? Yeah. Yeah. And now he's like, hey, he's getting. That's awesome. He wants a tat now. Don't he's, be the tat guy. He's growing. Don't be a tat guy. Dude, honestly, nowadays, if you don't get a tat, you're now cool. You no. know what I mean? Like, you get a tat, you pull chicks. You think? Yes. I you can be you get full. It, like the little, little teardrop, just with a little <laughs> lightning bolt instead. You can go full bro. Like, I've seen full bro dudes, like tatted, lame, with, with like a fox shirt and like a Thor hat. You're like, you can't do that, right? But hot chick loves it. Sleeves or just tats? Sleeves. Dude, I would never get a sleeve. I'm I not, would never. I'm not judging anybody by... Yeah. I got one tattoo, my mom. That's it. Yeah. I'm not getting anything else. Hoogie's got five. Yeah, but it's, it's strategic, strategically placed right. around her body. Right. Um, Pookie, come up here! <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, I just if you yeah. don't get a tattoo, now you stand out. There's going to be, in 50 years, there's going to be a bunch of grandmas and grandpas with yeah. sleeves. It's going to be weird. Running around. Their ink will be all faded. Your skin will be saggy. And your grandkids will be like, what's that? And you're like, oh, that's a dolphin on a riding a unicorn shooting lasers out of its eyes that I felt like was cool. You have none, you said? No. You never want one? No, not really. Okay. Maybe a Pulp Mex one. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I thought about getting one. I, I, I didn't know what to get, though. Like, yeah. Honestly, I think I would get, like... Maybe a Canadian, something Canadian. That's been done so many times. I see so many dudes with what that. You, I'm like, what about a pookie? Like, just little. No. Never. Hell no. What if we divorce? Nah. I ain't getting, I, want the, I don't want the new chick to see that. Pookie. <laughs> get a pookie tattoo. You get a Heather one. I'll get a pookie one. <sighs> yeah, we're not going to do that. No, 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 no. Yeah, exactly. We're not going to do that. When did that happen? Yeah. I feel like you made that up. Like, you sound like, did you do that, Heather? She, did you do that? Yeah, that was a while ago. And you just said, no, 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 no. She was talking about gear, mix matching oh, yeah. gear. Oh, yeah, see? Yeah, good memory. Yeah. She probably, you're welcome. 
tell me when That's my, when you went off on your tangent. My dog was between your cheeks. Your dog, not our dog. <laughs> Oreo, Oreo, poor Oreo. God, I can't believe you thought... People out there, he thought I was talking about my dog snuggling up to my wife's butt. Yes, Come I thought on. it was like a three-way spoon. You never call your wiener your dog? That's my no, dog. No, no, dong. You call it a dong. No, a dog, like a hot dog. No, I never call it my hot dog. No, right. Travis. Don't say hot, just say dog. Travis, you call it your dog? I don't I don't think I have, no. I, I might say, hey, this is my uh, my buddy Travis. He's my dog. You know, like. So when you use your word, and you use, you're talking about your deal, do you use, what do you use? Just. The D word? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just think, yeah, that's it. Yeah. All right. Quit being a dick. Right. Yeah. That's it. No no dong, no dog, nothing like that. But you never had a name for it yet? No. Pookie's no. never named it? No. No. <laughs> on that note, uh, 702-586-757, give us a call. Uh, we'll be on the line for a little bit while longer here on the show. Uh, voicemail is always fun to do. Voicemail is uh, 702-586-PULP. Leave a voicemail. Uh, some of the best uh, gets played this week, and uh, here we go, Travis. Let's do these. Hey, my name is Mike. Uh, I was just listening about this guy, about the Nets, how he's saying it's not going to work. I have no idea what the guy's trying to say. I, I don't understand why he would rather fall on concrete. Um, Steve, I think your net idea is great. Thank you. Um, I have no idea why, why anyone would think falling on concrete would be better. Um, the guy's an idiot, by the way, for not wanting to, wanting, to, wanting to take the gear. All he is, even if he doesn't agree with the net idea, Lame. which I think is a great idea, all he has to do is say, yeah, it's a good idea, and you give him free gear. The guy's an idiot. All right. Yeah. No, I'm nets, bro. How big, how tall? Um. So is the people sitting in the stands can't see, have to go see through the net in that corner? Bro, that... you ever been to a hockey game? No, you no. haven't been. No. They have nets to catch the pucks. You don't even notice them. Your eyes just look through. Really? Yeah. You don't even notice the nets. Um, so the Nets, uh, what, how high is the berm? Kiefer? I don't know. Four feet? Yeah, four foot. So six foot? Eight foot. Okay. Eight foot Nets. Travis? Eight foot? Sounds good to me. All right. Yeah. And every bull berm? The ones that face on the outside of the of towards stadium. The, yeah, wherever yeah. you can jump into the, in the crowd. Okay. So, yeah. Steve, I just want to know why you're always shitting on Raniello. You know, the guy calls in, he's a super stew fan. And you hang up on him because you don't like his idea. Like, yeah, that would, would Stu probably go out on a two-stroke? No, it wouldn't happen, but it'd be awesome. But, I, and, you know, if he called and talked about Tim Ferry like that, you know, you think he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Yes. All right? Cut it down a little, all right, But You know what? He's right. Randy Yellow is a super fan. We let him talk tonight. It was going on and on, though. Like, it was getting bad. That's what I'm saying. There's I'm a time where you got to throw the checker flag out. Uh Call in, get in, get your point, get out. Right. That's it. Don't try so hard. Right. So. If you would have given Brandon Christian Craig's gear after all that, I would have found you and punched you in the face. Wow. Now, food for thought. Does, okay, Cooper Webb, at the designations, Basically, third model, it's, everything is resting on his shoulders. Now, I don't know Cooper, and I'm not hating on the guy, but it seems like he's kind of got a bit of an attitude. You know, we hear about him flipping guys off on in practice and just kind of being a douchebag and certain things. And, you know, which, honestly, if I was that fast, I would probably be unfucking bearable But... If he fucking wins that moto with the whole team on his 
in the in the fate of the nation on his shoulders, how much more unbearable would he be, right? So my question is, does the fact that he fails with three minutes left in the moto, a lap and a half left, he falls and loses the lead, we go from first to third. Does that, in the long run, humble him a little bit, make him a little more, you know, you know, have a little more humility and not be such an arrogant ass? Again, I don't know the guy. I'm just going on what I'm here, here, you know, and whatnot. Anyway, so is it, is it better for his growth as a human, honestly? Let me hear your thoughts. Ah, uh, no. Yeah. I mean, he says three times, like, I don't know the guy, but, he, you know. Yeah, you're judging. Yeah. So what does that say about you? Yeah. I don't think that anything to do with it. I don't think Cooper was a badass, and he could have won. And-, and and we don't know what goes on when he does flip off people. I mean, we, we only see the – it's kind of like watching football, and you see the guy beating the guy's ass. We don't know what the other guy well, did to him. I, no, I mean, I saw some things in Supercross where I criticized him for doing it. Like, yeah. Where I'm like, hey, bro, you're the best rider on the track. You don't need to do that. Yes, this dude got in your way. But we don't know what prior to that day. Well, that's what I'm saying. Just, you're, you don't do any of that. You're a professional athlete. Just you like The whole thing about act like you've been there before, act like you're better than everybody, and you will be better than everybody. You know what I mean? Just yeah. keep, your, keep your poise. You know you're going to win the main event that night or finish on the podium. And, and yeah, the guy screwed up your lap. And maybe you're going to go from uh, – maybe you're three-tenths slower and you're no longer first, you're third – in that session, you had other laps to make it up, you know, clear laps. Let's just back it down. But having said that, what he, what Cooper Webb's attitude is, is a lot like Chad Reed's. It's a lot like James Stewart's. It's a lot like, well, not like Ryan, Ryan Dungey, but. Uh, Every champion's had, yes, they, had they, some. They got that chip. Yeah. And they act like it. And Coop's got that. He's got that chip. Yep. And if it helps you don't you. act a little, uh. My shit don't stink kind of confidence. Yeah, you, yeah. you have to have that to you, win. You, you really do. Yeah. Truly. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And I think what happens is you, you you practice that so much, it leaks into your life when you're not on the track, too. I think some of that happens. You PPM go up? Uh, yeah, I'm sure it does because you're yeah. confident. Right. Right. Yep. So this message we, is we were talking the... about, Pookie and I were talking about, or somebody, maybe another chick and I were talking about it. There's funny how there's some riders that have no business pulling some chicks that they pull. Yeah, of course. Just because they're confident, they're the man, they got money. I'm ugly as shit, but I was funny, and I could talk. Right. So you pull chicks. And and if you're good, and they see that, panties drop. Yeah, Heather's out of your league. Totally. Yeah. I agree. The moto industry as a collective whole I just finished reading a recent issue of Dirt Rider magazine that runs through the new KTMs, and they come stock with traction control, traction control on fucking dirt bikes. What is this? Christ's sake. He's He's very angry. (laughs) Is he angry about it? I thought he was, like, shocked. He's very angry. I don't know why, but, I mean, traction control is just a war. It doesn't go off rear wheel speed. No, it's just retarding your ignition, giving you a flatter, smoother ignition curve to theoretically help the wheel hook up. On a 450, it works fucking great. Like, when you're at a track 2 o'clock in the afternoon, 
I leave that son bitch on the whole time, and it's great. Yeah. 250? Mm, not so much mm-hmm. because there's lack of power. But yeah, I think it's great. Right. Why is he, why is he angry? I don't know. Is that, a, is that the whole thing? Or yeah, it, it's over. Oh, yeah. that sucks. I thought he was pumped. <laughs> nope. What's going on, KTM? Listen to Got a couple fucking things, sir. Down here working on my bike. A couple glasses of wine in and some fucking contact clear. Feeling pretty good buzz. <laughs> Put some new seals from Race Tech and all that shit on my front forks. Nice to hear. Just had a few questions. Wondering if you thought that spring conversion for the Air Force was worth it. Cheever. Does anybody else yes. in the fucking world take all their needle needles out of their bearings when they clean them? And I do. Reason? Yes, I do. Is a fucking sport, a spoke fork wrench fucking worth it? Or yes. what the hell, man? Oh, yes. yeah. That's yes, also, real good. Uh, Absolutely. What the fuck's your deal with Chick-fil-A, bro? Fucking delicious. Right. It you is. asshole. Chick-fil-A, guy calls me an asshole. Chick-fil-A sucks. You suck. Chick-fil-A sucks. Here we go. Here we go. Look, look. It's just a fucking sandwich with a piece of lettuce and tomato. Look, I am not going to say that if I'm on a desert island, I turn Chick-fil-A down, okay? It is fine. It is simply a 5 out of 10, okay? There's probably worse, like cat shit or... Dog wow. shit. Wow. But it is simply a 5 out of 10. There's so many better chicken sandwiches. I want uh, lettuce no. and, and cheese and tomato and pickle and some condiments. Like some it, must- got the, it has all that. No, it does not. Yes, it does. Well, yes, it does. No. I pick my shit off because I don't want it on there. The last time I went to Chick-fil-A, the options were a cheese and a pickle. No. On a soggy bun. You no. get lettuce, you get tomato, you get pickles and cheese. You can have bacon if you want to. And bacon. And then you get Chick-fil-A sauce and That's, Polynesian Have you had sauce, Chick-fil-A sauce? Mix it together. Have you had the sauce? On. Tell me yes or no. Because this sauce is like crack. It's really, really delicious. And, it, and, it, and you pour that over the chicken. I didn't go to Chick-fil-A for a long time because I, I'm very upset over their menu options. Sounds like I may need to go back. Sp- when I went... Sperry's getting one. Yes. Yeah, I know. You guys are all excited. When I went, many times, many years, spent a lot of time in the southeast yep. of the United States, living yep. in a box van. You see it all the time. Tim Ferry's house, living yep. there. Yeah. Ate a lot of Chick-fil-A. Right. They never had those options. Hmm. They had what? one, two pickles on a soggy bun with some cheese if you wanted. Okay. Now they have eight. Like, I want a number eight. Like, there's eight different things you can get. Travis, you ever had Chick-fil-A? Yes. <clears throat> Do you like it? I like it. Yes. My you, wife is not a fan. Can you please just inform us right now, inform the keepers, <laughs> what your wife just My said. My wife texted me. She said, Team Steve, she's had better chicken sandwiches at Wendy's. Oh, dude, yeah. dude, Wendy's. Wendy's is better. McDonald's is better. Stop oh. it! Like, 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 just about anything <laughs> oh, is I'm better. I'm not saying Chick Fil A is the best chicken sandwich ever, dude, but it's good. But it's good. It's a five out of ten. That's See, good. I like the habit. He does not. I hate the habit. I don't know what the habit is. Habit's good. Habit's good chicken sandwiches, yeah. huh? They got good stuff. I don't know what the habit is. It's crap. It's not crap. All right. I just want to hit a motocross stuff. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Hey, Steve. This is Matt. I had to call in and defend David Willeman. I cannot believe that you called him the Skip Bayless of Moto on the MXDN Review Podcast. What an awful thing to say about somebody. 
compare DB to a guy who says the best basketball player in the world sucks and that Tim Tebow is the greatest quarterback ever. A guy who makes a living off of trying to say the craziest things in every argument. If anyone's the Skip Bayless of Moto, it would be Eddie Ray. Um, even, he, even when he, you don't... Oh, was that the same guy? Oh. When you don't agree with him, when he argues, he makes great points and you have to respect his argument. And when he argued that a lot of it was Jason Anderson's fault for being landed on, he made great points, even if you don't agree with it. Um, uh, I just feel bad for DV. I had to call and uh, defend him. I, I don't think you can say anything worse about a guy when he's making an argument than calling him the Skip Bayless. Anyways, love the show. Uh, I mean, yeah, Skip Bayless is terrible. I, I probably exaggerated a little bit. But DV is oftentimes a contrarian. To what everybody's thinking, but he is smart, but he does take a hard stance. A la Skip Bayless on the guy who was on first take, black guy and a white guy on first take. Oh yeah, okay, the white guy. Yep, uh, he's terrible. He he says terrible opinions and thoughts just to get clicks to get views. Yep. He's a, he's a jerk off. So I probably was a little harsh comparing DV to him. I just meant in the sense of being a contrarian. If if we all said, "Hey, DV, that sky is blue," against DV, the grain, DV would be like, "That sky is yellow," right. and let me tell you why. <laughs> let me tell you why. Hey, Bull, nice show. I uh, had a thing about the net. to listen to the archive show with Christian Craig and stuff. Nets, uh, Super Cross Net. I think it's a good idea. I like it. Um, maybe what you could do is see if you can enlist like Travis Pastrana and those Nitro Circus guys, build a burn with a net, and those guys just tell them. Theater wide open, nail the net. You know, <laughs> That's it works. A good idea. Video testing, maybe take it into Feld yeah. and uh, get yourself some recognition on this sweet idea. I think it works. Perfect. You know, trapeze people do it in the circuit. They get dropped from 50 feet in the air lane into that. Why couldn't we do that? You know, heading right into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, love the show. Uh, thanks a lot. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Hey, what do you say? It's El Gringo here. Hey, listen, uh, I heard your show there uh, with uh, Kiefer. You guys were talking that you were sitting and you know sitting down around a round table there trying to figure out how to make that big money to buy a yacht. I came up with a little idea. Hey, think about it. You know, tell me what you think. Hear me out. Don't shoot me down right away. Think about it. I think you're gonna like it. You start simple. All right. A mold like a candle with wax, right? A candle of your own Johnson. Now check it out. Don't don't cut me off. Check it out. Open up your mind. I'm there, bro. A candle bro. of your own. <laughs> I was gonna Johnson. say, how are, you, how are you doing with this? You I'm sell great. it at like gift shops, you know, Spencer gifts, things like that. They have molds to give to your significant corn, other corn gags, whatever you're into. All right. Now we call it my beetle or my beetle in the box. Whatever you want, you, we we can work on it. You give this thing out at. Uh, for example, let me paint the picture for you. You're pulling up the driveway, right? We'll use the seven deuce deuce, like in a commercial. You know, you got Travis over there. He knows how to wipe on their computers and, and work that magic. You can make a little internet commercial. You pull up the driveway, the seven deuce deuce, bike on the back of the pickup truck. What does he see in the window still lit up? My beach hole. The beacon of love. He walks up that driveway, <laughs> goes to the front door, he turns around, he looks at the camera, right? You see a big grin on his face, he winks and he says, you know what time it is. And then you pan slowly over to the My Beach burning in the windowsill. 
You see what I'm saying? Because you could put that on the internet. It. Oh, that's good. All right, I know what you're saying. <clears throat> sounds a little. It sounds a little crazy. It's not. Check this out. It's not. You're having a birthday party. You give this to your significant other. You put it on a cake. You watch your loved one, your girl blowing out that candle. <laughs> Tell me that ain't gonna make a romantic <laughs> evening. See I what I'm saying? You're gonna see the grin on her face, the grin on your face mm-hmm. as she blows out my uh, beach. You know what I'm saying? That's so. Awesome. You don't like that, okay? You, you're more. Let's say you, you, you're more the intellectual type. So you throw the thing on a coffee table. You throw a couple encyclopedias around this thing. You see? A couple of motocross <laughs> magazines. You have a guest together. Okay. A couple of people. A couple of your friends. Like you, Kiefer. You know, your friends. You're hanging out. <laughs> Tell me that ain't a conversation piece right there. No. You see what can't, I'm saying? Can't so there's all different angles. We could go with this. Yes. I think this thing could get some traction. It'll go, bro. It'll go big. I'm yeah. talking. This thing hits. Poon tunes, bro. We'll get the biggest poon toon barge out there. Yes. We will be sailing up the Hudson, baby. With Berluti at the helm with his skipper's hat on, <laughs> straight through the legs of the Statue of Liberty. Think about it. Uh, oh, man. I mean, this is great. I just want to hear the motocross. I got to meet this fucking that's, guy. That's it. That's, this I just is, want to hear the motocross. This stuff. is Green great. Green. I love everything. The whole, I love the whole message. I love everything about it. <laughs> Shocking, Kiefer is on board. Two things with this popped up in my head while I listened to this message. One, I have an idea. I don't think it's going to get us rich. But I feel like... Two Sundays ago... Oh, is this invention time again? Yes. Two Sundays ago, we spent an hour trying to get rich. It's not an invention. This is an idea to make us extra money. Not boat money. Should you say it on the air? Yeah. Okay. Um, Why can't we make... Every guy that races dirt bikes has a chick... Or a wife. That's part of their little home team, so mm-hmm. to speak. Okay. Why don't we, before the season starts, why don't we get some of the top motocrossers and make a calendar? Why can't we get, and I'm not saying naked. I'm just saying get them in like shirtless, you know. The chicks? For the, the, the make dudes. a calendar of the dudes for the chicks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's make a calendar. They've done that. When? In the mid-90s. Oh, let's bring it back. Ping was a Ping and Nathan Ramsey. Let's and, Mr. And Mr. Budman. January, Ryan Dungey, boom. M- you know, it's Mr. done. It's been done, yeah. Oh, I've never seen it. We could do it way better. Me and you together. I'll send you a photo of Ping. There's a photo of Ping out there on the internet somewhere <laughs> from his month. Every dude would buy their chick this just to get them involved. And they would have a, their own fan base. What? And it would create a whole new fan base for these dudes. With the seven dudes deuce get a month? Yes. Could you imagine naked with a fur coat? Yes. Like a little bit of leg showing. Yeah. He would love it too. He would. We yeah, could actually pull it. this off and it would be really a pulp MX. Will Hans out. We're not doing Will Hans. He's got braces. Pulp MX calendar. 18 month. Diana Dahlgren does it. Fuck it. Let's do our own. Let's do it with Heather. Let's do it with dudes. Would you, would you buy it? Sure. You'd be interesting to buy this, right? Well, yeah. Right. Okay. You want to uh, do that? Uh, I don't know if that's our yacht though. No, but do you think that's a good idea? Did I tell you that we, we Pookie and I stopped by their house on the way up to think of an invention? Yes. Oh, I, t- I mentioned that? Yes. And how everything came back to sex for Kiefer? Yes. Yes, every invention, every <laughs> idea, everything he hadn't want to make money on. To be fair, there's a lot of money in that industry. No, there is. <laughs> My idea was really good. But Kiefer's ideas just were going deeper and deeper. <laughs> and and, and then really... we would make money off it. What was your idea, Heather? 
don't. We're not going to say it. Yeah. Oh. Did you say it that, that day? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we're not doing that. Yeah. Okay. Well, Here's uh, another sorry, idea I, that popped I up. I forgot. It's a fun idea. Like, Lame. the guy was talking about making a candle piece. Oh. <laughs> No, that's not really yeah, an idea. Yeah, we're not talking about that. That's not really an idea. That's just like... That's What's a bad. quick way to make money, though? It that is. is so it is, but yeah. <laughs> God. We were talking the about... The part was how much our chicks were down with that. <sighs> Where am I going here? <laughs> I don't you know. Let me lose a train of thought. The candle thing that he's talking about. Yeah. Make a Johnson candle. Yeah. Okay. They make outlines of porn stars. It would be fun to have a party, and each dude took a selfie of his, of his, of his dog. Okay. And then the women, like and you have your face up on the wall, right? Instead oh. of pin the tail of donkey, pin you the pin the dick on the, on the dude. And guess whose cock is whose dude? Okay, all right. Next, next voicemail. That's ne- fun. Ne- next voicemail. That's a great chick party thing. That would be fun. I would play that all next day long. Next voicemail. That would be a great I'm game. I'm saving Kiefer John, from himself. I'm Augusta, Georgia. I'm um, finishing up the show with Christian Craig, and I just got to the caller trying his very hardest, and with what little intelligence he has, to justify 250s getting more points and getting numbers ahead of 450s. Now, the guy's not making any sense, but what really just, what really frustrated me is, use the phrase correctly, you said viewers of Supercrosses could care less. They could care less, or they couldn't care less, you fucking idiot. If you're going to criticize and try to look smart, at least know how to use a phrase. Sorry. Also, 450 guys that bust their ass with a field that is stacked to get mains, and then a regional 250 guy can get a number ahead of them because they're doing 50% left rate, left, left races with this field that's not nearly as thick. Doesn't make much sense. And no, you can't get an IP address from a phone number. Yeah. Sorry, bud. I, I, I was kidding about the IP address from a phone number. Clearly, and I could care less about this call. I could care less. Matt, it's Joseph. Wanted to talk about the net idea, which I personally think is a great idea. This caller that uh, just fucked himself out of some alias gear is an idiot. He's just not understanding what you're saying. He wasn't, what right? I'm, what I'm thinking you're saying is a net that's, you know, up into the sky set maybe... 10, 15 feet back from the berm and between the berm and the riders. But this guy doesn't understand. It's not like a fucking cargo net that you have on a ship. Yeah, it's 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 a crosshatch net, but it, it's smaller fibers and uh, the uh, smaller rope. And it's going to be mounted on poles, like you said, that are into the dirt. But this net is going to have uh, elasticity built into it so that when you hit it, you don't just hit it like you're hitting the side of a building and plummet to the earth. You're going to hit it. It's going to expand and stretch. It's going to absorb up all your energy. And then you're not just going to bounce back, straight back like you're, uh, like you're a rubber ball. You're going to hit the net if you go into the net, which you probably won't. Your bike will. Exactly. But if you or your bike hit the net, it's going to absorb you up, and then you're just going to roll to the bottom of it, uh, like roll down it to the bottom. I think it's an awesome idea. These these flat corners and these little barely banked corners are terrible for racing. We need bull corners everywhere again. Yeah. So, Bring back the yeah, nuts. That's what I'm picturing. Uh, I think it's a great idea. And uh, if it's black and if it's fine mesh, 
uh, you know, maybe a couple inches across uh, from each band. Fans won't even be able to see it. You have to try to see the net in the hockey game. So, anyhow, great idea. We need to uh, form a net company and set up a demo at Dirt Wars. All right. Can, can we get a poon tune with like. Can is the, is the chase lost traction? I don't know. I haven't heard. I need to ask Prater. We haven't heard anything about no, anything in that format change no, at all. He, he, last time I asked Prater, he's, he's still up in the air. Okay. He seemed to think that a new point structure could come in, though. But maybe not a chase. But maybe not a chase, yeah. Once again, everyone's... Maybe some heat race points and stuff. Stuck in the fucking, you know, ground out, not making decisions up. So, uh, we'll see. Hey, Steve. Uh, Keeper's on tonight, too. So, what's up, Chris? Um, I don't know if this is going to make it on tonight's show, but I figured I'd call in and ask about it. Um, Just thinking, with the chase format going on, you know, say what, the last five or six rounds won't really count, you know, or the last, five, the last five or six rounds will be the main rounds that count. With that being said, do you think that Who this picks will these questions? more time in the off season for the riders? Because um, if you think about it, you know, as soon as outdoors are over, these guys are starting to slave and get their bikes and everything ready for Anaheim 1 since it pays, you know, the same amount of points throughout the season. Well, with this chase format, if you know it doesn't really come into effect that strong until what six, seven rounds to go, um, do these guys have to be you know 100 percent prepared um, by Anaheim one, or can they have yeah, more? Yeah, of a- yeah, they have to be 100 percent prepared. I, I don't know. Why did I put? Why did I leave that one in? I get what he's saying. He's saying that it, you don't have to be. Um, hit your peak yes, until later right, because of the, the end chase. of this. But, but these, I still feel like you still need to be... These and dudes, these guys aren't 100% at Anaheim 1 anyway. Yeah, these dudes wouldn't do that. Right. There's, there's still a lot of money, bonus money, points, right. fame on the line and every race. Here's where motocross and NASCAR differ. Obviously, confidence is a lot different than NASCAR. If you, you have a guy that's beating you constantly all the time, it gets in your head more so, I would think, than NASCAR because it's more car and performance driven over there versus human driven mm-hmm. as our sport. So I feel like you don't want to get the, let the guy have the edge on you. So I would say it would be the same. They would do the same. Right. What was that look? Uh, Travis. Oh. Um, all right. Uh, well, we're done. All right. Uh, Kenny Roxon, Jason Wygant, Chris Riesenberg, uh, Jason Thomas on the show. Chris Kiefer, thank you. Thanks for As having always. us. Yeah, it's been too long. I know. Sorry, I've been busy. Jerk. Um, we're off next week, and we'll be back after that. And then the, the, we're off next week, and then it's the uh, Monster Energy Cup, and we'll be back on Monday with uh, a couple of in-studio guests from that. Uh, we thank you guys for listening. Thanks to Swisscore and Moser. Uh, Travis, thank you. Thank you. Uh, we're going to get that app fixed. Yes. Soon? Yes. I've got a week. Yeah, i got a week off. Yeah, yeah there you go. Got um, some time. No, but you did a great job of that. So you, uh, please check it out on the on the store, everybody, if you if you uh, want to get it. Uh, thanks to BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, and Fab Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Hot Cams, Gear Alloy, Works Connection, the, the Elite Clutch Purchase, Chris Kiefer's yeah, must-have, yeah. uh, Michelin Starcross 5, Atlas Neck Brace, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, KTMPartsExpress.com, Roost Graphics, 2 Under, and, uh, yeah, we thank everybody for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Uh, again, check out our uh, sponsored deals on our show. And uh, Honda intro's coming, everybody. So, everybody, calm down.
Yeah, what, what, that's the week uh, after Monster Cup? I leave for Alabama the 18th, so everyone should know stuff probably the 19th because it'll be up on the on the internet. I'm sure everyone will be blowing the... Yeah, the intros are never like a great time to... Uh, yeah, but I mean... Tracks are perfect. Bikes are great. Yeah. Yeah. But you'll get a good opinion on the bike from us at least. I know that. Yeah, absolutely. Heather, thank you for coming up. Appreciate it. Uh, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, great to have you on board with us. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with a great uh, a show. And uh, um, we thank you guys. Seriously, we thank you. Support the show. Listen to the show. Support sponsors. Support sponsors. Don't get a tattoo. Don't get a tattoo. Wise words from Chris Kiefer. All right, everybody. We's out. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.